Welcome to episode 204 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our 7th annual Shocktober series continues with volume 2, covering everything we've watched from October 5th to October 11th. <laughs> the goblins will get you if you don't watch out To take you and shake you until you shout Stop, look, and listen It's Halloween There's witches and broomsticks and big black hats Stirring up the potions in big black fats Stop Welcome to <laughs> Shock Shocktober series volume two. Shock Shock Shocktober Tobe Tobe Burr Burr Burr. Welcome everyone to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Killer Kyle. I'm Macabre Maddie. And I'm uh, I'm just Adam. Yeah, just regular Adam. old Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, I had a bunch in my head. I was thinking like the uh, the, the, the Dennis Quaid. Oh. Damn it. Yeah, I, I, I had some. Save it for next episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've missed your chance, The Dennis Quaid of throwing shade. I'm the Tom Cruise of drinking booze. And I got one for you, too. Like the uh, Keanu Reeves of pet peeves. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's yeah. kind of fitting. I, I had a few pet peeves that I yeah. went after last episode. If you have a single peeve, is that just called a peeve? Or are they always pet peeves, right? It seems weird that you don't really hear like, ah, it really peeves me off, maybe. Really peeved me off. Yeah. All right, anyway. You guys done there or what? Peeved. Welcome, everyone, to Yes, our Shocktober series. If you're joining us for the first time, this is our seventh annual, and I'm just cracking the beer, seventh annual series uh, where every, for the month of October, we do nothing but watch horror and Halloween related movies, TV shows, specials, shorts, anything. Uh, that can uh, that can come our way, uh, and we do a, a point system, and at the end, crown uh, the king or queen of Halloween, uh, the Steve McQueen of Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> you get one point for a movie, uh, half a point for an episode if it's forty minutes to an hour, and a quarter point for an episode if it's twenty to thirty minutes, and then shorts and anything different than that. Usually, it's like half of a quarter, so you got to get two of those yeah. to get. And that the quarter thirty point. forty range is it depends on what type of show it normally is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Usually, it, to me, if it goes to like 30, 31, that's a 30-minute show. And if that's not enough rules for this uh, friendly contest, <laughs> we throw in some uh, curveballs at each yeah. other. So uh, what we do is we throw in a bunch of names in the hat that we pick uh, movies that I want Kyle to watch and Kyle wants uh, – I want Adam to watch and Kyle wants Adam to watch. And we pick which one. Yeah, films we want each it. other to watch. So you do have to watch that that And week. if you don't, it's a minus point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, even on top of that <laughs> – because, you know, we love to force each other to watch other shit, even though we have so much to watch already. We do pick uh, usually one movie a week. Uh, we throw it up in a poll on Instagram. So you guys are actually in charge of uh, what movie we're, we're going to watch. So it was Choose our fate. <laughs> so it was Renfield versus Totally Killer last week, and Renfield won the poll. So we, we will be covering Renfield at a, whenever it first comes on someone's list in the week. 
Uh, and then, yeah, at the, the end of the show, we'll announce, uh, what, you know, what the next two films going up on Instagram are. We'll also announce, uh, we'll do the draw and see what films uh, of each other's uh, picks that we have to watch. Even though by the time it's on Instagram, uh, this episode will, won't be up for about a week. So, yeah, but fair enough. Okay, yeah. Well, we'll we're going to still, yeah, put it up on Instagram. I guess. The night we're taping, yeah. the next morning, I'm going to put it up on Instagram. It's okay, yeah. We're not that fast. No, no. We're pretty um, quick. Listen, we got movies to watch. We don't have time to throw this out. Well, right it's away. better than when Shocktober used to ring in the New Year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will say, yeah, this is, I, I forget how long these take to put together, because I was oh, like, yeah. I got the template, I can do it. Like, this was a good... Many hours. Like, I think I lost yeah. a good four or five movies putting this together. But, <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, I pretty much I want extra point bonus points at the end. Um, I think we should just jump into I it. I feel like oh, we should, we you're should. setting up asterisks when you lose. Oh, yeah, when I lose, I'm doing. totally going to bring that yeah. up. I'm totally going to bring it up. Uh, we should also talk um, about uh, where we are ranked right now. Yes. Um, so I believe Kyle has, uh, is it? Actually, I don't know. 15 and a quarter? 15 and a quarter? Let me pull it up right here. I have. I the think numbers. I have a 14 and three quarters, and I think you're at 14. Yes, that is it. So yeah. uh, 15 and a quarter for Kyle. Plus, uh, wait, plus I have that. Yes. If I watch one, one more and, short, and eight. then I get another uh, yes, quarter. Yes, yes, you can get another <laughs> quarter. So you had a good week. That's a ridiculous <laughs> so, week. Almost four a day. Yeah. But... You guys were pretty much exactly the same. It was like a one-point difference, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so Maddie had uh, 14 and three-quarters, and I had 14. And I'll mm. say, like, that tired me out, and this week tired me out. I'm getting to the point where we're only, like, you know, we're covering up to the so, 11th. So he's I'm saying tired. This, so how many movies has this guy oh, watched? Wow. I did a good week, but I, I don't know how much more I can do it is what I'm saying. I'm starting to break Burn me. Out. Like, I'm getting... Five hours of sleep. Right. Uh, just the way my, my work, sometimes I got to go in, and, and it's just my schedule. It's when been you go busy. in, though, that's when you, when you rack up the um, points. Well, I get usually a movie on the way to work and a movie on the way back to work. The problem is I get up at like 5 a.m. Right. So for the rest of the day, I'm tired. Even I'm falling asleep even during that, so sometimes I don't finish those movies on the train. I got to finish them at home. And then, yeah, when I get home, I usually don't get uh, through a lot of films. So, I, I, yeah, anyways. So we'll a see. A lot of yeah, films. I did, I, I did have a good week. I'll say that. Yeah. But I do think I'm already starting to feel the uh, – I'm starting to feel it already. Doesn't and we're only grind. 11 days in. So uh, well, we'll see. You may see a nice drop. He and, says this. It always ramps. Yeah. It's, 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 it's going to drop and then ramp probably the last week. Right. Okay, um, well, yeah. well, we'll see. Why, why don't, should we get into it? Yeah, yeah of course. So let's. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, October fifth. And if you ever wonder why there's a pause whenever we say the date, it's because we're putting up our fingers to show how many things we watched. Maddie's up. All right. So I watched some movies. Pers- the person that watched the most gets to start. Yes, that's, that's the rule. The most handsome one gets to go first, right? So uh, I guess I'll start then. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I watched um, from 2023, Cocaine Bear. Have you guys seen this? I saw it in theater, yeah. This movie is batshit insane. Like for a movie called Cocaine Bear, I figured, okay, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. It could be like a nature run amok, like a Day of the Animals, or it could be a evil bong, like a Charles Band movie. But like, it was a ton of fun. It was an action movie. It, yep. it had a lot of like uh, violence. I was surprised how like violent this movie actually got and the jokes really worked for me like i really i, w- I was curious about this the jokes mm-hmm. work for me most of the time but when i was in the theater and the joke would happen and then you got the whole crowd like it was a riled up it definitely landmark it, it, hamilton crowd 
which is <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They were all like, uh, they weren't cocaine bears, more like marijuana bears at that point. You know <laughs> and it was packed. It yeah. Was packed. Or edible bears, I guess they they were. But I, I found this uh, the third act really dragged out for me. Like I found like I really like petered off like oh, chase after okay. chase after chase. Yeah, and I, I I guess this was Ray Liotta's last film. So I guess like I think there was some scenes where like it should have been more him acting. I think it was more. I don't know if he passed away during or no, after. it was after. Yeah, because I found that like <laughs> that last was like. Okay, wrap it up, guys. Like it, it, I found it was a little rough. Like mm-hmm. I can't remember what I. I think I gave it six point five. Yeah, I was going to give it seven, like yeah. seven point five. Like, I, 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 it was a fun movie to watch for sure. Kyle, it, it, you it, haven't seen this? No, I, I did. I, the whole time I was just like, just why am I watching this? And not Grizzly <laughs> yeah. or, yeah. Day, or Day of the Animals? Like, yeah, I, yeah it was okay, but it, yeah, it should have been. It should have been more. Yeah, and even some of the deaths I thought were like I don't a know ton if of it, fun. It, like it could have been funnier. I think. I think there could have Stripper. been even more more interesting deaths and stuff. Like, there's not that... How many people die in it? Not that many, right? There's quite a few. Like, the whole band, or the the, the, the gang dies, the uh, paramedics, pretty cool. Like, yeah, I, I did, like, that was... Yeah. It. That was, See, I wanted, like, that that yeah. scene with the paramedics. I think I wanted the whole film to be like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like it did... We're going to talk about a movie also from 2023 today mm-hmm. that I don't know why they're just leaning on boring kind of action sequences mm-hmm. a lot of the time yeah with a little bit of yeah. a com- comic bent but yeah i i uh it's I, like they, I, I love that yeah. it's like horror sells people want to see horror not fucking matrixy action scenes mm-hmm. but um yeah but they promised us a bear addicted to cocaine and they delivered a bear addicted to cocaine it's very, so that is true i am in okay and who was that guy? Isaiah Whitlock. Yeah. Somebody give this man an Oscar. Yeah. Like he deserves everything he's getting. Like yeah, I, I'm glad that that guy's having this yeah. like late resurgence, uh, career resurgence. Like even his like one episode in Atlanta where he kind of gets to take over, where he's trying on all the hats. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one? I haven't. Oh, it's so it's the last season. I think. Oh, okay. Uh, it's so good. Um, I'm just I'll jump in quickly. I watched two episodes of What We Do in the Shadows. Um. I'm going to talk a lot about that. So, what episode six? I watched uh, season two, episode seven. Oh, damn it! Return uh, and and season two, episode eight, collaboration. Oh, I watched uh, yeah seven and eight actually this week as well. I just don't know the dates just yet, but yeah, I watched them. So we can you can just mention them when you get you got it. So uh, yeah, one of them is a return of a vampire played by. Nick Kroll, who was in the, the, the previous season. I didn't find this episode as effective <laughs> I, I still, as the other one. I thought it was great. They're still like going on about the hat and shit yes, like that. I like love the, the cursed hat. The cursed hat. I'm going to give it 7.5. It was really good. And then collaboration. This is when... Can I sing you a song? Stroke, stroke, stroke your cock. <laughs> the nuts and cream. <laughs> like, I guess what's going on. This guy made a bunch of songs throughout his uh, long life. And they're now like he heard Come and I Lean on the uh, radio. He's like, yeah. I wrote this song for 200 years. Ago, this is bullshit. <laughs> so, like, yeah, all of these songs he wrote yeah. 200 years ago with different lyrics, fairly <laughs> saucy lyrics. Uh, and then you got uh, uh, Guillermo, the familiar. He uh, is uh, another familiar has been turned as to vampire, which what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. She says, "Well, I'll turn everybody within a few days. Just come and, join my uh, my crew." And uh, it, it unravels. I really, really like this one. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to give uh, it an eight. Yeah, cool. Uh, so I, I've been pretty happy with myself this year <laughs> just want to pat myself on the yeah. back uh no I, i've been trying to not just watch random films i'm trying to every time put together a theme so 
And I've been almost, other than the shit I'm watching on the bus or the shit that I'm forced to watch mm-hmm. for the show, I've been actually doing, uh, keeping up with it. So the, the theme this night uh, was, uh, I guess, possession, possession films, yeah. uh, either by witches or demons. So I, I started off uh, with Mausoleum from 1983. I did notice, too, I've been going through a lot of vinegar syndrome like they've been killing it in my opinion uh, they're they're a company that even when i don't love the releases i get something out of it like yeah. it, i might come away like that wasn't as good but there's something about them uh but yeah mausoleum's 83 uh it's pretty much this woman is possessed by a young child sorry this woman is as a young child is possessed by a demon you you just it's hinted that like the demon killed her mother and now we cut to 20 years later and all of a sudden she's at a bar and there's this kind of like drunk guy kind of harassing her, trying to dance with her. She tells him to fuck off pretty much. And even he bumps into her on the way out. And then as he's getting to her car, she stares at him with his angry face and her eyes turn green. And uh, all of a sudden his car bursts into flames awesome. and he burns alive. And then this, and then so this is like the whole movie. She starts like seducing pretty much her getting topless with her huge breasts a lot. <laughs> all right. Um, seducing all the men, like the house, the uh, landscapers and stuff around the house. There's like this creepy guy that's always kind of like grossly flirting. Ooh, in with her. Yeah, yeah, while her husband's there. But she invites him in and, and does her thing. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's really cool though, the effect with the green eyes and she kind of gets her face kind of demonic and throughout the movie it gets more demonic and demonic to, to the point where she's actually like this cool looking creature. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's got like, it's just insanity, great effects, um, but it's also like silly. A, a really funny moment where she wants this painting. The guy's like, oh, sorry, I already sold it. And she's like, no, I want it. He's like, I get that, but I'm sorry, but I already sold it. And she just takes it, runs off. He tries <laughs> to stop her. And then, of course, she uses her powers. Yeah, it's just it's just a really crazy movie. I, I'm kind of between seven and a half and eight on this. Oh, that good, eh? I, oh, wow. I actually, t- I, I talked about this a couple years ago on one of our Shocktobers, but I think mm-hmm. I watched it at the end of the night. It was like the third film. I was kind of tired. I remember saying that time that like, I, I need to revisit this. Um, I enjoyed it a lot more this time around. Like this, this is a, this is a beers. A gem? A pizza and beers movie, yeah, nice. for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did some other ones, but I'll get into those. I'll let you guys talk. I watched uh, Knuckle Bones. You've seen this before, and you were saying yeah, you yeah. wasn't that impressed with it. The, the premise seems so cool to me. They can summon this demon just by throwing the, the, the knuckle bones, like cursed knuckle bones, on a pentagram, and he arises, and they will bow to his will. Uh, the movie starts off with, I guess, German scientists trying to summon up knuckle bones, and it doesn't go as they expect it, and he actually ends up picking up a, a flamethrower and going... Hail Hitler as he torches them. So you know what kind of movie you're getting into. Right. It's not that great. I was <laughs> like, I had so I had high expectations for this fun what year movie. Was this? I guess it would be 2011, I think. Give me one second. It's su- it's super low, low budget. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember 2016. I, I had fun okay. with like the concept of it. It's just it is you, you low. You know, there's only budget. so much they can do with like. You know, this is not a million. This is not a million dollar yeah. movie. This is tens of thousands. Uh, uh, some of the, the the kills were great, but I, I just feel like there was no tension. It just felt like you were watching a, uh, a low budget film. Like I, I feel they probably could remake this and make it like more tense and terrifying because the concept is such an interesting idea of like it's almost like throwing craps with this demon like if you don't get it in the right angles of the pentagram he can control you but if you get in the right angles of the pentagram you control him like, yeah it's kind of like this board cool game cool idea I, I love these it's mm. weird because mixing the board game like Jumanji I think is a great film a great concept you could definitely like turn into a horror turn that film, into horror right? and they've tried many times there's, there's a couple there's the one with mm. uh, the girl from Reanimator I can't think of her name uh, the actress mm. uh, but it wasn't very good and then there's a, there's there's like two or three and every time I, I get excited on the concept and yeah. it just never 
I haven't found one that's done it yet. So mm-hmm. someone out there, do so it. I'm giving it a Knucklebones 5.5. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so I watched um, the the Fuchi movie House by the Cemetery. So this made our our top uh, slashers slashers uh, of all time. I, I think this was yeah. pretty high on Maddie's list uh, from 1981. Um, Doesn't this have Bob in it? Yes. <laughs> it that. has Bob in it. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> um, I, I have a, th- a theory now. So I know Kyle has always been kind of lukewarm on this one. There's a lot of screaming in this movie. Is it scream? Maybe screaming is I, yeah. like your kryptonite. Well, it is. Yeah, like I, I don't want to watch a movie where just someone scream for 20 minutes. It gets grating after a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get, like, it's a horror film, but, like, you know, you can be chased and not scream the whole time. <laughs> to be fair, though, I actually have this coming in 4K. I don't know if I'll get it before Shocktober, but I, I ordered it from UK, so Ooh, I have la, a, la. it coming yeah. in the mail. As usual, the opening sequence, Fuji tends to kill these opening sequences, yeah. and it's incredible. Uh, there's great score, great man atmosphere. The house is super cool. The mannequin is so fucking cool in this, right? Yeah. Like, um, but the, I, the I, plot's not there. I don't love it. I, I just wish in Fuji movies that no one opened their fucking mouths. <laughs> like, it, it's so hard to hear the dialogue, because... Bob's stuff is funny. This kid who who's dubbed like this the whole time. Oh boy! And that one's like at least funny. But everybody else is just like serious and dry, and they're telling these stories that I don't fucking care about. They're so basic, like his plotting device. I just give me some eyes getting gouged out. Give and, me some. Yeah, and whenever torture. he goes there, it's yeah. so cool. Like there, there's a scene in the kitchen where there's like a death. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the opening sequence got me and I was like oh this is gonna be so fucking kick ass and then it fuchied it up and the stupidity adds up and I eventually start like mind size wandering wandering a little a little bit I, I just can never really connect uh, but this is near near to the bottom unfortunately Maddie. oh yeah no no worries uh, for man Fucci for me I'm gonna give a six because I still the stuff he does good it's he, he's awesome. really awesome. It's just like I can't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like an adult film. You're not watching it for the dialogue. You're watching it for them fucking uh, the, the 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 murder, the sex, the gore, the the, the, yeah. the visual. Yeah. And I I felt like this one doesn't have as much visual as you you'd find. Yeah, in it doesn't have all the colors like the beyond the cinematography. Yeah, and... like the beyond, which I have similar issues. Mm. The set pieces are way bigger yeah. and better and. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a disappointment. I, I've always... He's got, like, all the right ingredients for somebody that I would love, and I never could go there. Like, I like The Beyond. I like Zombie have a lot. Have you seen New... Uh, what's that? Uh, the, the New York Ripper yeah, I haven't seen, no. Yeah, I think you're going to hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen City of the Living Dead, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, City of the Living Dead would would have been... That's probably my Slightly favorite. higher than this one. I think The Beyond is Beyond probably is my, favorite. my favorite. That or Zombie. Uh... They're about the same. Well, he he did do a bunch of like giallos that maybe your thing. The one that would be your thing is um, don't torture a duckling. No, uh, yeah, don't torture a duckling. I think that that's a lot of people's favorite. If you're looking for mm-hmm. like Fucci that actually has some kind of plot and acting, right? And it's not about the set pieces and the core. Yeah, like there's uh, the other one I've had on my list forever: a lizard in a woman's skin. Yeah, I like that one too. Uh, that that's a good giallo. It's one of one of my favorite giallos actually. So I'll keep going. They're not terrible movies. I'm just always like, fuck, this should be incredible, and which sometimes makes me more yeah. angry. I think he's a great director. I just don't think he cared about plot at all, really. Like, I think that means you're not a great director. <laughs> like, uh, like you're a great visual director. Direct- 
But really, the director is supposed to do everything. He's supposed to be in charge of every asset uh, that, that the film has and every person that's working on the set and ev- everything to do with making a movie. That's why when the direction for me is not just like how things are set up through, through mm-hmm. images, I think it, he's, he's supposed to make the plot better. Like that's his job. Um, I, well, he's uh, making his movies. Like I know I, every people still talk about Fucci. They don't talk about a lot of other directors. Yeah. So he did something right, right? Well, I'm not saying he, like he's such a great visual director. Yeah. He just isn't that great at the, the other aspects of of making yeah. the movies. Usually, I, I don't know. I think I would enjoy them better if they were silent films. I I, I wrote that on my Letterbox review, <laughs> and I I really do believe if if this was a silent film because he's so great at visuals. He could tell the story without people talking, but then he like will throw in these inane <laughs> conversations between the husband and wife that just make me want to kill myself. Um, this is probably the worst offender of that with him. And it's not like a giallo where it's really complex. Like the mystery is nothing in this. Right? Yeah, the, you're not watching this for plot. Anyways, I, I, I agree. Like he's got a style. He's got flair. I, I still like watching his movies, but I usually come out with one hand going, Why? <laughs> Uh, so what was the, uh, yeah, so second, the second second feature? film in the fe- the for the the um, possession is Beyond Evil from 1980, another Vinegar Syndrome release. Uh, this was directed by Herb Feed, who also did Graduation Day, oh, nice. Tomboy, and stars John Saxon and Linda Day George. I'm a fan of both of those mm. uh, people. Uh, so this one, Saxon George, uh, they're a couple. They moved to a small island off the coast of Philippines. And um, Saxon's business partner, who I thought was her ex, but then when I was reading up on it, no one else mentioned it. And I'm like, am I crazy? Doesn't matter. Anyways, he's promised them, you know, come here and work for me. And I'll, I'll, I got this uh, condo for you guys. And they get there and it's not ready. And, you know, Linda Day George kind of all pissed off about it. And he's like, guys, I'm sorry. I didn't get this for you. I got something better. He got, so he, he purchased this huge historic colonial Gothic mansion from this big home. Um, the only catch is that maybe it's supposedly haunted. You know, the, the <laughs> couple, couple lived there previously. She was a witch, and you know, the two the two of them killed each other. Um, anyways, it's your standard. Uh, Linda Day George becomes possessed um, and starts killing people. And this one, she shoots laser green lasers out of her eyes and shit. Um, and there's a demonic statue. that's kind of cool that keeps on like they throw it out and it keeps on appearing in the house. Well, that's kind of fun. But yeah, I don't know. It, it was missing kind of the insanity, like I've, coming off of Mausoleum. Like Mausoleum is the one I should have ended this night with. Yeah. Um, but then maybe you wouldn't have had as much energy to give yeah, Mausoleum th- th- that great that's score. True. But uh, yeah, th- this film, it, um, it, it was okay. Like I, I, I forget what I was going to give it. I didn't write down my ratings for these. I think this one I had at five, five and a half. Yeah. It, it was kind of like, you know, I like those actors, but it, it was just kind of, there's no, there's no reason to watch this over the 20 other possession films out there. Yeah. So I watched a movie that you watched this week, Basket Case 2. Okay, yeah. Which is a sequel to uh, Frank... Uh, Herrenhofer? Herrenhofer? Herrenhofer. Basket Case. Basket Case. That's what this movie's about. It's about a basket case, I say. <laughs> he took this insane concept of these conjoined twins that he had this... And it's uh, Hen and Lauder, Lauder sorry. Pardon? Head and Lauder is that's it, what I said, right? I, I, I it always getting mush, mushy. Yeah, you guys there. are just yelling over. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, sorry. Yes, yes. Go on with the plot. Okay, so the original movie is this guy who has like a brother that was attached to him, but he's almost like this like blob like creature with like hands and like uh, he doesn't speak. He just kind of grunts and growls, and he 
he's at lust for blood. He wants to kill all the doctors that separated him from his brother. Yep. They somehow took this concept and went batshit crazier with it where he they The first find, movie is fucking crazy. It's insane. This movie's more insane. They they leaned into like how crazy this is. They find uh, a whole group of people who are a uh, quote unquote. Uh, they call, they don't call themselves freaks, but I can't think of another term for it. They call they do call themselves. Oh, freaks. they call them freaks. Yeah. Okay, so they are these freaks, but they are like like almost like a sideshow esque freaks. Like yeah. they are Muppets. They are cartoonish. Yes, yeah, so they're all yeah, awesome, and, and they get brought in there because the last movie ends with like they're on the run. They've killed all these people. Mm. Um. It's weird. And then you've got these weird side characters like, a hundred smackers? You're going to pay me a hundred smackaroos? <laughs> it's awesome. Like, like everybody gets to, uh, um, a time to shine. All, yep. Except for maybe like the the journalist and... Oh, yeah. She's there to get murdered, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're for fodder. But the woman that runs this freak house... She is almost like uh, the girl from the ra- uh, what's that, the romper room. She is so calm demeanor, and she's like almost like like a, a kindergarten mom. But then when kinda... she kind of ramps up, she gets them into like this. She becomes Fury. General Patton. Yeah, it's and, amazing. Like, these speeches about like now is our time. We're no longer hiding the shadows. That and this... one speech is incredible, and the way they shoot it, I do find this one misses a little bit of the grit of New York. No, no, this movie is definitely like a, it's not for family, but it's more uh, cartoonish <laughs> yes. than the first one None was. of these movies are for the, for the children. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. I feel I watched this when I was really young. I don't remember this. I remember the third one very well. I've, I've never seen this. That I've explains all, okay. so much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, it, just a bizarre movie, but I kind of get on its wavelength. Right. Uh, like, there's one of the most grotesque sex scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, it is awesome. It's pretty much these two freaks, and they, they are going at it. Like, it, it goes on for, like, five minutes. So long, and there's a uh, juxtaposed other supposed to be lovey-dovey scene. Like, is it hot? Up, well, yeah, is it spanking <laughs> No, or? no, it is definitely not. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Hey, man, we're not here to like kink shame or anything. Yeah, we're not but, judging. Like, if that's your thing. Hey, I am. I'll, all I'll check for out it. that scene and let you know how it went. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna seven point five because there is one scene where there's this guy in a bar. He's like, "We need to get you out of here." It starts oh, off yeah. with like this like small intense scene. It's almost like heat. These two guys are facing off each other. He's like, "Well, what am I normal? What about this guy, the bartender?" I think it turns out it's one of the freaks too. He's like, "Oh no!" It turns out everyone in the bar was like one of the freaks. Oh, and these freaks are so. Awesomely designed. Yes, like I had s- the effects. I don't find are as good as the first one no, either. I, I feel they're like let's just make this like Muppets and yeah. like turn them like not scary. Like they are scary a little bit. Like I don't know. Kind of in like yeah. if Grimace went off. Yeah, rotten gri- Grimace. Right. It's the lead from the first film in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. He's in all three. And I have, have you seen <laughs> seen this yet? No, Any of them? I've only seen the first one. Uh, okay, oh, so you have seen the first yeah. one. Did you watch that for the... I watched it recently, like the past couple of months. I think you yeah. should watch this. Like, I'm going to give it a 7.5. I have really dug it. I think I'm going to give it a 7. So this was my second last movie I watched uh, on October 11th, so I'm really jumping ahead. But yeah, yeah uh, I... I Dug this way more. Then you Maddie, thought you would, right? Maddie keeps throwing these names into. The, he did this last year to me, like movies that I really not super excited. This one was probably the most I've seen. Yeah. Uh, want, wanted to see. I figured you'd dig this. And one. And I did. I dug it. And I, yeah. Kyle. Uh, so yeah, I just one more. I finished off that night because th- I think the night we recorded or no, we no. recorded the next day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so sorry, I did do one more movie that night and uh, yeah. Now, the, the third possession film uh, from 1978, Terror. This is directed by um, Warren J. 
sorry, Norman J. Warren, who's the director I've been meaning to check out his work. His Vinegar Syndrome put out all his stuff. I think Indicator dedicated a whole box set to him. He did like Satan's Slave. Oh, awesome. Pray and Semnoid, Bloody New Year. Like some of those are films like in Semnoid or, or Pray that, you know, might even be more Adam's thing I've heard where they're mm. kind of, they're more of the artistic side of horror. Um, they're they're different than what you think, and and this one was also written by David McGilvery, who uh, wrote Frightmare that we really oh, enjoyed. Awesome. Uh, the Pete Walker he did he wrote actually a bunch of Pete Walker films. Anyways, this one opens up. Uh, there's a witch being burned at the stake. She escapes and enacts revenge, only for it to be revealed that this is all film. And then you know you pull out, and the, the director's having a party, showing off the film, and he reveals that you know this was it's kind of loosely based on from what he's heard of his history. That maybe there was a witch in his his family history, and then uh, there's a hypnotist at the party, and they hypnotize, I guess, his cousin, and she picks up like a sword and goes crazy and tries to attack um, her cousin um, before you know she snaps out of it, and then you know she's embarrassed and runs off at the party that night. Though someone is murdered, and you don't know who did it, and now someone is going around murdering people, brutally murdering people, um, sometimes with kind of supernatural, you know, making things float and stuff. Um, that relate to to that woman. So you don't know, is she part of it or is it just Mm -hmm. someone trying to frame her? Um, Yeah, it was okay. I I liked it more than the last one, but again, it wasn't, it didn't stand out to me too much. There was no mausoleum? No, no no mausoleum. No no, no woman with like, I forgot to mention mausoleum, like there's one scene where she's full demon, but she also has little demons Faces oh, on her demon tits. tits. Oh. So, um, yeah, that, that movie's insane. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give this one six six pumpkins out of ten. Uh, have we been saying pumpkins? <laughs> oh, we haven't. They, they, we, yeah. We've been messing up. Yeah. We call yeah, them uh, d- double demons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, six pumpkins for this one. Yeah, definitely Mausoleum is is was the, the hit of the three for me. But I'm, I'm curious for sure to still check out more of Norman J. Warren's stuff because there's, there's some interesting stuff in there. That sounds awesome. I uh, watched... Uh, <laughs> Of what we do in the shadows, episode six, uh, on the run. We talked about that last week. Yeah, where he becomes Johnny uh, Daytona. I love so, yeah, that episode. Fucking awesome! I'm giving it eight pumpkins. Like so much fun. If you want to hear our thoughts on it, you can check out last episode. Uh, yeah, so good. Is that it for you? That's it for me. All right, so we're on to October six. What do you guys got? They're supposed to be ready. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. God damn, Kyle's going first. He's got a big number, folks. Don't worry, this is some... We taped that night. <laughs> this is epi- some episodes. So this like the some one- yeah, episodes. Again, this is like the one day where I get in. I got in a couple episodes. <laughs> All right, well, go ahead with your episodes. We taped a three-hour episode that night. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm, t- I'm totally unprepared. I'm sorry, here. yeah. Um, so You lose a point. That's it. <laughs> Uh, so I, I uh, again going with uh, trying to, the theme. Uh, this theme was just kind of nothing special here. I wanted like kind of a creature monster movie. So I started off with uh, I was listening to a podcast and they were really like revving up this this movie from 1997 called The Relic, and it's one I, I had never seen. Always wanted to see. Do you guys recall uh, yeah, The Relic? I, I do remember The Relic. Is this is it West? No, not Del Toro. West no, this you're thinking of. Um, that was a mimic. That, mimic. Th- that was mimic. a mimic. Was I think yeah. that came out around the same time. So this one uh, stars Tom Sizemore as like the the detective in it. Uh, Penelope okay. Ann Miller, who's been in a bunch of stuff. She's the um, she's working at the museum, and then uh, there's there's a bunch of other actor uh, actors mm-hmm. and actresses. Linda Hunt's in there, like th- that you'll probably recognize. But yeah, it, it's pretty much it opens up this archaeologist is uh you know is 
there's here and there, there's this tribe and they're worshiping some kind of statue of some creature. And then we cut to he's trying to stop um, whatever, you know, uh, boxes he has getting transported on this, this ship. Um, and then he dies. And now we cut to the museum. They've received the boxes, but they're like, ah, they were empty. There was nothing in it, but these leaves. And they notice there's these little like kind of... Leaves or leaves? Leaves, sorry. Leaves. Leaves. So it is kind of like life's a bitch and then you die. That's why we puff lie. So this is the lie they find. Because you never know when you're going to go. <laughs> Don't know what you're right? talking about. But <laughs> well, it, you know... You think, what, what three, six mafia song are you talking about? <laughs> It's Nas, baby. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, Kyle. Uh, go, yeah, sorry, he got possessed by the ghost of Nas. <laughs> R.I.P. Oh, Nas. Man. We just we're breaking it here. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, it's pretty much your standard. These uh, th- this creature gets loose, uh, and this museum is having this big event, uh, and they're trying to you know get get some funds. Uh, you know, they have a bunch of like rich people come in stuff, so they need to. This has to be a big event for them they can't even mess up and this monster is released uh and kills off people i, I forgot to mention this is directed by peter himes who has a whole shitload of stuff everything from busting which i enjoyed capricorn one time oh, wow. cop to time cop uh he's running <laughs> scared uh just a weird eclectic yeah. mix. stay tuned huh and the days um yeah anyways uh yeah i i really dug this film. I, yeah. I was surprised. The monster looks great. Like, I'm thinking 1997. That's like the pinnacle of shitty yeah. CGI yeah. movies. This movie is actually mostly practical and the the, the CGI, the, the, like, I never, there was not like one shot really I can't think of that was mm. like, oh, that looks like shit. Like, it all looked good. Um, the monster looked cool. It had good tension. I, I feel like it was a little long. I feel like it's like, I think it's just shy of two hours. Yeah, it's 110 yeah. minutes, which... A little long for this type of movie, um, but outside of that, I, I dug it. I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. It's uh, yeah. it's a recommend for me. It's it's one I'm going to um, check out again. Check yeah, throw in the monster mix when that's a recommend, a folks. <laughs> again, just I wish that you cut down twenty minutes. That could have been an eight, eight, eight and a half. Chatty, watching. you go. I watched uh, The Addiction. We talked about it last week. Uh, I forget the cast's name. Abel Ferrer. Abel Ferrer. This addiction about pretty much uh, 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 comparison like vampires to uh, drug addiction. We were talking about last week. His most um, uh, <laughs> pretentious vampire movie I have ever seen. I had a hard time. It's shot in black and white. People are talking about the the fate of everything. There's like real world footage of like war atrocities thrown in there just yeah, the for, holocaust stuff yeah, yeah for what i guess to really like really bring the fact home how humanity sucks is like terrible and everything but humanity sucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, the, what i loved about this movie was the streets in new york man like they really uh he's he knew how to shoot that of, yeah in the 90s new york must have been like amazing to hang out at or like terrifying as well like well, it's kind of in between, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's not... It's not the I love New York, uh, New York everywhere after, like, the post-9-11. It's still a bit gritty. And, yeah, like, but it's, still not, a lot of drugs. it's not so it's gritty. It's not the 70s. Uh, it's not burnt-out buildings yeah. everywhere either. So, mm-hmm. so But, yeah, you... I, I'm going to give it a 6.5. I really had a hard time getting to, like, these characters. I, I, I feel like I might have to go back in and give it a second watch because it's really... Uh, because I think it's the l- it's so full of itself that you have to like oh wait, 
it's making fun of itself no. as it goes along. Yeah, like there's some meta mm-hmm. stuff that's going on with all of that. But you got to really put on like your your uh, your filmography because yeah. some of it is and yeah. some of it isn't, right? Yeah. So where's the viewpoint? I I I'd be curious to watch this again and see mm. like how because it it changes when you get to walk in. We talked about yeah, Christopher yeah, Walken you got and it. And how it's being shot, and it's like, oh, so now we're at the real viewpoint. He's telling the real shit here. Yeah, everything else we were hearing was kind of like uh, the first postgrad. I would say first year philosophy. Bi- uh, psycho Bible. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. I only watched one because we taped, and I'm not a fucking psychopath. I'm going to have a psychopath day, so you, yeah. you can throw this right back at me. Yeah. Uh, the Curse of the Cat People. Um, I, I'm a big, big, big fan of the original uh, Cat People. <laughs> Is it dying alone in your apartment having your cats eat you? Yeah. <laughs> no one's visited you in six years? That's basically the plot yeah. of the first one. Anyways, I, I won't get into too much of the plot it, other than to say like it's the characters from the first one, but this is not the first movie <laughs> At all. At all. It's so weird. It's And I've read now about Val Luton wanted to make this movie about a girl and an imaginary friend and how that sort of relationship kind of builds her up mm. and how she's misunderstood because, because of that. But RKO wanted cat people too, right? So they're having to make cat people too with this like almost like an Alice in Wonderland thing that's it's, going on. Seems like a mess. It, it's a mess, but there's like a lot of great stuff in here. But like, then you get like the horror stuff. They have to bring the back, the hunchback, and Notre Dame is around, and uh. that like there's all this kind of thrown in <laughs> stuff. Like, we got it. Oh yeah, right, right. We're making a horror movie, so the woman next door, she's gonna do this spooky thing with the, this girl, <laughs> and she thinks her daughter is an imposter, and that's gonna be like tension. Uh, very, but really, the stuff that works really well is the the kind of relationship this girl the girl that's the lead who i've never i, I what's amy reed i think is her name I, I i don't remember seeing her anything i guess i've seen a married a witch but i don't remember she's unbelievable one of those kid acting performances of all time oh yeah and that kind of lifts it up for me um robert wise who, who you know the famous director who's done everything from the haunting to west side story to star trek uh the setup, like millions and millions yeah. of great movies. This is his first directing role. Oh, that really? He co-directed with somebody else because I think they were like, this guy doesn't get it. Let's get this guy. And both of them were like, why are we making two different movies at the same time with the same cast that have to do different things? So I'm going to give it 6.5. It, it's definitely like a flawed production. Yeah. I watched that from 2022, uh, I think. The Candyman uh, reboot, I guess it would be, or Candyman... Sequel. I guess it would be a sequel. Yeah. But it doesn't really follow the line of... <clears throat> Anyways, I really dig this movie. I know I, you guys have like problems with it, but I think it's like so, so beautifully... And it's the small things about this movie that make it like really appealing to me. Like he, and like he, and the whole movie, like you see any reflection, there's something going on in the reflection in every like scene. Mm. Even when the Candyman's not around, they're still like, oh, what was that? Was that a bee in the reflection? Like, I, I really had fun with this movie. It takes place. I think this was your. Was this your number one of I, that year? I think it was for horror. It might yeah. have been, yeah. So it takes place, I guess, thirty years after the uh, Candyman murders of the nineties. I guess, yeah, thirty years at this point. Yeah. And the, at this point, it's all but a myth. So this guy is uh, he's an artist trying to make his way in this newly uh, rejectified Caprini Greens, where he's an artist trying to make his way, and uh, he gets word of this Candyman murder. So like he gets 
he dives deep into the mythology of Candyman and he, lo and behold, summons him and it all goes batshit crazy. And yeah, it's, I, it's cool. I, I like the setup because, mm-hmm. you know, th- this is actually showing what's happened in New York, what yeah. would happen to a myth at, at the same time. You got it. I, I, my problem, as I recall, was how things kind of have to escalate really, really quickly. And it felt like, well, I guess we got to put, you know, a half a movie into like five minutes at the end there. Like it's really quick at the they end. They really do like uh, walk you through it. Like well, or rush you through it, I guess. But like there was one scene where like you see him be Candyman as walk around this police car that is so beautifully shot where the reflection is all the different uh, entities of right. what he's been in the past. I'm like that was so cool. I, I'm going to, yeah. I, I definitely will reapproach this one because mm. I, I was, um, I liked a lot, but didn't like a lot. I, I feel, mm-hmm. like, but a lot of the stuff that I liked have stuck with me. There's that one kill in the in the condo. That, that, you, that was so because it's a crane shot that pulls away, so you don't see it. You just kind of like, oh, did I just see that? Yeah. Like, and I love the fact he's not walking; he's kind of floating everywhere he goes, which is such a creepy look for a, a monster. Yeah, um, I I, I uh, mm-hmm. feel like it it deserves. I, I, rewatch. I, I know you're not alone here. There, mm-hmm. There's definitely big, big fans of this one. So I, I'm getting an eight. Like, I really enjoyed this movie. And again, I, I love Candyman, too. And you throw in a puppet show. I am all about, like, uh, spooky <laughs> pu- puppet shows this year, man. That's, that's my jam. Rod, what else did you watch, buddy? He watched uh, a lot. He's going to have to really uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> carry this, this day. <laughs> so, yeah, I followed up the, the creature feature with uh, The Cellar from 1988. Uh, this is directed by, uh, what's his name, Kevin S. Sorry, Ke- Kevin Tenney, who uh, we ta- I talked about last week. He directed Witch Trap. He also did Witchboard and Night of the Demons. Um, didn't really love Witch Trap, but, uh, you know, Witchboard and Night of the Demons are fun. Uh, How this, this one, one hold that for you? So this one, again, another Vinegar Syndrome title. This is one where I heard, like, there was, I guess they took the, way, the film away from him. The producer released, like, a cut. So I think this is kind of him being able to go back and release the movie he wanted to. Um, I, I, I never seen it before, so I don't know the difference. But, yeah, it's pretty much this monster that... Um, uh, indigenous people. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that they call them Comanche Indians in this, but uh, they, they created this creature, and it was created to uh, take care of the white man. But it turns out it didn't mm. discriminate and started just killing everyone. So they had to. They've got it held under control with like the spear with a rabbit's foot or whatever that's keeping it held in the ground. But uh, yeah, some kid or something steals the, the rabbit's foot, and the, and the creature is released. Um, and uh, yeah, the, this man moves into the the, the house uh, right by w- where the creature is, um, with his pregnant wife. I think his wife is pregnant. I did it, whatever, and yeah. and and a young boy. Um, and yeah, this creature is is coming out, killing people, and the bo- no one believes the boy. Uh, the dad is played by Patrick Kilpatrick, who you'll probably recognize from tons of. I think he was. Do you remember the the sand? I think he was a Sandman in that Van Damme movie Double. Oh, uh, it, um, oh, Death Warren. Death, Death Warren. I think, I think it's him. But he, I know he, he's a guy you'll recognize right away. Like he was always yeah, a bad but... guy in tons of tons of things. Um, but he's a dad in this, and he kind of like he's got a lot going on. So he's becoming more stressed. He only gets to see his boy once in a while, and now he's taking it out on his boy because everything's going wrong. He just lost his job, and now this boy is claiming this this monster exists. So, uh, yeah, it, I uh, I enjoyed this one. Um, the, the creature effects again on it. Like it had a no budget, tons of problems. I, I thought it looked cool. Uh, I'm gonna give it seven pumpkins out of ten. I enjoyed it. Oh, awesome! 
Well, what else did you watch, buddy? You keep uh, going. Yeah, I did a couple episodes, which I'll race through. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to go through The Simpsons, just like the, the good ones. So yeah. last week I covered the, the first episode. So I did the second Treehouse of Horror from 1991 from season three. This has the monkey's paw, the Bart zone, and If I Only Had a Brain, um, which is the Frankenstein mm-hmm. uh, parody. Uh, yeah, it, it's a it, it's Oh, it's a Dracula one. and Frankenstein, isn't it? No, 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 wait, no, no, no it was Frankenstein. That's a different yeah, one. I think it's a different one. So yeah, I, the monkey's paw is fun. The Bard Zone, of course, parody of the Twilight Zone. Good mm-hmm. Life is fun. But yeah, if I only had a brain, it is the the, the most horror kind of Halloween one for mm-hmm. me. Um, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. Um, I, I like all the stories, but I do like when they go more horror. Yeah. Um, I, and then I, I needed to get in that at that point to get that uh, that short I watched last time. So I did watch the Disney. Um, it's like twelve minutes or something like that. Trick or treat. Uh, trick or treat for nineteen fifty. Yeah, I like that. That's I a actually classic. watched that. Uh, well, this morning, so we'll talk yeah. about it next week. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a classic. It's one of the few like you know just put you in that Halloween feel. It really does. It looks so spooky too with the, yeah. uh, like the, the, the uh, fence post turning into ghosts like yeah. the, the jack-o'-lantern becoming alive. It's pretty, what are they? The yeah. the, the, the nephews of... Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Like are they Scrooge's nephews or yeah. Donald's nephews? I don't know the whole story. Anyways, they come trick-or-treating to Donald's house and he's he pulls a prank on them. And he's laughing at them. And he's... then the, the witch comes by, they get her help and... Uh, and then he pull he's he pulls a prank on her and she's not going to stand for it and it's just uh, yeah it, it's fun seven pumpkins out of ten and then uh, the the other Simpsons I did was Trails of Horror three from ninety two this is from season four this is uh, one of my favorite uh, Trails of Horror it has Clown Without Pity which is pretty much a killer crusty doll yeah. a lot of fun a great scene where King he's Kong. buying the. Uh, the um <laughs> the frozen the doll yogurt. from the end. Yeah, it's like the scene from Gremlins, the shop from Gremlins. Um, uh, yeah, it has King Homer, of course, uh, which is great, and it's it's done black and white. And then Dial Z for Zombies, which might even be my favorite. That That's is really so, good. That is so many hilarious lines. Like you just killed Zombie Flanders. He was a zombie. zombie? <laughs> um, there's just a lot of great stuff. I'm gonna give it eight and a half pumpkins out of ten. And uh, do you guys have more, or should I keep going? I think that's it for me. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Okay, uh, so I did. Um, now this is a I, this is a double feature that doesn't really go together. Um, I did. <laughs> I just two films I wanted to watch. So um, I did from uh, 2001, Elvira's Haunted Hills. Now, if anyone's listening to the show, I'm a huge fan of the original mm-hmm. Elvira Mistress of the Dark film. It, it made my top 100 horror. I think it's one of the best horror comedies. It works for me and on every level. Um, uh, this this one not so much, and I I've, I heard that about it. That's why I, I kind of have so you off never watched it. this before. No, I, I never picked it up. Um, I, I heard it. Yeah, it's got a budget of one point five million. I remember being like, I think it's something where they went and filmed in another country, and like it just yeah. felt like one of those things that they put together on a super low budget what they could. I don't think it really has too many recognized. I guess there's a couple actors you might recognize, but it's it's pretty much Elvira in this one. No no relation to the last film in this one. Um. I think it's supposed to be yeah, it's set in 1851, and she's she and her servant uh, there go to like this gothic uh, castle, and they stay there, and hijinks ensue. I, I don't have too much to say, but I didn't find it that funny. I found like whereas Elvira in the other film, she's like kind of likable, and she's yeah. trying to help out the kids from like the snooty town people. And this one, Elvira is just kind of like the snooty bitch, like to her servant, she's constantly mean to, and and yeah, it just. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's not completely unwatchable, but it's definitely a huge drop. I'm going to give it five and a half pumpkins. That it she was out of touch by then, you know? Yeah. Too much uh, too much fame, too much cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it really went right to her head, right? Um, and then, uh, yeah, I finished off the night with uh, from 1994, Mosquito. 
again, this is a, a film I've been wanting to watch for a while. Snaps put out on What's it about? Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> it's about, yeah, giant mosquitoes. Tiny little vampires. I think it's like it opens up in space or something, and if I remember correctly, and it comes down, crashes, um, and then the mosquito, like this meteor ship or something, and these mosquitoes get into it, and you have giant mosquitoes. It's a lot of fucking fun. It has Gunnar Hansen. He's oh, awesome. He's in there, of course, Leatherface. Um, and he plays uh, a convict that uh, ends up, they all have to work together. But there's, of course, you got a scene where he goes, pulls out the, the chainsaw and yeah. he's like, ah, it feels like it's been about 20 years since I've really used <laughs> one of these or something. And he's chainsawing the, the mosquitoes. Um, he's chainsawing mosquitoes, oh, yeah. Right? Th- this movie is just kind of like insane. Like, this is a great, just fun nature. This is what you want when you're watching these type of films. I mean, the acting story, who cares? It's not terrible. It's not good. Um, But you just want to see these people and and getting attacked by giant mosquitoes. All the effects are really great. There's some great gore effects. Um, Like, because when the the mosquitoes suck you, they suck your blood to the point where, like, you literally shrivel shrivel up um, and your your, your eyes pop out and stuff. It's great. Um, Yeah, I I had a blast with this. I'm going to give it, uh, again, it's between. Seven, seven and a half. Oh, like like maybe not eh? rewatch this can even get up to an yeah. eight for me. Like I, I was just so entertained by this. Hmm. Uh so yeah, that's how I ended off. Have you night. guys ever watched Scrubs? No. I don't understand this show at all. I watched uh, from uh season two, episode six, My Big Brother. I think I've seen an episode or two and I I, I guess sitcoms yeah. is one of the things if you if you don't watch it when it's actually on the air, it's hard to really uh get in the Go mindset yeah. of this show. Uh it pretty much takes place on Halloween, but there's not a whole lot of yeah. Halloween going on in this one. It's pretty much the guy's big brother comes and he's I watched this last he's year. He's not a doctor, so he's impressed. upset. Like, but there was one scene where, like, there's one guy dressed as a gorilla who keeps pulling pranks, and they don't know who he is, and it, he's just kind of picking on people. I, I don't whatnot. know. I could see like yeah. it having potential, even though it's not mm-hmm. a good Halloween episode. Like, there's some. I feel like one of those yeah. shows that if you got to know the characters, maybe you'd like it more. Yeah, that's the impression I got from and it. But I don't know if I. It is so quirky. Yeah. Like that, that. Like kind of a, it's. It's hard to. It, that the flow is really jilted for me because it's almost like Family Guy when it goes to like uh, clips of like right. other things happening and like uh, voiceovers of what's happening. It's like ah, it's a bit too quirky and uh, disjointed for my liking. I'm giving it five. Cool. Is that it so for that's, you? That's it. That that's is it, it for me. For the, uh... Okay, so we are moving on to October seventh. Oh, October the seventh. Okay. Uh, well, I'll 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 jump in because I just talked a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kyle talked a lot. I know this is um, going to be this is a great day for a me, bastion so. of, of of safety. Uh, I watched from 1934, William Nye's House of Mystery. Um, Wait, Bill Nye directed a movie in 1934. Is what yeah. you're telling me? Yeah, it's crazy. All right, I'm also going to talk about his uh, when he was in a, a Scooby Doo movie later. But uh, no, no, oh, they're going to say a ska band. <laughs> <laughs> Ska's not fucking. That's a dead little. Yet. That's a little preview to you know, little foreshadowing. Nice. So this movie basically takes place. It's uh, it starts off fairly terrible and, and horribly racist. About like this this explore, drunk explorer guy that's going to like take things out of crypts and and uh, anyways he comes back to America and he says now he's been cursed and the curse is real and that's why he can't pay all these investors that he was going to bring back stuff and he's in a wheelchair and it basically ends up being a haunted house movie which is oh, fun oh that's kind of dope and it 
there's a lot of like kind of witty, quick dialogue that I really enjoyed. Um, you know, there's two cops. It's the, almost the opposite of another movie I'm going to talk about later where I hate these two cops. In this one, there's actually three cops, and the one cop will say something, and then the other two kind of mimic what he's saying. It's also ridiculous. And it's just, <laughs> like, like, yeah, we need to show this house. We need to search this house. We need to search this house. <laughs> like, it's like kind of like that, balls. but it'll be like, no, no, but they're not busting his balls. Uh, so they're they're in on it, but they, uh, it gets more and more ridiculous. It's uh, like, no apes, no apes, no apes. <laughs> or like, uh, yeah. It's almost Three Stooges-esque without mm-hmm. the constant uh, eye poking um the plot is pretty basic and and uh and, and not not the greatest but i i did enjoy uh i i was really like the opening five minutes were like oh fuck and it was kind of a bad transfer and sometimes old movies I th- i'm thinking well after the first five minutes they usually get better and it did get better but it didn't oh, get that much better in terms of the transfer quality that i watched um i'm gonna get 5.5 pumpkins yeah um, but potential, and I, I still had five, but I, I, I fun with it. I just don't know if I'd ever go back. The title sounded interesting, but mm-hmm. uh, it's it, I. You might get a kick, but I wait till somebody somebody's gonna yeah. re-release it. It's it's right. uh, that that got directors kind of for horror is starting to pop up a lot. Hmm. Uh, I, I did some movies, but I'll just quickly jump in with this. I did do another Simpsons Trials of Horror. This is now number four from season five, nineteen ninety three. This may be. My favorite? favorite? I don't know. Like this, all all these like around this era are all yeah. like pretty incredible. Uh, this has the devil and Homer Simpson, where he uh, sells his soul for a donut, but then realizes, wait, if I don't finish this donut, you don't get my soul, <laughs> right? So he keeps the last piece, but of course, Homer, being an idiot, wakes up in the middle of the night hungry, eats a donut, and eats a donut. Um, and Flanders is the devil, is the joke there. Uh, Terror at five and a half feet, which is of course a parody of the Twilight Zone with a gremlin on the plane, yeah. only it's on the school bus. Yeah, and it's so good. And then Bart Simpson's Dracula, which again, one of my favorite uh, segments where they awesome. do the Bram Stoker version, but with the Simpsons and and um, uh, who is it? Uh, Monty Burns. Yeah, Burns and Smithers are. Uh, yeah, Burns is, is the uh, Dracula with the giant the, bouffant the giant haircut. Hair. Uh, yeah, so much fun. Uh, eight and a half pumpkins out of ten. Awesome. So cool. Yeah, it's so sad. Like, all those Gerald's Horror, it's like, man, they were so good. Yeah. You were getting, like, three good stories. And if one of them wasn't, if one of them was just pretty good, it's like all the other ones made up for yeah. it. And they were all, like, based on horror. Uh, these ones, you're lucky Twilight if Zone you get and, one. Yeah. Actually, I like their take on it, actually. I, I think when they fun. stopped parroting Twilight Zone is when they, they yeah. lost. Because up to this point, like almost every one of these has at least one I guess Twilight Zone parody. You're you're leaving, uh, I don't know, like you, the writers at that age would have been where they would have watched repeats of Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. The writers now, I imagine, are either crusty old men yeah. They don't give a fuck, and mm-hmm. why they're still writing comedy is probably depressing to them. Yeah, that makes sense. Because uh, where most of their peers have gone on to do whatever the fuck they wanted to do, mm-hmm. or they're young people that don't know what the fucking Twilight Zone. But is. young people, you think would be—I I get maybe not Twilight Zone, but you think would be getting like parodies of every '80s movie, and it, it just seems like they're just doing whatever is current, which is so bad. Right, yeah. Maddie. I watched uh, what we do in the shadows, the return that we just talked about. Nice. I also watched. Um, from season two, episode six of Modern Family, Halloween. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, I kind of dig this one. I totally forget what this was about. This is the open house of horror. I've never too. watched any of these. Oh, and, okay. And, and they were kind of known for their Halloween yeah, episodes. Yeah, you should definitely check you this one out. you never seen the show at all? I saw the first oh, okay. season, and then I kind of gave up. Oh. Yeah, like the, the Halloween episodes are actually pretty good, and you kind of understand who the family are, so you're not like, wow, what's going on? They actually do Halloween really well. This one's just pretty much basic, fun Halloween. I, I totally forget what happens. I should have wrote down the plot, but... <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. doesn't matter. It starts off with a really cool prank with the... Uh, and Yeah. I, I I don't even know what to give it. Seven pumpkins. Um. So I I then watched the house that dreaded sundown, uh, which I think just missed our top hundred slashers. Um, the town. The town that dreaded sundown. I thought I said the house. Oh, did I say the house? Yeah. Oh, sorry. The town. I, 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 that sounds like a cool sequel, actually. Well, let's get on it. Yeah. Uh, the, the town that dreaded sundown. Mm. Uh, this this is one that. I I dug like it's got an it's got an odd tone, um, <laughs> like it's kind of documentary style mm-hmm. in a way. It, it's it's shot documentary style because like all the kills can happen during the day and like so, actually at night as well. Yeah, but like the the, the killer. Well, is, this is this is a true story. Yeah. Like all these all these murders are pretty. The, I think like some of them are, are ramped yeah, up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. the one in. Uh, the car, the the car, and then the woods at night. Mm-hmm. It's incredible how well they do it. This must have been an influence. And I don't know if you guys would know on Zodiac. It has to be. It has to be right. Like, well, I think they're both just true. I just I don't think, think they caught this guy either. This is a. I don't think they ever. The, caught this the, guy the, the same guy, maybe. Like, it seems very similar. I I just think like the tone of this has similarities to Z- Zodiac mm. as well, except. The bumbling coughs. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this is another bumbling cough. I kind of like the bumbling coughs in this. That I was feel the thing like, in the seventies, I guess, yeah. where like they felt they needed it to keep mm. it from being too too dark. Yeah. Now I, I wondered because this is not a favorite of yours, Kyle. And again, no, I, there's a lot is that of true? screaming. What did I give it. I, I thought I gave. I it think a good only one. three. Okay. Hmm. And I th- didn't you rewatch this one recently? No, I, I wanted to. No, t- twenty uh, twenty one. Okay. I think when we were doing our top hundred of all time. Okay, uh, I, I think I think this is like a high three though, because right. I thought I gave it a three and a half. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of screaming in this. I don't think that's a problem in this one. I think this one it is just like it is a tonal thing. I think like it kind of mixes the goofy with. Uh, yeah, I, I think if it ju- just went like Ben Johnson is amazing as the mm-hmm. detective that comes into town in the white suit. Like he's he, yeah. he's a uh, old western actor. He's in terror. Train too is he's yeah, the best yeah, part yeah, of Terra yeah. Train, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Um, uh, like he's great in this. He's just got a way of like he he can be a little bit light and jokey, but it's it seems not like you're in a yeah. that one cop who's kind of like a bit of a the bumbling fella, like the uh, yeah when he just cra- yeah, the, the no don knots. The his, other thing is, yeah. no one in this town can actually drive. No one drives like uh, well. Like you're always yeah. seeing people just like like. Like <laughs> swerving and just average drivers. Why can no one drive? Were cars that much more difficult in Texas in the 40s? It's Texas. It's our Arkansas, man. It's the way it goes. They don't have to drive on the it road. It becomes like, at first it was like, that's odd. Why is that car mm. in the background swerving everywhere? And then it just kept happening to the point where it becomes a plot device in the movie. It must mm. be on purpose. Anyways, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins. Uh, cool. Didn't quite reach the, the height but this would have made my top 100 slashers for sure that it does have one of the greatest posters as well oh yeah i used oh, yeah. to have the original poster and it got ruined unfortunately but yeah it's great 
Um, I, I guess I, sh- I should jump in here. So yeah. I, I did a, a little movie fest here. Um, I, I, how do, what do I describe these movies? Um, Tubular? <laughs> no, bogus? They all are connected because they're all about digging up a corpse and <laughs> bringing it back uh, to your home. All right. Um, <laughs> you can describe them as sexy if you want. So I started off uh, with, a, with a banger for 1988, Blood Delirium, again, another vinegar <laughs> syndrome. Uh, directed by Sergio Bergenzelli. Um, I, I guess he directed a bunch of films, but w- what he's most known for, I guess, he directed and produced all this stuff. He's actually the first producer to f- do a full Italian spaghetti western in, in Italy. Um, sorry, spaghetti western in Italy. Awesome. Um, I guess he was the first yeah, one spaghetti, to produce. Yeah, spaghetti, right? That's his, <laughs> uh, the, his, his movie. So this film opens up. There's this woman, and she's cleaning the house, and she decides, well, let me just take off my top and do. and do it in my laundry. So right away I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then this like crystal or something lights up and she's, someone's talking to her from the future. And I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? She's got the blood delirium. You have this uh, pa- famous painter, they call the maestro. <laughs> um, and his wife, his wife dies and you find out that the maid uh, is putting, a, is, you know, stabbing a doll, a voodoo doll and is killing off the wife um, sorry, that, that's wrong. I'm getting mixed up because I watched four of these fucking things. <laughs> Holy moly! Uh, this one, uh, watched f- four of them, four of them. Oh my god! <laughs> so this one, the wife, the sorry, this one, the wife dies. Um, the maestro's wife dies, and now he's lost his inspiration for painting. So this, this, the, the, he brings the corpse. He's got it in the middle of his living room, and he's just going to go play. Try, he's trying to play piano. Um. And uh, his servant comes into the room while the guy's playing, and the guy doesn't recognize the servants in the room, and he starts sniffing the body. Then uh. he starts groping the body. Oh, then he no. pulls up the dress, and he starts like... Oh, no. Next thing you know, the maestro fucking turns around, and the servant is on top. <laughs> oh, boy. Like I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on in this and, film? And this, this one would have been <laughs> earlier in the day, I'm guessing. So you watch yeah. this with your sons? Uh, no, they they were probably they were probably upstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, like scared to come downstairs. Yeah, what is Daddy watching again? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's like a tiny bit of the insanity of this fucking film. So was this played for laughs? Like, was it like doom 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 doom? No, As he, like, it, he, no, like, hold, no. Yeah. It's it's uh. Anyways, um. So he digs up his wife's corpse, uh, sticks it there uh, on the table because he needs inspiration, and she's a skeleton now, and uh, he puts this fake mask thing, skin face on her, and he's playing, but then the skeleton starts laughing at him. So he's like, get that out of here! <laughs> and the acting is so is so great. She's laughing at me! <laughs> um, anyways, uh, the whole point of the film is... Um, <laughs> Just be yourself. <laughs> the the sir, also, I will say it gets like so. The the maestro meets this uh, this woman. This uh, she's a pianist, I believe, um, famous pianist, and she looks identical to his wife. So he invites her up to the castle, um, and now he's kind of got the the inspiration he needs. Um, and uh, but but so the, the servants out with this woman, and the servants like fixing the car, and he's like. He looks over at this like young girl there, and he's like, "Best piece of ass in the whole province." <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, he's like going and raping her. This is like right in the beginning of the morning, like in the bright daylight, uh-huh. in front of this other woman, and sh- no one's reacting. And I'm like, "What is going on?" <laughs> so I will say that's why I nick some points off. It gets a little rapey at times, um, 
because then this guy goes back, kills her, uh, rapes her and murders her, and the maestro tries to stop him, but he sees the blood, and that's the the inspiration. That's the color. He that's uh-huh. the color I've been looking for. Um, yeah, th- this film is completely fucking <laughs> that's bonkers. That shit crazy. Um, th- there's a there's a painting he has that looks like it's Satan with bent over with a woman's face and shit spilling out of that. Is that wow? Is that, he's like. That's Satan fathering the universe. <laughs> the, the guy, everyone calls him Van Gogh because he's, he's, I guess, is like the next Van Gogh. And like the servant serves him dinner. And he's just like, and he's like, Maestro Van Gogh, dinner is served. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. Herman is always joking. I'm afraid one day he'll cut my ear off. And it's just <laughs> like, what? It's, I'm not even got into like the craziest stuff. I won't spoil it all, but like. Yeah, it, it gets like the servant gets raping. He's eating fucking the people, um, and then the maestro is killing the people and using it for blood. There's an insane finale. Uh, seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. Again, wow! It went a little rapey for me. If it didn't, if It'd you got 8. rid of the rape 5? scene, eight and eight and a half for sure. Like this, it's worth a watch. So this film is just, it's crazy. And yeah, when you see like this guy, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> watch it, watch it. <laughs> And that, did you watch? The best thing is that's not the craziest film I watched that day. All right, go on. <laughs> okay, so I, I followed up with another Vinegar Syndrome. 1973, Ooh. excited. This one just got released on Blu-ray, I think, like last month. Uh, a little film called Arnold. Have any of you guys heard of this? No. Oh, was this a TV? I don't think so. So this is directed by George... Wait, was this on Nickelodeon? No, no, no. Hey Arnold? No, no, really. <laughs> Definitely not that. So it stars Stella Stevens, a whole cast of like pe- recognizable actors. Oh, I'm thinking actors. of a different movie. Stella Stevens in there, Roddy McDowell, Elsa Lan- uh, Chester, who was uh, the Bride of Frankenstein yeah. herself. Farley Granger's in there from Strangers on a Train. A bunch of other faces you're going to recognize. So this film opens up and they're carrying a casket to the graveyard. And then all of a sudden... This fucking musical number cuts in. Arnold. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, wait. Yes, you were talking about Yeah, so I showed you the trailer. This. So this woman comes in. It's not a funeral, it's a wedding because Arnold had in his will that as soon as he became a corpse, a corpse and his wife was now a widow, so he can now marry someone else, <laughs> he's going to marry uh, this woman. And so she brings his corpse in the casket and they have a wedding. And he's pre This is played by Stella Stevens? Yeah, yeah. And he's pre recorded a tape um, that he plays. So yeah, he has this fucking souped up casket um, that you can put cassettes in because he has all these pre recorded cassettes. It's like a Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin. He has this thing where you press a button and it pops up. So the body's always like sitting up like it's alive. and yeah. It looked like a bumper car at that point. <laughs> so they read they read his will that he's pre-recorded on a tape, and you find out that the that his mistress is going to get the money in the house. There's apparently a hidden treasure, which she's going to get the instructions where it is later delivered to her on a tape. Um, and every you know all the the family members are pissed off about this, but of course it has that rule where if she gets knocked off, the next uh, would get it. Um, so. Yeah, no, no one is what they seem. Everyone that seemed like they were nice relatives, they're all were just after a piece of that money. But Arnold knew, and he had it all pre-recorded ahead of time. He's got tapes for everyone, but he knows what their plan was up to. And then you get all these kind of elaborate, cool desks, like kind of something out of Dr. Fives. You have like, they're, they're in a shower and the wall closes and crushes them. You have a suit that you put on that it, uh, you know, all of a sudden starts Tightens becoming, up. constricts you and, and to the point where you- Sounds you know, pretty awesome. Yeah. and puke out your guts. 
Um, it kind of becomes almost like a murder mystery where everyone's getting knocked off and you don't know, is someone behind it? Is he actually somehow alive? Because, again, he's getting tapes. Like, how did you know this? This is like weeks later mm-hmm. that you knew yeah. exactly this person was going to backstab you in this way. Um, yeah, I, I had a blast with this. Um, this could go... I'm going to give it eight pumpkins out of ten, but that it could be eight, eight and a half. This this is the, the highlight of the month for I, me I, so I far. I got to say, awesome. so I think maybe last year you had no new watches eight or above yeah. or something. Mm. Like, this... this for listeners that are new to this, this is a big yeah, yeah. fucking deal for him to give. Well, listen, I, I watch a lot of Vinegarson. Let's let, let's be honest. Like, I they're always unique, and I enjoy them. Yeah, they're usually not hitting the same level as a Return of the Living Dead or like a, a jo- like you know a big film, a Jaws, a Shining, whatever your favorite fi- an Exorcist. Um, but yeah, no, the, this one I, I had a, a just it's just such a, a some fun, eh? a zany little unique film. I I just loved that like. You know, whether you like their output or not, they put out these films that, like, I've never heard of until they come out. And then I just read the plot synopsis or watch the trailer. I'm like, that looks fucking insane. I yeah. got to check that out. So, um, yeah, that that's uh, Arnold. Again, I, I have two more, but let you guys jump Adam, in. what you watch? Yeah, so talk about zany kind of really unique viewpoints. Have you guys seen any Jim Cummings movies yet? No. I, I watched the beta test from 2021. He also did uh, the Wolf of Snow Hollow, uh, which I, I might have been. Uh, oh, I've seen that one. Robert, one of Robert Forster's last last roles. Huh. Um, and and Thunder Road, which is I think a, for a lot of people his kind of like magn uh, like yeah. the, the, the top of his game so far. Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to watch all three of these. This was so fucking unique in terms of voice. So he also st- stars, and I should say, PJ McCabe co-directs this one. I think he usually just is uh, acting in in, in his yeah. movies, but co-directs so, with wh- him. What is the name of this one? This is called The Beta Test. So basically, it's this Hollywood agent that gets a letter in the mail. He's about to be engaged. He gets a letter in the mail. It's in this purple kind of calligraphied... Uh, mail package that says, hey, if you go to this place, you're going to have basically the best sex of your life. You go to this hotel room, you know, no one will know, completely anonymous, completely, uh, there's no issues. Completely kosher, man. Go in there. Uh, And he's just kind of like at first like, what the fuck is this? And he throws it away. And then it starts eating at him, right? Like, He's this agent that can is totally hollow. It's kind of like getting, if it was an entourage episode, which is Ari Green, where it's like, there's no like the the how it actually fucking is like these are the fucking bloodsuckers like there's yeah. they're they're actually talking about uh, some of the stuff that the writer strike ends up talking about where they're basically like yeah we'll we'll put these in a package and then we'll be basically selling our clients so we'll get to double dip in money and if we don't do this we're fucked because we're dinosaurs and why does anybody yeah. need us and uh, it's it's really sharp the 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 humor's really well and Jim Cummings stars in it as well and he's he's good. He's good. He's fucking. You you hate this guy, but he's like. Uh, also, looks like he should be the lead of a movie, right? Yeah. But he kind of undercuts it and undercuts it and undercuts it. It's a daring fucking performance. I mm-hmm. I really really uh, applaud applaud that. And the whole movie is just so tightly constructed. And it kind of goes into this underbelly, uh, almost like under the Silver Lake esque. Okay, like it's got some kind of weird absurdity of of what LA is like yeah. as well. Um, I I really I was not expecting this tone, 
something diff- really different from a- a- anything else I had seen. I-, I-, I have to watch The Wolf of Snow's Hollow now and Thunder Road. I'm really... Yeah, I think you like that. I mean, it sounds to me, though, that is kind of his thing. I think he plays that same character. Right. And everyone... <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, wow. That character hurts you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it's a... Yeah, in, in all three films, he's kind of like that... He's kind of the lead, and he's kind of like fun and funny, but very unlikable. Very unlikable, yeah. Uh, which I, I don't have a problem with if it, it comes from some place of truth. Yeah. And, and like he starts having a breakdown about things, and it's there's one scene in an underground parking dr- garage where he loses his shit at the end of this movie. That's I I just I wanted to stand up and applaud. Is that that good, eh? Um, but it kind of goes in like why it's a horror movie is because it, it it's almost a little bit Lynchian and the dark side of Lynchian. You kind of see some of that uh, aspect, and and it it starts to spiral out of control, and then he's having to find what's happening, and he gets to a place where he, he's got to have his big kind of like showdown yeah. in the in a gruesome kind of grisly way. Um, I've been t- torn. I I think the ending doesn't quite land like i i was about to be like this is the, one of the best movies of that year i would have like gone back and mm-hmm. redone my list and i it would probably still be a contender for top 10 but maybe just outside of it because I, I i just feel like he tries to it's so well constructed and then it's like we don't really have that last little like mic drop yeah so it ends a little bit softer It'll f- fizzles out. But I think I'm still going to give it an eight. That good, eh? Yeah, it's really oh, good. Um, I yeah, I'd be the beta curious. test. The beta test. Yeah, I I watched it on Canopy, so Ooh. it's out there to watch. If you have a library card, get your li- get Canopy. We don't talk about Canopy enough for it's as, pretty awesome, as a streaming yeah. service. It is amazing. Um, <clears throat> I watched a Basket Case three, which is uh, not as good as part two. It's just. <laughs> It's more of the same, and the jokes are way hackier. But it's pretty much uh, there's a someone's pregnant in this movie, and they give birth to a bunch of small little. Uh, what was it? Helix? What was the fellow's name? Hila. No, it's bro. Uh, B- Bilal. 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 Tiny little baby Bilal's and and a tiny little basket. Uh, it, it doesn't really. Uh, hold up as much they have to go to georgia to find the best doctor to help this and uh it all goes tits up but there was a great scene where they have to pass time on the bus to get there so they have this great musical number of all these people singing you got personality which (laughs) is worth the price of admission alone to this movie like if you've already like watched the two Watch the third one because that scene is awesome and the ending is nutso butso. It is fucking awesome. Nutso butso. Right? If you take like the ending of Aliens and the uh, bad guy from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Krang, and combine it for like a horror movie, that's what you have in the ending fight. It's awesome. But the rest of the movie didn't quite live up to part two. I'm giving it six. Six point five, actually. Six point five pumpkins. You heard it here first. Uh, again, continuing the bringing a corpse home. Uh, another vinegar syndrome. Uh, Frightmare, aka Horror Star from 1983. So different from the other Frightmare yes. that made yeah, our yeah, top hundred. This is a different one. There's a lot slashers. of Frightmares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, this one you could maybe consider a slasher, probably not. But uh, directed by Norman Thetis Vane and stars actually young Jeffrey Combs. This Ooh. might be in one of his earlier roles. Uh, great concept. Uh, this Vincent Price like horror star um, dies. 
and a group of fans break into his tomb, steal his corpse for their Halloween. I think it's a Halloween party because they're wearing masks, but it might just be a party. And they put him in the center of the the party at the table, yeah. and uh, you know they dance with him and whatnot. Um, Man, we've all sold the corpse for a Halloween party before, right? Yeah. Like, that's something you do. I was actually reading up. Who's the Errol Flynn? I guess there's a rumor that he did that with... Um, Jim Morrison? <laughs> no, it's some famous actress's... Uh, Barrymore's... Uh, Drew Barrymore's grandfather or something. He was a famous oh, yeah. actor, I believe. So he's talked about... John this, Barrymore? John Barrymore. So there's, I guess they were like the playboys of Hollywood. And yeah, there's a rumor that uh, they, him and his friends dug up his corpse. And then there's rumor, there's various stories of it. Did it actually happen? What they did with it? Did they just set him on the chair and they had him for an hour and they asked to do it and then brought him back? Or did they keep him there and partied around him? So huh. um, yeah, yeah, this kind of based on a, a true story, I guess. Wow. Um, anyways, and yeah, and this guy, like he's, again, he's like Vince Price, like he dies, you know, wearing, in his corpse, he's in like the Dracula. Yeah. Outfit or whatever. Um, so uh, the widow hire his widow hires like a psychic to find where his body is, and that kind of awakens something. I believe that's what it is that awakens him. But all of a sudden, he comes back to life, and now he's seeking revenge on these kids for, for stealing his corpse and kills him in, in bloody ways. Um, I really liked the first half. I had fun with you know the kids and, and them stealing him. There's some weird stuff for like at the beginning where this actor like kills people though like really some the producer like some director is pissing him off so he secretly like pushes him off the building <laughs> and then there's another scene where some guy's like oh now that you're dying i'll let you know i never liked you or whatever and then he he fakes death and pops him and kills him now that matters though um but i don't think you needed that i think it would have worked even better if he just had that he's just an innocent guy that these kids steal his corpse and, but yeah once it gets into the killings which is strange to say i found it kind of wasn't as engaging for me. The kills just weren't that interesting, and it's it's him doing with like psychic powers and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna still give it six and a half pumpkins out of ten. I still found it enjoyable. I, again, it is there, there's some great stuff there. That that's something I think you could take that concept maybe now and and do something more with mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. Speaking of you know stealing kids, and, oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, from 2021. Uh, the Black Phone, directed by Scott Derrickson. Oh, which yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I just never got around to. I, I, mm. I, I actually, I, I really like Sinister a, a, a lot. Uh, you know, I, I know in s- some cases that's yeah. become controversial or something, but I, I think that's a great, great film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's great until like the last twenty minutes, and I kind of hate the film. I don't know if I hate it. I, I, I another film. And that then the sequel, this, I like yeah. even more because it takes that twenty minutes and expands it to a whole movie. But yeah. The first like three thirds of that, that three cool. quarters are fucking yeah. amazing. For that film, it's it's frightening. Yeah, like but. I, uh, I don't necessarily hate the ending of that film, but uh, it's a letdown. It's another one of those. Mm-hmm. It's not quite what happened. The beta test. It's probably like something that goes from like this would be like top hundred horror movies of all time to like, oh, this may be a seven six point five seven seven point five or something like that for me. I haven't seen that in a while, but it, it's yeah. so fucking creepy earlier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, I've been wanting to see this. I like the concept. Cool concept. I think this made my, was this my favorite horror film of that year? Oh, was it? I think it might've been. Or it was up there, like top three, maybe. All right. Uh, I don't know. Hey, I'm curious what, you, what your thoughts. So 
uh, it's basically these kids that are getting abducted in this town in the seventies. The nostalgia factor is played. I up. love the seventies. Like these kids are getting abused. Like it's uh, <laughs> it is the seventies. <laughs> always number, a tough yeah, yeah. number two for me that year. Train of thought. Number two, always <laughs> a, a tough train of thought. I yeah. think sometimes when Maddie's talking about these horrific spurts things, out, he always spurts out something, and then he and you're like, what the fuck? Then he finishes the sentence, and you you kind of understand what the fuck he's talking about, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about in that case. We still had a, the the. It was an ellipses at the end of that. Yeah. I love the seventies. Abused children. Dot dot dot. <laughs> um, so it, it, these kids are going. You've got this brother and sister who have a great relationship, uh, but their father is messed up. He's just alcoholic, drunk, mm-hmm. um, abusive. Uh, the abusive shit. That one scene with the daughter is, is hard. Is, right? is, a, is a hard. Scene and to even get like the the one. F- Bully is like a hard bully. Oh like, yeah, it's a, they're living like these hard, violent lives. They're like street cats who are like constantly getting into fights on the way. It doesn't like it doesn't glamour like yeah. you get the fun of the seventies, but then you get like no, this is yeah. probably what the seventies was like this for some like people. The the dazed and confused like thing to be like oh and and actually like turn a horror lens on it because this would oh. would actually be yeah if, if people were chasing you down and and saying they were gonna beat. Yeah, beat, beat you up, beat your ass, yeah. and shit like it that. It would hurt. Like that yeah. one scene where they start pulling up rocks and stuff. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Or when the one and kid you, you heard about heard about that kind of shit happening all the time. Like people didn't think. Like I mean, yeah. you still have that shit now, but like mm-hmm. people did shit like that. Like let's beat someone with rocks and not. Yeah, you know it's okay. They'll survive. Yeah, yeah, nuts. Um, and then there's an abduction, uh, and uh, Ethan Hawke plays the abductor. I I thought his performance is, is so well, fantastic. He's a, he's a boogeyman role, right? You, so it's it's a shadow of a character, but that's what it's supposed to be. It's through a kid's eyes. It's it, it's mm-hmm. it's what a kid would uh, mm-hmm. would think of. Um, and and as the kid is down trapped, the ghosts of mm-hmm. of the other kids. That's when this movie kind of gets a little bit. Uh, I, I I found like there was like first half like okay this is good when he's trapped down there like. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like I I think I like that because that that fantasy I think to me made it more enjoyable with without that. I mean, I guess if you wanted a really serious dark movie, that yeah. does kind of like maybe ruin it a bit, mm-hmm. but I like that it adds that fantasy cuz it's still got those dark elements, but it's not completely like it doesn't end in like I need to take a bath now like yeah. type film which, you know. Yeah, and I I you know, I I I think there it's it's an interesting concept. I don't know if it always nails it with all the the kids and mm-hmm. there's some imagery that is like super horror imagery. It's all this, mm-hmm. and but not always. It's like so why are why is this kid so tortured that you're going to see his body all flayed and, yeah. and 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 weird? But the other kid is just going to be a friendly guy cuz he was friends with the dude. Yeah. Kind of didn't like the consistency there. Uh I feel like sometimes this is played for modern. It's got to be. We got to have some jump scares and some yeah. modern horror stuff instead of just like he's in this fucking creepy situation. Everything that Ethan Hawke is telling him and then not yeah. telling him. I kind of like that they were telling him, "Don't do that. Don't do." I, I I feel like the ghost thing could have worked. Yeah, they just try to put one too much heart. And and the on the other side too much horror. Yeah, I feel like it didn't even work. Out. Even the sister, uh, I didn't like that uh, B plot with her trying to find him. I found that was a bit silly. Like she's like a psychic as well. And yeah, he's to, and I love the sister's yeah. performance. She's yeah ph- phenomenal in the movie. But I I agree. They're, I don't need the fantastical. Yeah. Uh, I, I unless you're trying to really make it a fantastical, but it seems so gritty and raw in other places. 
I think I'm gonna get a seven pumpkins. It's it's yeah. on a cusp of seven point five. I, I I did really like it. Should I give it another shot? I saw it in the theaters and I haven't seen it since. So maybe I'll give it another shot. Yeah, I, I I think the good stuff is really fucking good in it. Um, mm-hmm. it's just that again, there's there's some pandering that has to be done. It feels like a modern horror audience just they don't trust them to be like, hey, we're not gonna scare you, scare you for half an hour. Is that okay? Yeah. It's going to be tense as fuck, but we're not going to have this demon thing in the corner running against the wall or something. Do you need a demon guy? <laughs> and they're like, yes. I, know, I know a demon guy if you need a demon oh, guy. Oh, okay. You need a demon guy. Uh, fuck it. Okay. The one kid, he uh, he's kind of demon-like. And yeah. That shit uh, is starting to play on me a little bit. Uh, cool. Um, I, I finished off the night with one more... Uh, Oh, dead body, drag him up. Yeah, and this this might I, this is not my favorite. We but call them dig em ups around might here. Might be the pinnacle of more the, the most well known one, I guess. Uh, so this was released by Severin, uh, Beyond the Darkness, nineteen seventy nine. Have you seen this one? Beyond the Darkness. Uh, no. I was hoping you were going to say Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> if I could count that part as two, yeah, maybe part two you could. Yeah, he's a zombie. Um, uh, was it Beyond the Darkness? I don't. So know. this is this man's girlfriend dies. This is the one I was confused where. Um, his his housekeeper is secretly in love with him, and she you see that she's yeah. stabbing a voodoo doll, and so she may be responsible for his girlfriend dying. Anyways, he's a, a taxidermist. Uh, he digs up her corpse, embalms her, and keeps her in his bedroom. He has like a two. Huh. He, he has the twin be- the the beds next to each other. Keeps her on one of the beds, um, and then the, this uh, he's driving home. This hitchhiker like just kind of forces herself into his car. Like he's. I think he might have the body in the back at the time, her body, yeah. so he doesn't want it. But anyway, she's just forcing him. Next thing you know, she's at his house. Um, she stumbles upon his her corpse, and he has to murder her. And you get this gnarly scene where he's grabbing the finger, her fingernails while she's alive with pliers and ripping Ooh. each one out, and it's fucking painful to watch. But it, yeah, it kind of becomes that he's very, murdering various women, um, and then the housekeeper is helping him cut up the bodies, and they're throwing them in tubs of acid. Um was this your first Joe D'Amato joint? This might be, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention it is directed by Joe D'Amato, who's done a bunch of... It's basically softcore porn kind of um, stuff in a lot of cases. His his other stuff? A lot, of, yeah, a lot of... I, I think I think he's kind of like almost Roland-esque. I feel like he he did um like the, the Cannibal movie, though, right? Uh, Anthropology... What's it called? Um... Oh yes, yes he did uh, Anthro and Absurd, which I think is a sequel. Uh, Yeah, he's he's a pretty he's done a bunch of crazy shit. Um, The Antichrist, I think, is him. Yeah, he's he's done a bunch of stuff. But he he you know you're I'm looking at now. He did all the Emmanuel movies. He did actual uh, porn. Yeah, he, Porno Holocaust, Erotic Nights of the Living Dead. But I think even the Emanuel... Erotic Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, Erotic Nights of the... <laughs> I think the Emanuel, like though, these there, aren't, there's something more to them, Yeah, they're too. not cinematic. Like, that's yeah. why I said John Rowland, like, yeah. who who did uh, yeah, Fascination yeah. or whatever. Like, there's more yeah, going they, on with there's the a huge. Actually, Severn just put out a box set of theirs. It's like 20 movies, and it's like this $200, 300 Holy moly. It's sold. Like, I think the collector's edition sold out. Um, yeah, those those have big fans. I haven't gotten into those. I don't know if that's my thing, but maybe one day. Didn't you watch or his movies or the... The, the, the Emmanuel. Oh, the Emmanuel. I don't know if I've seen any Emmanuel. I don't think I have. Even the one that Mondo put out, I think I didn't Yeah, I, I, I'm 0% on this guy. So I've, I'm like in terms of what I've watched. So I've, this is mm-hmm. this would be all new. 
but he he's pretty much killing these people and his housekeeper is helping him. There's this, this housekeeper weird scene where they're eating at the dinner table and she's eating like a fucking disgusting pig and it's so gross. I get it's almost as gross as the woman getting her pliers and they're doing it on purpose. There's the the the, the she's like now I'm the only one that can take care of you and so like. She just like pulls him in, pulls down her shirt, and like he's feeds sucking at her, her. feeding on her tit. Yeah. There's another scene where he's, she's like, he's sitting in the room staring at his, the corpse of his girlfriend. She comes in, and while he's staring at it, she just pulls down his pants and starts <laughs> spanking him. You don't see huh. any of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what's going on. Um, the, the, the insane, there's the most insane scene where he meets the kind of girl that kind of looks like, um, uh, sorry, no, he meets this, this, uh, this other, this runner, and he brings her home, and he's getting it on with her in the bed. But he decides, let's get it on in the bed right next to the corpse. But he's got it covered up with blankets, but he can't help himself. So he has to pull the corpse, the blanket, so he can stare at his dead wife while he's screwing this girl. And then she sees it and then has to die. Um, and then, yeah, we have the... She the, has to die. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> and then we have the, the sister of the um, his, his wife uh, comes into his life. And now it's like, you know... what. Because I think he made a deal with the housekeeper that he's going to marry or something, and now this is going to throw it off. Yeah, this is just another fucking zany film. Again, it's not as crazy as entertaining. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> it seems very crazy. But it's, like, more sleazy than the other ones that are just, like, zany. Yeah. I- I'm going to still give it seven pumpkins out of ten. It could even be, be maybe even a seven and a half. Um, it, it's definitely entertaining, and, and it, so it's definitely you, worth you a watch. Had a pretty good run this week. Yeah, so far, yeah, I had a good day. That that day was probably the the highlight of the uh, the week for me for sure. Grim, so Grim, you Grim, thought it Grim. wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I went two days yeah. with no Grim, but I'm back. Are you with, all right? I'm 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 okay. Yeah, I'm I'm back. Uh, it just didn't line up for a little while where I was watching any Grim, and uh, honestly, this is uh, best in Natch, which is. Uh, a really great episode of Grimm. Uh, this is this is probably um, the grimmiest Grimm that ever was. <laughs> yeah, this is this is getting there. This is getting into the whole lore of what's going on, and uh, a lot of business owners are attacked, and it's it's got this crazy scene with all of these kind of Vessin, which monsters that are attacking people. Uh, it's it's a, a rare Grimm eight. It's oh. a it's a you know maybe I get one of those a season, maybe two. Um, so it's, it, it, I'm going to give that one a, uh, give that one an eight. Uh, and that's nice. the end of my night. Maddie? That's, all, that's, all, that's it for yeah. me. Okay. That's it for me as well then. All right. All right so we're on to October 8th. Let's, eighth. let's put them up. Oh, Maddie. I have a lot of TV shows. I okay. didn't watch many movies. Yeah, you did. All right. So Maddie's going right. to start. Let's start with uh, a movie that I had to watch for uh, Kyle's pick called Petey Wheatstraw. <laughs> I actually had a ton of fun with this movie. I just wished that it was like 20 minutes cut. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of like bad acting going on oh, yeah. in this film. But <laughs> so to anyone that doesn't know, this is like kind of part of the yeah. Dolomite. Uh, he the did like Rudy a Rudy Ray Moore? Yeah, I think he did. Uh, Rudy Ray Moore did like four or five films. Yeah. And this is one of them that he did. This is a horror film. Uh, pretty much he starts off like, I'm the son of the devil, uh, son-in-law of the devil, I'll, uh, I'll fuck a bear, I'll punch a tiger, that kind of shit. Yeah. And uh, it turns out that uh, I guess he is a comedian who is, uh, he goes into this town it's a, it's plot heavy for such a silly movie. Is this one where they murder? They murder him because he goes into a town and these uh, two bumbling comedy guys borrow some money from Mr. Whitey uh, to put on the best show in that town. And since there's nothing going on that day, they'll be fine. But little did they know that Rudy uh, or um, 
Petey Weeshaw is coming to town that day, yeah. and he's going to put on a show, and that's going to take away all their money. And they tell him, like, cancel your show, and he's yeah. like, no. You, yeah. <laughs> Fuck so him. that's they pretty much have to murder him, and it turns out they it starts off kind of jokey, but they gets really dark really quickly where they end up murdering everyone, killing kids and shit. Yeah, killing yeah. a kid at one point, and then like uh, taking a machine gun to the funeral. Mm-hmm. So he kind of makes a deal with the devil that he'll marry the daughter if um, they let him come back and uh, avenge himself. <laughs> and like the girl is apparently ugly, <laughs> and the devil's like, "I agree, she is very misfortunate." <laughs> and, yeah, and then he's trying to get out of the deal. Yeah, yeah like I agree, it, it's it's a little. Long, even the ending, you know, it you know it, yeah. it dragged a little bit there. It lost a little bit, but yeah, when this the movie, concept is so the, the, crazy. The, the, the humor really works for me. But when uh, it's not being a, a, a comedy movie, when it's actually trying to be a, a plot-driven movie, it's when this movie really falls apart. And I can do without the ten-minute like karate kicking scenes where uh, no, they I, don't I really, yeah, <laughs> they don't really work for me. But the, yeah, that that's kind of classic yeah. Rudy Ray Moore there. Yeah. Like you're gonna get bad action scenes that like. It's like, yeah. why the fuck did you think you like? They're yeah. they're bad. <laughs> they, they, they go on for like five to ten yeah, minutes. I, I get like, a kick out of those, yeah. though, uh, pun intended. Yeah, so I'm mean, here six point five. Like, it, yeah. it, it would, I think it would have been a lot more fun if I was drunk or high. Like, I feel like this definitely needs. Yeah, this uh, is a beer and party movie. Yeah. Like, you could do the whole four yeah. movies because there's another one he did that's kind of horror as well, and I can't remember the exact plot, but it kind of has the four first elements. forty minutes of this movie. There's no horror scene whatsoever. Yeah. It's like him just going into town and uh, telling well, it's, yeah, jokes. It's once he makes the deal with the devil, right? Yeah. Once he dies and makes the deal with the devil. Hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll jump in. Uh, I watched from 1933. I've been kind of going through these pre-code horror movies. Um, this is Murders in the Zoo, and and it's it's basically um, this. Uh, I don't know if he's a professor. I don't think he's anything. I think he's just a guy that goes around collecting animals all over the world. Played by uh, Lionel Atwill, who I love. He's into. Be it to not uh, to be or not to be the Lubitsch movie that I love, but he's also in a bunch of horror movies: Wax Museum, Doctor X, uh, the original Hounds of the Baskerville. He's awesome, yeah. Vampire Bat. He's always awesome. He's he's like price before price. He's I, it's it's too bad like he just didn't have more of these roles. Yeah. Uh, but he's always so good. He's bringing back these animals to the zoo, but he's this jealous guy who... Uh, Doesn't like all the attention the animals get? Well, it opens <laughs> up this scene, and, and th- you don't see th- this character, but it's this guy, and he's basically saying, hey, never do this stuff with my wife, you know, whatever. And they, 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 they sew up his face, and they leave him in the jungle. Tied up with his like awesome sort of face, and you see it like it's pretty That's gnarly. Pretty uh, awesome. Uh, and from then they go back, and now she, the wife, has another suitor, and he's really pissed off about her. And now you're in the zoo with all these wild animals, and this is really like there's a scene where this woman falls off a bridge into a bunch of alligators. She actually fell off the bridge into hmm. a, a den of alligators. Did she survive? Well, she doesn't survive in the movie but she like but i can't believe they did that yeah there's there's a few uh, movies where like people clearly died in this and they're just like ah well we'll leave it in there it'll be fine i don't i, I she's a famous she works she's a she worked after this yes. movie but it's kind of like i'm that's the actress too oh wow um uh so it's kind of wild movie sounds insane actually <laughs> like, it is totally insane i've been it's again one of these the the plot eventually like 
almost runs out of steam. There's not enough to kind of yeah. keep propelling, even at, uh, you know, pre-code Hollywood. There's not as much zippiness. There's like a weird PR agent that is t- gets top billing in this, and huh. he's like trying to drum up business for the zoo. the zoo. All of that could be gone, uh, and I think it'd be a yeah. better better movie. I, I've been between a six point five and a and a. I think I'm gonna give it a actually a, a seven. Yeah, because I've I've been thinking about it. it's just a lot of fun, and and it like sounds like a ton grizzly of fun. fun. Seven pumpkins. Cool, Ratty. Um, so another double feature. Uh, this one involving food, I guess. Uh, did uh, Ant- start off with Auntie Lee's Meat Pies, nineteen ninety two. Another. I want to check this Vinegar out. Vinegar Syndrome, yeah. uh, directed by Joseph F. Robertson, stars a decent cast there. Uh, Karen Black. Uh, Pat Morita from The Karate Kid, of course. Mm. Uh, Michael Berriman from Hills of Eyes. Uh, Christine Rose, I think she did like a bunch of, I don't know, Full Moon or one of those kind of, a bunch of B kind of movies, um, 90s B movies. So it opens up with this heist. This man escapes and he pulls over this young woman. Uh, he's going to steal her car, but then he's like, you're pretty. I'm going to, you know, he's going to, we're going to go somewhere else. And I'm going to, you know, he's going to rape this woman. Yeah. Uh, of course. Um but uh, you know, th- it turns out that you know the little vic- does he know that little she's, does he uh, know that the victim is yeah. uh, you know she she pretty much murders him, takes his body back to the farm, uh, and you can guess it they're going to mm. use it for Auntie Lee's famous meat pies. Um, so that's kind of the film. Uh, Black uh, Karen is Black this a Motel Hell, but like it's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, Karen Black's the aunt. She's got like these her four nieces, who are all these four really attractive women. Mm-hmm. They kind of woo, uh, you know, vile men, bring them back and kill them. Uh, Marita's the sheriff in there, who's kind of friends with the fa- family, and then Barryman's uh, Black's brother, who's kind of the handyman. He's uh, he's he's mentally challenged, uh, mm-hmm. so th- there's some stuff there with that. I was kind of having fun with this until so they pick up these rock they're they're running out of meat they need to they pick up these rock stars heading to l a <laughs> this is a plot for motel hell yeah. like <laughs> um then then it just like tur- I don't know what happened if this was their plan they didn't have the money or maybe but it just like becomes this different movie because now all of a sudden all the rooms they go in to kill these people are these surreal like brightly colored neon blues and purples. They're killing these people. All of a sudden, they pull out their one uh, niece that you've never seen that you keep on hearing about a baby. And uh, she's a grown woman, but she has the men- like a baby. mentality of a, yeah, yeah, like a baby. It just gets really fucking weird. And I, I don't know, I just wasn't down with this tonal shift. I kind of was enjoying it more of like yeah. this little town and is the sheriff, Marita the sheriff, because there's also someone that's uh, a PI who's uh, been hired to try to find one of the people that got murdered. And I was kind of down with that. And then it kind of turned and became like, it was already a bit silly and stuff, but it just almost became a different movie. So I don't know. I'm going to get five and a half pumpkins out of 10. I didn't uh, enjoy it as much. Again, maybe it's worth a watch, but uh, yeah. for me, I guess it depends if you like that tonal shift. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Matty. So I watched some TV shows. I watched uh, Modern Family uh, Season 4, Episode 5, Open House of Horrors, and this one is actually a ton of fun. I guess Phil is a father, and he's doing this open house because he's a realtor, and uh, he is upset because, well, his wife's upset because on Halloween, she gets too scary, and she ended up giving someone a heart attack the year prior. So her haunted house had to turn into like more of a child-friendly haunted house where she dresses up like Bo Peep and she's trying to give away candy. But no one wants to come near her because they're scared of her because she (laughs) gave someone a heart attack last year. So she gets this wicked idea to uh, haunt his open house. And it's him trying to outsmart her in this open house because he has an actual 
uh, real error. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. I'm giving it a 6.5. It's kind of fun. I also watched, um, you guys remember Dinosaurs? Yeah. I watched Dinosaurs uh, Season 4, Episode 1, Monster Under the Bed. This one is fun because it starts off with uh, them watching this movie about the 50-foot carrot attacking the town. So it's like almost like a play on like the 50-foot woman attacking the town. Like, mm-hmm. And it turns out like the baby gets really scared while watching this movie. So uh, they, they put him in bed and he's like, there's a monster under this bed. And it's played very spooky because like, that's not the mama. Him. It's not the mama. Hmm. And like the, the mama gets really upset because it's been 15 days since he hasn't slept. So they say, all right, fuck it. We're going to a motel. We need to sleep. So they get the uh, two teenagers to watch this kid. And it turns out it's not just a kid being scared. There's actually like something under the bed. And it's actually played very spooky. Like I really mm. enjoyed this one. I'm giving it seven. Like for a TV show about a family of dinosaurs, mm. I'm kind of digging I this I just show. rewatched the... Uh it was on Instagram. I actually shared it on the, the, the last episode. Stories, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? Like it is crazy how yeah. real they go yeah. in that last episode. There's no reason to go that like crazy, but I guess why not? Right? We're yeah. getting canceled. <laughs> Let's have some fun. That and Elf would be like a good double feature because that had some really yeah. fucking depressing episodes too. Which really? Makes no sense. So yeah. Well, I think Elf ends on a downer as well. I don't remember. I think he ends up ending. getting like captured by the government. Oh, That's yeah. how this, the fucking show ended. I thought like it was a. I think they movie. did a movie years later. Project Alf, which is yeah. horrendous. Mm. Just to make up for it, though. But the, the Christmas episode also, which I've talked about on the show before, is the most depressing Christmas episode where he ends up accidentally ends up at a hospital with a young girl dying of cancer. Oh, right, right, right. And, like, right, it right. ends. Like, yeah. there's no. You think, like, oh, he's going to have some magical alien cure. It's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking depressing. Anyways. Uh, I watched from 1960 uh, 13 Ghosts, which... Oh, I, awesome. I've been trying to watch movies that are uh, that I haven't seen that were on your top 100 horror list. Mm-hmm. This is Maddie and Kyle's top 100 horror list. Slowly getting through them. And also the top 100 slashers, there was there was a few picks that I hadn't seen uh, that I'm also trying to watch. Um, 13 Ghosts was, I think, actually Kyle's... Only movie that didn't get four stars that made his list, hmm. uh, which which I remember at, at the time commenting about. Did you watch the Blu-ray uh, or was this? Uh, yes, on? I did. I, I watched the Blu-ray. So did you I, watch it with the special glasses? I did. So if you get scared, you could take them off and not see the ghost. <laughs> I didn't watch it with the special glasses. Uh. I, I did the one where they they do all the colorful, uh, spooky, uh, horror things for you. Um, yeah, I I uh, I I had. Fun with it. The opening sequence is is really gr- great with all the colorful ghosts. It it looks amazing. Um, it it is kind of like a spooky cliche Mad Lib dialogue thing. Like, uh, get out of this house tonight. Something pulled me into the room. Like like over and over again. Um, uh, so I found the spooky effects more effective than the spooky dialogue yeah. a lot of the time. I don't love the family. Like the wife's just a shrew. The kids are kind of like, it's yeah. almost like watching a Leave It to Beaver episode or something. I think that's why I liked it. It's so like wholesome awesome. and like, it's just comforting. Like, you know, there's no real danger here. But you do have that, like, there's slime ball-y stuff that's like mm-hmm. definitely more real world that plays a little darker. Um, uh, the, the whole mystery is is pretty undeveloped. It actually doesn't like even start to get going uh, it was close to forty some minutes. Like there's there's breadcrumbs of what's good. Yeah. like there's a mystery, but they don't really uh, 
like set it up. I, I I guess for me it felt a little bit too much like an amusement park ride than a movie. Um, until maybe I would say the last like twenty minutes that kick into gear and then it's it, it's a lot of fun and it's kind of the movie I wanted the whole thing to be mm-hmm. with all these great set pieces. All all the ghosts we're not just watching them because there's se- sections of the ghosts where you're watching the ghosts for like a long time do some spooky thing with the kid you know watching yeah. and you're like supposed to have the glasses on they those sequences take a long time but once we know what the ghosts do then it's fast and then it's snappy and then it, i i it moved at a pace that i was i was well, uh, it, i mean it's a william castle gimmick movie right like yeah. it's kind of made to <laughs> yeah uh, um which i i don't have you seen the remake no, and and honestly, I I've only seen the house on Haunted Hill. I think of and the old dark house of William Castle. Uh, no, uh, yeah, the, I don't the think tingler. I've. Yeah, I haven't seen the, uh, the Tingler or anything like that yet. Um, overall, a, 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 a little bit of a disappointment for me. Even though Margaret Hamilton, you know, the Wicked Witch yeah. and the rest, she gets it. So everybody's saying these these cliche dialogue, and they're sticking out like a sore thumb. But when she says something. She just says, ask me no questions, I'll tell you no lies. It's a nothing line. Yeah. The way Margaret Hamilton reads that line, it's like an incredible moment. And then at the end, you've got her with the broom. She doesn't actually go full on out, but she's yeah. playing up the witch stuff. Uh, I had a lot of fun there. I think I'm going to go 6.5. Like, Yeah. you like I, I, worth, worth checking out. Worth checking out for sure, in, in my opinion, and in Kyle's opinion, making top 100 more. But I I don't think, like, you, you had, like, you really find it like a, an awesome movie, but also had, I, I remember some yeah, issues it's, with it. It's not, per, again, to me, it's just like this nice little wholesome horror, which to me, it's hard to find that film. I can't think of too many films that are like that, that like, they feel safe and you just want to, yeah, it feels like a leave to, to Beaver, which to me, like, mm-hmm. I, I like, I used to watch that show. Like, I, and I, then I, you add in like the horror elements with the, yeah, the gimmicky, all the different ghosts, the lion tamer. And then you add in also like the, the money hidden in the house, you know, they, they knock the, the stairs, the, um, what is it? The, um, yeah, the, the staircase, staircase and mice. Oh yeah. I I just loved all that stuff. And then you add the, the mystery and horror. I just like the lion tamer, for example, was an example, like, Oh, at first I was like, that's super cool. That sequence goes on for a long time (laughs) because everyone's got their glasses on. So they got to, you know, yeah, pop it on. You got to make it. You got to get Give your money's, money's worth. worth right? yeah, yeah, exactly. So that stuff for me, not. I'd love to see it in the theater. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fun, right? Uh, I, I feel like that could maybe elevate it a little bit more. But well, you can. Home, yeah, that, that is the cool thing about the Blu-ray. You do get the glasses, so you can. They give you all three options to watch it. So you can watch it without them, with them, where you put them on, and then. Uh, I think even in my home, it's not going to do the same thing. Yeah. I think I'd need to be like. I'd love to see with a group of people. Everyone that pops all, them on. Are all getting those same effects? But you can do it with a bunch of people, man. I, yeah, party I got, at I got like four. I got four party pairs at Kyle's of three D glasses. <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> thirteen goes. Maybe that'll be it. We'll yeah. just uh, um, set them up. But yeah, wouldn't that be uh, like at a big theater? I would love it. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I a know month of the Castle. thing we were talking about uh, in popcorn. I know you said you would hate that. I would love. Yeah, like if a someone did movie. a theater and they did it an all night screening of like gimmick movies, because like mm. a lot of those movies they don't hold up without the gimmick, right? Like yeah. to me, it'd be so fun to watch the, the Tingler and then be, the theater shakes. Yeah, or I think something. the whole night would be too much for me. But give give me one. Yeah, no. uh, and I, I'm in. Not even a double. I, I, I could see myself wearing something different. Is that 3D wearing, glasses in one, what, what, and then the one man? where the the shit the, the like seats, from Matinee. Watch Man, yeah. half man, half man, <laughs> ant. <laughs> 
like all terror. Even when I, w- I remember being at Disney as a kid yeah. and, and and seeing the honey, I shrunk the kids stuff, and they they got the. It feels like the mice are crawling yeah. over your feet and all. That's fine, but I wouldn't want to do that all day. Like, yeah, it's that's just me. Too stimulating for your senses. I'm, I'm, I'm guess I'm not. I'm not fun and. <laughs> yeah, you're a boring old man now. Whatever happened to um, young Adam? Speaking of, how do you shrunk my sense of wonder? Is what happened. <laughs> speaking of fun and uh, a film I, I, I've been trying to get you to watch from 1987, Blood Diner. Oh yeah. Uh, this is directed by Jackie Kong. Now this film is fucking insane it's and awesome. fun and and hilarious and you know I guess whether the comedy works here or not is is how much you're going to enjoy this movie, but uh, yeah it pretty much opens up these young kids. Uh, there's a serial killer on their loose on the loose. The serial killer breaks to the door and it turns out it's, it's their uncle Anwar. Um, he gets killed, but not before leaving them. Uh, you know this message about resurrecting this Lumerian goddess Shitar. Um, you know, and, and, you know, get me when you're older or something. So when they're older, they dig up his grave. Uh, he's just like a tears, skull. Tears, yeah, the, the, the brain out of the, the, the skull and they keep it in a jar and he talks to them and he just fucking insults she them the whole time. Them, like 80s style 80, Yeah, there, there's some stuff that's not, yeah. you know, uh, you know, not yeah. okay these days, um, you know, but yeah, he's hilarious just fucking insulting them the whole time. But the reason, and and anyways, th- these these brothers have to kill women to uh, stitch together this she this this goddess Sheetar that they're going to resurrect, and like that sounds like like this could be a fucking a scary horror film. Mm-hmm. It's not like oh, it's played a for a bunch laughs. of women get gunned down. And you don't give a fuck, like because the whole thing is just t- taken so stupid. The, the one the guy's humor. obsessed with wrestling. It's so, so it, fucking he's weird. Facing, he's, is it like a like almost pure comedy? It's like yeah. it's like better off. Dead as a, a horror film, I guess. Okay, it's it's got a lot of ins- like. There's a scene where like he, yeah, the wrestling match he's gonna face like what is he like it's, something Hitler or yeah. something. Uh, but there's just like there's just weird moments where like they're they're at it they run a diner because they're killing people and they're using their meat and it's a vegetarian diner to top it off. Um, they're using the meat in the vegetarian burgers. Uh, but yeah, there's like this big biker guy who's always eaten there and they just like rip on him and like but they just laugh as if nothing happens like he'll be like oh you do you think you'd probably get your butt kicked wrestling or something and then the guy jumps and starts like beating the shell this biker guy and he vomits all over everyone and everyone just laughs about it like when they try to get into the club and they're all in like the disco (laughs) or whatever and like the one guy's like oh you can't get in you know you gotta do you have do you have the pass or whatever only only certain people can get in so they grab him Throw him on the road. A car that's doing that. Uh, what do you the, call the, the, the hydraulic um, jump. hydraulic jump? Sm- crushes his head and runs over him. And everyone that's there is just like ah, oh, and they all have a good <laughs> laugh about it. And they walk in like this film like is not in a real world at all. And that's mm-hmm. what makes it great. There's another scene where they like, run over some guy, but he keeps on surviving and he keeps <laughs> on trying again. And it's playing like this fun like um like, a, like a rodeo like a, a dance music. No, I was thinking more of like um no, it's more of like um uh kind of like a Hawaiian type like like a mambo uh, yeah like a, yeah exactly a mambo <laughs> it's just yeah this film is insane um 
I'm going to give it eight pumpkins out of ten. I, oh. I think it's... Uh, so is this a step up? It went up a, a little bit more for me. Yeah, mm. I was I was between seven and a half and even eight and this eight is, and a half. You must have been in a joyful mood. Like, the amount of... Yeah. You're, you're giving away all these good it's, scores it's this the week. Best, uh, no, but I've been, I've been, like, doing a lot of fives in between. Yeah. Like, the film right before this, I gave a five and a half. This is a film, this is a film like, I've only seen once. I loved it. And I've been wanting... Have I only seen once or have I watched it twice? It's just one I've been wanting to re- revisit, and every time Letterbox I seem to like it a little it bit. Twice okay, this. Yeah. every time I watch it, I, I like a little bit more. Yeah. It's when I kind of get excited to watch. It's well, one I wish I. I'm almost like the Letterbox, like uh, stickler yeah. here. It's like, <laughs> oh, Letterbox said. Yeah, and uh, Kyle's got a much deeper Letterbox than. Yeah, like Maddie still has so many holes. We don't like when I'm I'm picking out of a hat for Maddie. I'm it's like tough. Yeah, has he seen we'll this? See. Who knows? Who knows? Um, He's got time to jump. But on when I when uh, first time when I joined Letterbox, you didn't have all your. No, I, I was just going to not mark I'd seen anything unless I watched it. But then it's like you know I'm probably not going to go back and watch some of these films. Yeah. So yeah, I did spend like probably uh, a day, um, maybe at work, but probably not busy. <laughs> but I think I like clicked on like horror film list and I just went through and just clicked seen it seen it seen it seen it and that's how yeah, I, I, that I just went it was a fun and then you go through like directors like okay what's the director yeah. like Tarantino boom okay I've seen this 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 Kevin Smith seen this this Tom Cruise seen you I know, just this, did it this, over this. weeks yeah. and I, I, I still occasionally will come on something on Letterboxd yeah. where I went oh I've seen that movie I didn't yeah. mark it oh crazy yeah. it is kind of fun it is kind of enjoyable actually it, trying, to, trying to remember how you've seen it or not. I kind yeah. of feel like when when you need a pick me up, Maddie, I'll do this. Do that. Uh, no. All right. I'll, I'll it maybe. is kind of relaxing, yeah. Maybe when I get depressed, uh, <laughs> or maybe when I get depressed, I'll watch uh, <laughs> this show. I actually kind of dug it. Fresh off the boat, a uh, season two, episode five, Miracle on Dead Street. I actually really do the show. It takes place in the '90s. I guess this Asian family moves to Florida and they're trying to uh, make their way. And I guess they're part of the HOA where they. Uh, he's so excited about having a house now. He can finally do a haunted house. Did, we talked about this. Did you watch this already, or did you I recommend it? I watched this one last week. Oh yeah, it's so much fun because like yeah. all the '90s jokes. Don't watch the next episode though, because that might be part of uh, you know. Did you watch the next one? Oh, the uh, season four, episode four. Uh, maybe. Yeah, the uh, it's a plastic pumpkin. No, no, not that one. Oh yeah, so yeah, I watched that one too. So that one, I'm giving eight. Like I, I, I dug eight? it. Like this kid is dressing up. As... Now, did you watch both of them that day? Yeah. Okay, so you're giving the first one eight and eight, next one eight. The it's a plastic pumpkin. This one is. But I think awesome. you skipped a couple. So which one did you start with? I started with uh, season two, episode uh, five, Miracle on Dead Street. And then I went to season four, episode four. Okay, yeah. So there's one in between. I think there's one for season three, but maybe don't watch that. Okay, one. yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Like, uh, why don't is it no good? No, uh, I'll tell you. I'll, yeah, so I, I yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it after, yeah. but I, I may have a, a TV uh, horror night planned. Ooh. Oh, which you're obviously invited to, but uh, I forgot to tell you about it when it came. Ooh, this is awkward. <laughs> oh, <boy>. Right <laughs> on the show. No, no, no. Yeah. It was all of my pet peeves last week, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, 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 no, I, I know you're not going to come to it because it is going to be um, what it is. Uh, yeah, and a it, lot of Martin. Where we get together and we do like horror films, I thought it would be fun to start like an annual thing where mm. instead of two movies, you do like you know ten episodes that equal the same thing of your favorite Halloween special. So. I, I'm gonna. T- I was gonna tell you, but you're not gonna come. I know because there's, <laughs> there's gonna be a Roseanne. There'll probably be a Home Improvement. Yeah. So there might be a Martin. There might be. Uh, so you're, be happy you're picking days. them all. I think this year. I mean, if someone has something they want to throw in, and then I'm thinking, you know, I start this maybe next year. It's how Maddie and Maddie yeah. picks his ten kind of specials. All right. But it is one of those things that someone's like, ah, oh, you should check out this. If there is like, I am trying to keep it where it's like really good Halloween 
episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like some of the Roseanne's I don't hate. I no, just no, don't no. love with the same. Uh, I, and 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 there's a few that I do dislike. To be honest, I actually thought I, I did send that you were part of that thing, but maybe it's yeah. the one with Stokes and awkward. Uh, yeah, this is getting. <laughs> I, so, anyways, did, anyways. Am, am I getting kicked out? Yeah, this is this, <laughs> Stokes. Come on in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to tell you this way, buddy. I didn't want to tell you during this month. But yeah, uh, 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 what it's called? It's a plastic pumpkin. What is great about this? Uh, these four fellas, who is probably around like a thirteen years old, they're trying to pretend that they are hard and badass, so they can get invited into this one girl's party. So it's them trying to out hard each other. So the one kid like. It's an awesome little B story that I loved. Like, yeah, I, I'm digging the show. I'm giving this eight too. Like, I think after this month, I'm going to jump into fresh okay. off the boat. Like, I really dig this show. Do Anyways. I keep going? Like, yeah, sure, man. I, I, I'm just like, I, I feel like you. So, sorry, Stokes but, is already setting up a new studio and and uh, <laughs> whatever. You're you're invited. I, I honestly did forget to tell you about when we came in, Maddie. So it's it season. He's right though. Like, this is the caveat for everyone else. Yeah, you're not coming. I might not. I like yeah. it, it, I, I, yeah, this I, month. It might not. You you might not come, but that's okay. But you are invited, anyways. Um, it's season three. Lewis Ween is the one that I might oh, play. Okay, yeah, that, that's my favorite of the fresh off the boat okay. Halloween. So um, sorry, what did you give? So the, that worked out that you somehow I eight, both eight. Like I, both I, I, eight. I really, I really dug a both. I don't feel like, like all of them you like this much. No, mm-hmm. I think Maddie liked them better. I do agree though. The best part about the show is all the costumes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah like the one family that's dressing up as all the guys from Seinfeld, which is amazing. Like he's wearing the puffy shirt. He's got the crazy Jerry Seinfeld hair. Okay. One of the kids has like a balding wig. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll check it yeah. out. Uh, so I watched Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo from 2020. The only Ooh. reason I watched this is because my nephew started watching this uh, when we were at Thanksgiving, uh, uh, which he was very glued into. Scooby-Doo. Uh, Lots of commercials on YTV. Uh, oh, watch this like on TV. On TV. Proper TV. Yeah, like proper TV at my parents' house. That's how things were. Uh, like, yeah. I tried to get them into Halloween Town, which uh, I will talk about next Ball episode. Week. They were 20 minutes into that and they were like, no. Yeah, it might not be. They might be a bit too young for and it. And then they went downstairs and, and there was some chaos going on. It was like, Adam, can you go downstairs? And and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, the one kid's watching this thing. Okay. So I actually had to start. I had to watch the first five minutes on my own and I had to watch the last <laughs> uh, like seven minutes on my own because mm-hmm. uh, it was a family function. Like yeah. <laughs> we got to watch about, you know. So is, it, is this the, what is this a TV episode or a movie or what? This was is a it? movie, Happy Halloween, Scooby Doo. You've, okay. you've seen this, okay? I don't know. Uh, this is when Elvira's in it. Oh, I didn't like. And Bill, I know it sucks. <laughs> I lo- like. I, I was happy to see Elvira, but yeah, this is one I was kind of disappointed with. I think they have another Halloween There's one. There's some cool kind year. of stuff with toxic pumpkins and the pumpkin. Yeah. like that's sort of cool. Uh, it's it it turns into Mad Max like huh. yeah exactly uh, for a while there and not a good Mad Max like one of the bad Max like it's, there's just none of the Scooby stuff I don't know if I would like Scooby Doo anymore what I re- maybe you like a uh, Skull Island or Zombie Island I think Sol- Zombie Island yeah. maybe I'll do that one I think there there's why some- don't you try Velma and see if you like that one first and go from there the, I think it depends the, like Mindy, Mindy Kaling's Velma oh you heard about this no uh, have you watched Velma. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> they pretty much rebranded uh, Scooby Doo for like I guess, but Scooby Doo's not in it. Zoomers, it's like Velma, and she's uh, okay. Like but and she's crimes. in. I guess there's a big thing. I do she's think in Kate McCucci is uh, 
very good as the voice uh, of Velma in this one. I guess she's mm-hmm. taken over now. Uh, Is my point? Well, there's, there's so many adaptions of this. Yeah. I'm so confused. It's still got Fred uh, Ward or Fred. Yeah. Uh, what? What? what What's Freddie Prince, <laughs> yeah, Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, yeah. He does a good job at uh, yeah doing Shaggy. Um, Fred Ward from like Tremors. Fred Ward? No, it's not Fred Ward. Who's the guy that does the main voice of? Uh, he he does he does Scooby Doo now too. Holy shit! Frank Welker. Frank Welker. Thank uh, you. Not even close, Adam. Yeah. Anyways, I'm giving four point five. Yeah, it was not yeah. uh, like it's, I, it's both this and Halloween Town. Probably wouldn't have been watching. I'm giving you a hint on my yeah, Halloween yeah, yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was enjoyable. What- I, I will say though, to yeah, this for me, like I, I like I like Scooby Doo. If anything, I have to try to force my kids to watch because they don't care about Scooby Doo as much. But uh, this is definitely lower tier Scooby Doo for me. Like I would put this near the bottom when like, right when I first picked it up. I'm like, this is gonna be amazing. It's actually set on Halloween. It's got Elvira. And uh, yeah, it's one of the the worst of the new. Yeah, movies. like I don't yeah. understand uh, the stuff with her and Daphne. Like I don't even remember. Yeah, that. it's not very good. Bill Nye just showing up though. I kind of was like, what? Ah. what? Actually, I, the Kiss one is actually a lot of fun. <laughs> really? Yeah, they, they did one with Kiss. Oh, it's awesome. I kind of hate Kiss, so I'm yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm yeah, lining I mean, up. I mean, I'm not the big. I, I whatever. They're fine. Anyways, let's move on. Yeah. What, who's? Uh, I watched. Uh, you guys know the Cleveland Show. It's pretty much like a spinoff of uh, a family. Yeah, guy. I've got all the box sets. Oh, this is bad. Have you watched this? This is terrible. Like, I've never it, watched it. Called, it's, uh, it's a great pumpkin. Uh, Maddie, I feel like you watch this every brown. single year, and every single year <laughs> you say the exact same thing. You've I'm, covered this two years I in a row. Because like, I, I didn't even like, know this existed until yeah. you mentioned it like a year ago. Well, and I think it's, you did it's it. on Disney. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Cleveland's like a this spinoff. Is, like, I, this I feel is like, like I might have watched this. <laughs> When we first started Shocktober, yeah. you had like a USB, I think, yeah. and it had like five Simpsons episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was yeah, yeah. later Simpsons, and they were all tarot episodes, but yeah. every year you would just watch those five. <laughs> just to get it. <laughs> because that's all you had, yeah. and it, it went on for like three or four years before yeah. like finally you stopped doing it. Yeah, that makes sense. I, think <laughs> I feel go like back. This, is, this is the return of yeah, that. I, I don't remember <laughs> any of these, but like, yeah, one is like he's, uh, the the young fella in this, he goes at trick-or-treating, you know, he's too old, so he gets made fun of, and they You like, watch multiple Cleveland shows? I watched two of them, because <laughs> Like they are on Disney, I'm like, all right, well. Where do you guys see the show? I'm going to talk about next Woo, week. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm giving it five point <laughs> five for both. I watched th- this one and uh, what was this uh, one called? Uh, it's a great pumpkin. Oh, okay. uh, the Junior great Brown, Cleveland. Yeah, Brown? great pancake, Junior Brown, and it's the uh, Nightmare on Gray Street, which was uh, season three, episode two, where um, uh, the one little baby gets really scared watching a movie, and the dad's making fun of him, and he has to pick him up from the sleepover. Same thing happens where the uh, dad gets really scared and he has to get picked up from a sleepover. I, I don't know why I'm I, talking it, about this. I, it, yeah, another 5.5. 5. Uh, do we need a beer after that, everybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll cool it down. Kyle, Kyle are you going to get drunk tonight? Uh, I don't think you, I'm going to tonight. You didn't drive, though. You want a beer? I have to, I have to get up really early. Oh, okay, uh, man. Tomorrow morning, All right. Look at look at this. See, I got the pumpkin yeah. beers. I might, I might sneak in. I could probably do a one pumpkin okay, beer. Okay, he's going right. to do one pumpkin right. beer. All yeah, right. there all we right. go. Right. Now it's... We're, we're going. We're partying. One pumpkin beer for Kyle is yeah, like five beers for everybody. <laughs> pumpkin beers for us. So what else do you guys watch on the 8th? Are we wrapping um, up? So, yeah, I did uh, one more double feature. Um, this one, I did some uh, SOV, some shot on video trash. Did you just do a double feature? Like... Uh, yeah, I thought you only put four fingers up for this. I did. That's all I did. Oh, Two okay. Things. There's no shows. Okay. 
Um, no shows yet. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't been doing much shows this year. That's why I'm going to make up for it. I'm kind of saving all for that one day um, that I didn't invite you to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like this is like a like a tryout. You're yeah. gonna be, you're gonna do one of those drunken episodes where you're all watching shows like The Leprechaun. Yeah, see how it plays out. To, to, no, yeah. To be honest, I, I did mean to bring it up when when I came, but totally. You know, when when I get here, I'm still like I didn't have half my notes finished. I don't like it would come be, here. I, it would in, be kind uh, of interesting. So, so we we're kind of relaxed when we get into this room, but we're also I'm never crunch relaxed. for time. Like I'm always like, here's I got half my list done, not the other half. There's a lot um, of pleasantries <laughs> going on, but I'm setting up yeah. mics and, yeah. and moving shit around, and and uh, so, we don't want a, 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 a another. I, I plan to invite you, but I did. I also <laughs> assumed you're not going to come. I'll I'll say it that way. Uh, <laughs> But I was going to, yeah. Anyways, double feature, shot of video trash, started with 1994. Another, I think this is not Vinegar Syndrome, but maybe one of their spinoff uh, labels. Uh, Savage Harvest from 1994. Uh, this is kind of uh, an Evil Dead-esque film. I, I think it's more, I think, again, it's like indigenous um, demons that come yeah. out. I think it's like these kids are, these teens are, are, are partying and tense and they awaken the demons. Again, with these films, there's not much to them. Yeah. I mean, I'm always impressed with what they can do on the budget. Um, this one, I think, is like a well-regarded one. And I, I guess like the demon kind of looks cool and some of the deaths are kind of cool. But I just found myself kind of bored. Maybe I just wasn't in the right mood or something. The mindset. Um, yeah, which, again, when you're watching this many films, sometimes, you know, that one is like, okay, I needed a break and maybe I shouldn't have watched it. Um, I'm going to give it five and a half pumpkins out of ten. I'm gonna. It is one I probably will rewatch again because with the shot and videos, it, it, I'm all over the place with them. But yeah, yeah, I wasn't digging this one as much as I thought I would. Um, it just felt like an Evil Dead, but a, a shitty Evil Dead. Yeah, well, I feel, I feel like the, you're doing the, God's the work Raimi whenever you watch activity. these video yeah. on video. Yeah, they're, they're not for everyone. Like I would never put on a movie night and air one of these because even the first like couple I watched, I was like, oh, why did I buy this? This I'm not going to be able to finish this movie. And now like those ones I put back in and I'm like, this is fucking great. What was I thinking? Because now I've yeah. seen not only, like I probably started with the highs and was like, this is total shit. Now I've seen the total shit and now you grow to appreciate yeah, it's those a breath of fresh air. <laughs> and which I'm going to talk about. There's one more I'll talk about oh, next. Oh, go ahead. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, well, I did one more um, called Sinister from 1996. Uh, Sinister? Sinister. Yeah. Uh, R-E. Um, this is one where the, these people rob, um, I guess they, they plan on robbing. It's a, a guy, his friend, and his uh, girlfriend, and they're going to rob uh, his girlfriend's work. Um, but it goes like it goes wrong, and there's a shootout, and they end up killing the her boss, and they're on the run. I think they end up with like six hundred all this for six hundred bucks <laughs> or something. Um, but anyways, they end up holed up in this abandoned uh, kind of big big uh, gothic home, and uh, and then this fucking sinister demon comes out of nowhere, and they do some cool like for shot on video. This may be one of the best. Looking, not looking, looking but and like, and even effect, like again for Sean video. I'm sure Adam would watch this. And yeah. Like this is fucking terrible. <laughs> I can't get through this. But when you watch, like you come off the other one, like there's they do some cool stuff. Like when he comes, the guy and they his eyes are fucking glowing, and they they make his voice deep, and he said like I was I, it was kind of scary. Like yeah. I thought they did some cool stuff there. And yeah, anyways, they end up locking this house, and this guy is after them and killing them, and then the bodies are coming back. Again, not too much to these films, but I, I kind of really dug the, uh, the 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 atmosphere in this one and some of the effects, and I just I thought the guy was kind of scary at times, and and even some of the stuff outside is all these like kind of zombie, but the, the, 
they all look kind of like these alien zombie creatures, but they're all kind of outside, so you can't leave it. It kind of had yeah. that like death is waiting outside, and you can't leave this this area you're stuck in. Uh, I, yeah, and then and then they're bringing back the dead friend that died during the heist, and uh, yeah, I, I kind of enjoy this one. I'm gonna give it seven pumpkins at oh, a time. Cool. This is like for me top tier shot in video. If, if I was doing like three films, maybe you should give a chance yeah. to see if it's for you or not. This one might be one, one of those top three, oh, probably. Cool. And that was Sinister? Sinister, yeah. Ari. Ari. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. Sorry? From like, Sinister Ari? With I, I R-E about, at the end instead yes. of E-R, yeah. I thought we were talking about Entourage. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I watched, from 2016, Lake Bottom. Okay. Yeah, Have yeah, you yeah, seen yeah. this? This is one where they go... At, I, I believe I watched it when I first got Shudder. Yeah, so it... it they go. It's a Finnish movie, mm-hmm. and they go to this area where there was four campers that were killed in the '60s, mm-hmm. and they're going to recreate the situation to see if the that guy is still out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's it all goes wrong, and they yeah, have to, like, layers of twists yeah. and and turns. I there's some stuff I really really liked about mm-hmm. this movie. I I, I found. One, the the director has uh, some chops. There's a, like a slow mo car f- scene where where mm. like it's being a car is being dragged by a a tow truck and 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 they have no control. That I thought was really well done. Very cool score. Mm. Um, some other kill scenes earlier in the picture that were kind of leave you guessing. I don't love. The, the layers of twists and how... Th- yeah, I don't remember. Th- I remember them trying to get rid of a body and then... Yes, which going. is great. Yeah, I remember that being That's cool. That's a very cool scene where they have to drop a body over a cliff and then they realize the keys are, are mm-hmm. down below. Someone who's a swimmer has to go in and get, and, the, and get the keys. Very, very tense. I, I just found eventually just kind of kind of ran out of gas. Yeah. Uh, even though there's a lot of really, really cool set pieces. Um uh, I, I it's a soft recommend for me. Yeah, well, well, uh, six point five pumpkins. Okay, awesome. And then I finished off the night. Grim, grim, grim. with grim. It's Eve of Destruction. There is a character that comes back that you didn't think might come back, and uh, oh, was it Eve? It might have been Eve, <laughs> which isn't a like it becomes yeah. a character, but it isn't a character. Uh, I'm gonna give it seven. I think after the height of the the previous episode. Yeah. It's still, uh, as Kyle would say, it is still comfort food. I'm, I'm, I, I've been thinking about it. Like Grim will end next Shocktober probably for me, and there's a chance I'll never watch Grim again. Oh, right? A little bit sad about that. It's I'm, you're, I'm already you're, you're Grim graduation. I'm already Grim graduation. <laughs> yeah. Isn't this your second time going through it though? Yeah. So you don't think you'll ever do a third? You I will. was thinking about it. Like maybe, but a television show like even two times through is. A Enough. big commitment, and if it wasn't for Shocktober, I probably wouldn't try this out. I was like, "Yeah, there is something about this fucking yeah. show that was kind of special." Um, anyways, that's that's the end of my day. I watched a uh, Home Improvement from uh, season two, episode six, House Haunting of Taylor House. This is the one where I guess uh, they're throwing a party for the one. Did you style say of, House Haunting? No, the uh, Haunting of Taylor oh, House. Okay, yeah. I couldn't read my writing. I thought I said House of uh, Taylor Haunts, but no, I was wrong. Yeah, uh, well, you talked about this before where this uh, one, they're throwing a Halloween party for the one fella. He uh, dresses up as Raggedy Andy, and his girl's supposed to dress up as Raggedy Ann, and it uh, turns out she, 
he's slighted her in the playground, so she dresses up and hangs out with a, a biker dude who's played by the kid from uh, Boy Meets World, I think. One of the one of the fellows from there. Like he looks really familiar. I don't know which one. Ryder Strong? Uh possibly. I, I don't know any of their names. I know it's not the uh, savage kid. It's one of the other ones. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it was fun. I really like the idea of like a haunting house in the basement. So that was kind of fun. I I yeah. I, I it's what, a fun one. One of my all all time best Halloweens is is a kid and it was um Nick Johnson, uh, his birthday was, I think it was November 1st or 2nd yeah. or something like that. And his f- parents decided to make his whole basement into a haunted house. That sounds awesome, and, right? And they had like the grapes, his eyeballs, and you put your hands mm. in there. And you have nice. to, this this kind of maze, you'd go back there. And I've always had a f- really soft spot for doing this. doing stuff like that, it right? It was so amazing it was an incredible you could never night. recreate that in like you adult. it wouldn't work as an mm-hmm. adult i, I don't mm-hmm. think uh like most things you do something once you go this is awesome if you ever recreate it and yeah, it's better it's ma- it's magic because yeah. most of the time it is going to be diminishing returns mm-hmm. So I'm just you didn't mention the uh, annoying kid not Curtis it, it, or something. He was he's, so much fun in this. Like, oh, he's fun. He's just making fun of the wife yeah. constantly. <laughs> like, is oh. Curtis the, the kid that was... Uh, he Is he a long... T- no, that's someone... D- who's the who's the guy that's kind of like smarmy that ends up on the show a lot of the time that's always... I don't know. He's like a side character. I just saw him on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I was like, wow, he's still acting, but he oh. was a... Oh, I think I know. I think he comes on the later seasons, like when they're uh, teens. Okay, yeah. maybe. I think I know who you're talking. He's about. like the Eddie Haskell. Yeah, yeah. He he becomes on the later. Not seasons, Curtis. Yeah. yeah. So that was it for the. Uh, yeah, that was it for me too. Do you have any more on the eighth item? No, that's it. Uh, cool. Let's move on to the ninth. Holy, Holy shit! Holy moly! I actually thought I had a good day. You thought wrong. Actually, you probably, probably, there's uh, this is my one big episode day, so it, it won't be as uh, crazy. I start off the day though with the skeleton of Mrs. Morales. Have you heard of this from 1960? No. This is awesome. This this right now is my uh, shining example of uh, you know. Shocktober, a new movie that I hadn't yeah. seen before. It's basically this this guy. He he works in taxidermy. He works in. He's a doctor, but his life is kind of spun out. So he makes skeletons for other doctors. But everybody in the town likes him. Uh, like all the uh, the people, they seem as kind hearted. The children like him. But his wife, except for a few people, because his yeah. wife, who's been sickly, it, it seems like she's deteriorated over the years and has decided to start taking it out on him she became very pious and and she get turns the church against him all the church people which he doesn't really care about he's yeah. respectful but also like you're not taking all of her savings i want to buy a, a camera and it's it's this cool house where he's got the taxidermy downstairs and and everything he's he's doing with the animals but upstairs yeah. it's this kind of labyrinth house and she's just mean to him but she plays it up that he's abusive Oh, he gets okay. drunk, and he does this, and he does yeah. that. And normally these stories, I feel like, are kind of male fantasy mm-hmm. aspects, but you they actually paint how this happened to this woman and, and kind of how uh, poor genetics and getting older has kind of messed isolated her, her and messed, it up her, messed up her brain. So she becomes – he actually loved her a lot at one point, mm. but he can't 
bring her back as much mm, as he tries. Um, and maybe maybe he's too like affable and fun-loving to mm. ever really get into her headspace to maybe do that as well. So they don't let him mm. off the hook. And it just keeps going further and further to the point where what is he going to have to do to Mrs. Morales? It- I, unbelievable. Yeah, that good, eh? It's really, really good. I, I, I feel like you can kind of see the ending... Mm-hmm. Where where it's coming coming? Um, it plays out like a Tales from the Crypt episode, I assume. It's uh, there's a little bit of of that. Like th- there's gonna be a few twists and yeah. turns, and you can probably read them. But I like the town. I like all the people, all the actors. The main actor, um, he's so good. I, I've never seen him. John anymore. C. Riley. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, the Mexican John C. Riley. I think this is on a Del Toro list, like two Shocktober's ago, and I added it to my yeah. list and. Uh, movie just just added it, I think. Or nice. uh, so I, I I watch it. Fantastic skeleton of Mr. Mor- uh, Mrs. Morales. Yeah, the skeleton of Mrs. Morales. I I it's my top recommend of Shocktober right now. I'm gonna give it eight. It's leaning on eight point five. Yeah, though. that good, eh? It's it's really good. Roddy, what'd you watch, buddy? Uh, I just started off with a Simpson Trios of Horror. So I did. Um, Five, uh, Trios 4 5 from season 6. This has The Shinning, Time and Punishment, Nightmare Cafeteria. Again, another, That's another gem. heavy like, hitter. Yeah. Like the, Again, this could be favorite for me because The Shinning is amazing. Mm-hmm. Time and Punishment, maybe not as horror, but super fun. And then Nightmare Cafeteria is great. Is a great horror. Thanks, so, yeah, eight and a half pumpkins out of 10 for me. Awesome. On this, that one. What else did you check out? Give, give us another one. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I guess I was gonna do. I did a double feature, an animation double feature. Animation. Um, so I did. Uh, my son wanted. To, uh, he only did one because he's like, ah, I only want to. I can only do one film. I'm not down with sitting watching two films in a row. But he he's been wanting to watch. Uh, I picked up a uh, Shell Factory, put out on 4K all the um, the stop motion, uh, the Leica animation, so the the Coraline, the paranormal. Oh, nice. So we he's been wanting to watch Coraline. I, I've been wanting to revisit it. Some of the best looking 4K discs, like that looks, the movie looks fucking incredible uh, in, in 4K. But uh, yeah, if you haven't seen Coraline, uh, this young girl moves into this house and uh, she finds this hidden compartment in the house that leads to this, like, it's kind of this other world where it's like her world, but the people have buttons for her eyes. And it's a little bit, it's yeah. like everything seems perfect there compared to her, her world where her parents are too busy and she gets in trouble, whatever. <laughs> But then there's there's obviously this sinister dark side where they want her to join them and to do that they she has to stitch these buttons in her eyes and become one of them. And this was the first uh, Harry Selleck uh, film after Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Oh no, wait, James the Giant Peach, and then this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I I think um, this is one of my favorite like Same. stop motion and one of my favorite even animation. Uh, films like I, I would put it up there with Nightmare Before Christmas. I think it's incredible. It just looks great. I think it, it, the animation's great, and the story is it's just very, you know, it hits kind of on every on every level. And there, Catherine so O'Hara, creative. the 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 one voice, the mother, um, maybe or that I don't, I didn't write down the voices. Um, yeah, like uh, th- this one is one of my. I I haven't seen it since the theater, but it. It, I think it's Terry. It's one Terry of my Hatcher, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Terry Hatcher, right? Ian McShane's in there. Dakota Fanning. 
um, some other people. I watched this last of Shocktober. I really dug it. Like, really. Yeah, dug it's it. one I, I forget. Like, I haven't watched. Mm-hmm. I think I actually saw this in theaters with Becky, but it's one you for, kind of forget about. And uh, but when you put on, and again, like I like like it because I think it's stop motion. I don't care about CGI as much. I get excited about stop motion, even if the film doesn't necessarily work for me story wise, like Mad God or something. Mm-hmm. I'll still get something out of it because it, to me that's so impressive. The tactile, that, yeah, yeah the, the work that they put into this. Um, but I don't think personally for me they've ever hit. Uh, you know, I, I've liked some of the other films they've done, but they to me this is the yeah. the, the highlight of their uh, their studio. Um, yeah, I'm gonna get eight and a half pumpkins out of ten. Oh. I, uh, I I love this film and I just had a lot of fun well, with it. Well, maybe I'm gonna have to because I think if if uh, I can't give it a maniac because it's been twenty years. Uh, even though I'm 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 pretty certain at that time well, I would have yeah, watched it. it. But I, I gotta I gotta watch it because that should that should, yeah. oh, should make our maniac wall. That's one maybe if you can convince your nephew because I think that's popular with kids actually. Mm-hmm. Like this is one I guess I didn't realize, but they started screening the rescreening this every year around I think like September. Yeah, going into October, and I guess like did they both just did of your it, sons watch this or just the older uh, one? just the oldest? Yeah, it might be too scary for the younger, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know seven. Yeah, like. No, but like that's the age of my nephew. So oh, would seven be too seven. young? I, again, it's hard to tell. I don't. I don't. My, my kids are like uh, I, I traumatize them at an early age, so they're scared <laughs> a lot more than other kids. Like I think it would probably be fine, but it depends. Yeah, it really depends on the the child. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to say what you know freaks them out and what doesn't. It does have some scary. Like I was surprised because Becky's like, "Well, like that's not a horror film. You can't count that." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and then like. It, when it ended, I'm like, Becky, that's definitely a horror she film. She is way more like strict than you, eh? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, like it's got like the, it's the Freddy Krueger kind of hand going after, yeah. and the story is like kids yeah. died. It's not a ha- like mm-hmm. there's ghost children there, and it's not like oh, don't worry, they're gonna come back to life. It's like no, <laughs> yeah, these kids died. They're not coming back. Like it's it's a pretty dark story. So we talked about two things that we really liked. I'm gonna talk about something I absolutely hated. Okay. The Last House on the Left from 1972. Oh, jeez. Uh, fuck, I hated this. Like, You get Whiplash watching this movie. So there's there's Whiplash 1. So it's a story about these two girls. They're going to go in the big city. They're going to have a fun time. And then they get in with the wrong crowd. They, they think they're going to sell some drugs. And they abduct them. And then they start raping them. But the rapes are done with like... Like seventies Laurel Canyon it's folk so, songs. The music on this is so weird; it doesn't make sense at all. Totally wrong. And this is another example uh, of of du- like direction. That is Wes Craven's fault. He's the person yeah. putting the music there, right? Mm. Like, who would have thought this was good? A good idea. Um, with such harsh subject matter of uh, I, I think they rape. did say they put in like the goofy music for the cops to kind of like relieve the tension because like that was too that, much that, for yeah. people. This isn't the goofy mo- music. It's yeah. the it's the 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 songs like the the country songs that get played over okay. the rape scenes. I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't remember. It's that. fucking awful. I I didn't like this movie. I've only seen it uh, yeah. the first time a couple years ago. But yeah, it does have a, a huge fan base. No mood. No atmosphere. The revenge has no teeth as well. So it's not even like, see all this shit? We we were doing something to you. We're trying to traumatize. There's a cool death with a microwave or something, isn't there, though, in this one? That, I mean, it doesn't make sense, but it's fun. Isn't that how one of the guys gets it? 
I think so. She ends up biting off his dick too. Is that that? Yeah, I don't think there's a microwave. Really? I thought there was something to do, but again, it's been a while since I've seen this. Yeah, I tried to watch this for I think for our top 100 horror films of all time. It just it came nowhere near like the the tone of this makes zero sense. Like bumbling cops, like I don't know. Yeah, the, the microwave is like the the main last kill in the movie. I don't want to spoil it for audiences, yeah. but right. the blah, 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 is paralyzed from the neck down, places his head in a microwave. As he walks away, his head explodes, ultimately killing Oh, him. right. Yeah, left no impression. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was already checked out at this point. <laughs> at this point, I fucking hated this movie. Yeah. Like, I, I'm waiting for something to happen with the revenge part that's going to make this worth yeah, Anything? like I, I honestly think uh, I Spit in Your Grave is the better rape yeah. revenge if you're going to watch one of the two. Like, because I, I think that one you get at least, like, she gets brutal revenge. That's the one where she chops off the dick, I think, yeah. or bites it off or whatever. I thought, no, this, no, one, oh, this one, okay. This yeah. one has the, the mother, yeah, yeah. like. But that's the stupidest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Insane. That makes like, no sense. Like, really? Yeah. This is the best way you can think of to kill someone? You're going to suck this guy's dick that murdered your. Yeah. Thing, and then by, and raped yeah. your daughter? Yeah, it makes no sense. It's totally. Um, uh, um, it was probably done for exploitation. Cynic, uh, uh, misogynist movie that has no redeeming qualities. I hated this movie. I think those movies, though, at the time, there was a lot like that, where it's just like, how much can we shock the audience, yeah. right? Like, uh, that's definitely what they're trying to do. Here, I mean, right? there's but a reason it, people are talking about it this many years because it, 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 it had an effect on people, right? I guess. I, I, the, the like, this for, is the film that started the whole rape The movie's forgettable, thing. too. Like, it's, it's incompetent. Mm. It's poorly put together. Uh, I, I joke Wes Craven is hack, but I was like, I finished the movie and I was like, was this Wes Craven again? Like, why, it, might, why, why? it might hold water, buddy. Uh, it, it's a it's a really really uh, like I, I feel I give it a, a three and I feel like that's high. Speaking of deplorable, detestable, like juvenile movies, it was uh, Thanksgiving on the ninth, right? That was a Monday. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I, sorry, I do want to mention. No, no, we're 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 on the Sunday right now. Oh, the Sunday. Okay. No, wait. Isn't the ninth a Monday? Are we on the Monday? Yeah. Oh, we're on the Monday. So I, I do want to mention. So on the eighth yesterday, yes, that's why Monday. I did do those food ones because you know most people have yeah. Thanksgiving dinner on the Sunday. So that was no, my nobody watched Blood, Blood Rage this year. I I I didn't because I feel like I just recently watched it. I yeah. wanted to switch it up, but yeah, anyway. I, I did switch it up. I feel really bad switching it up. I watched Poultry Geist. Because I don't know. I'm a glut for punishment, apparently. <laughs> I got like 15 minutes into this. I'm like, I, I, I got to turn this off. Like, nope. I'm already 50 minutes into this. I know. This I got to keep over. watching this. I, I don't get offended by much. But this movie, like the first half hour, there's so many slurs and like such juvenile, like bigoted humor. I'm just like, okay. That, that, that stung a little bit. Like, all right, let's keep going. In the first 20 minutes, uh, two people die getting stabbed in the ass, like anal, like, stabbings. Like, oh, god damn. Why, why, why am I watching this? And then something happened where I'm like, I'm watching a movie called Poultry Guys. Whatever, man. Yeah. And then, like, this scene where, like, it just goes absolutely chaotic in this kitchen where, like, people's eyes are getting plucked out and then deep fried, like, eggs and, like, they're cracking heads open and, like, turning, like, their brains into omelets. And just this movie goes absolutely crazy. <laughs> so I'm giving it a half star for that scene, but, like, I, I, I wow. can't. I, so the whole movie is going to be a. 
No, no, I, I, I'm giving it two and a half stars. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Two, this, two and a half pumpkins. Some people saw pumpkins. this as like traumas. This was kind of like I, a film that I, I, kind of got brought trauma. Like yeah. trauma was kind of like fading out at this mm-hmm. point, and I think this was kind of like a hit I, It was them. 2000, I guess 2006 is yeah. when this movie came out. And like, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like if I saw this when I was 13, I'd be like, this movie's amazing. All right, cool. There's boobies. There's jokes. There's like some cute, crude humor. Like as an adult, I can't like... Judged like, but I, I'm judging it. Like, I, I don't know if you do. You remember Steve uh, Steve Jeffries? I think he used to come to our keg party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, He was in this film. I think he was like, I'll get out of here. He's in he's he's one of the chickens or something. Oh, that's kind of dope, I, I actually. Know. I haven't seen the movie myself. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's a musical as well. So there's like numbers, like they're singing, Which like you, as, you 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 hate. Yeah, like. <laughs> The, the the humor is what really offended me the most. It's like they're offensive, but like it's trying to be like funny offensive, but like it's just right. not landing. Like I'm not gonna repeat or say anything. I, yeah, I'm done with this movie. <laughs> so even lower than the last house in the lab. I thought that was gonna be uh, the low uh, score. Buddy, of the week. I, I I understand the last that's house a one. Lab. That's a one star on poultry guys. They, they're trying. Like yeah. I'm going to see. Does Maddie have any one stars on Letterboxd right now? I think I have a half star for, um, uh, there was a movie that, the, uh, Hank Knopoulos or something like that. Who's that guy from the uh, the the heavy metal band? Uh, I forget. Dan Dan oh. Zig. Uh, was it Dan Zig that yeah, made yeah. a movie called like, Akinopolis or something like that? Yeah, he's made a bunch of movies. That you, I gave like a half so, star. Yeah, so you, you gave that a half star. You have no one star. You have nine uh, one and a half stars. So this will be your first one star movie on Letterboxd. Yeah. I think I, I think I ended up giving it two or something like that on Letterbox. I don't remember. You just ruined this. Yeah, sorry. I, I, sorry. Okay. What, what's with the math? I'm gonna get this. No, I, I'm okay. giving it. I, I think I give it two and a half pumpkins. Oh, two and a half pumpkins is out of ten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it would be one, or it could be two. I guess as I, well. Okay, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, we're going to get matter. into the weeds again yeah. with my Don't math. Don't worry about the Letterboxd uh, score. Just yeah. go by the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Shocktober <laughs> score. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. G- g- give me this one, You give me shit <laughs> in the Letterboxd next month. Uh, I, 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 I finished off the double feature, the animation double feature, with this film I've been wanting to watch, Attack of the Demons. Again, I think Vinegar Syndrome uh, partner label. I, Vinegar Syndrome, give me some money because I'm selling all your discs. Or maybe I'm not because some of these yeah. are not giving me high ratings too. Attack of the Demons 2019. This is a director that did Path of Blood, I think, which I really enjoyed. I'm just going to straight up say acting, atrocious, dialogue, atrocious, story, nothing special. But I still gave it seven pumpkins out of ten. And the reason why is this is the film. I don't know if you've seen any of He's done these films. It's all done with paper. Oh, that's kind of dope. So the whole movie is paper. It's anime with paper and it's all cut out. And like some of it, I don't know, man. I'm a person like I can let that shit slide if I'm just in awe of like this is fucking cool. Like he shows a forest and it's all like so detailed and it's all cut out with paper. It's incredible. And so this is pretty much... uh, demon zombie things break out in a city there's some cool gore um yeah i I think i enjoyed path of blood which is like his his samurai movie i think i enjoyed that maybe a little bit more Hmm. but um yeah i I don't know i'm a person that like i'm just in awe of watching this despite you know maybe not being a good film yeah um yeah that's uh, Attack of the Demon. And it does take place, so I forgot to mention, it takes place on Halloween. So it's like during a, a Halloween festival and the one kid's like into old school arcade games. He carries around a Game Boy. Nice. The other, the girl's into like some hipster indie band and then the one guy's into um, 
like uh, obscure movies and she like he goes to the theater see some obscure Italian horror film and um, so you can kind of like it's one of those ones where the guy's like I like this shit and I'm gonna throw it at you and yeah you know which is kind of cringy sometimes but uh, again I didn't really care about that because I just wanted to see fucking zombies ripping apart all made out of paper it was cool that was pretty dope uh, so uh, I watched uh, a Hammer movie uh, Captain Clegg from 1962, also known as Night Creatures. Uh, another uh, definite recommend for me. Um, this stars Peter Cushing, uh, and it's got Oliver Reed, you know, a bunch of uh, bit characters that I think are in a lot of uh, British and Hammer movies. Um, it's basically this town that uh, has these dreaded marsh phantoms that are always coming out and scaring people or supposedly killing people in this town. Uh, and then the King's Guard comes in because this town seems like it's prosperous but isn't play- paying their taxes. Uh, and they've got some hints that they're hiding some things. And uh, it, this is the, the time that the British and the French were at war. So to get wine from France was you were, huge. Uh, tariffs were going to have to be paid and they weren't doing them. Uh, Cushing's great in this. Uh, it's directed really well from a nothing, no time director. So you wonder if just the Hammer production team is there. It, it's got this like great kind of almost. It's not on an island, but Wicker Man feel, hmm. um, where there's everybody's in on something, and you're quickly realize they are in on something. So that's hmm. not a huge surprise. Uh, the horror aspect is, is a little bit light because it's just about these phantoms on the marsh. Yeah, I'm at Screen Factory put this out and it has one of the best cover arts and I was so pumped for it until everyone's like, oh no, yeah, the, the, the cover it doesn't live up to that cover. It's a different, or at least it's a different it's type It's a different of movie. movie, yeah. Um, but yeah, I still need to check it out. I think if you go into it, and I know sometimes during Shocktober, uh, for you, Kyle, like yeah. when you're expecting, this, this, this is one I'd maybe save. Yeah. Even though, like, I love the town. Like, I love the kind of British town fall feel, and you get that in this. But mm-hmm. I think you'd you'd be maybe let down slightly from the the horror aspects because yeah. it's it's definitely more about uh, the inner workings of what's going on in the town and the secret and and, and the mystery and the misdirection. Uh, I do, I do I I I really like it though, and I I think there's enough of the spooky kind of feel. I'm gonna give it seven point five pumpkins. It might be in my top five ho- ho- Hammer movies now. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's funny. With Hammer, you and me seem to be usually opposites. Is there any that we both really liked? Because uh, I, I tend to like the more of the monster, um, you know, the, the traditional monster, and you tend to lean towards the uh, the thriller side of, of I think of most of my cash on demand we both like, right? Did you like Captain Kronos? Have you seen that one yet? Uh, yeah, that's no, okay. Really. This would be behind that though. Did you like any like the the Frankenstein or Dracula the Curse of Frankenstein? I like the Curse of Frankenstein. Okay. I didn't like the original that much. I didn't like the Curse of the Werewolf. Yeah. Uh I didn't like the Devil Ride Out, which I know is Rides Out, which is one of the the ones that people yeah, really, I, really I didn't love that one either, but I, that's one I need to revisit. I feel like because that is most people's favorite or up there. Uh, and I don't love the I don't love the Dracula. Yeah. Uh, but uh, overall, like I bet there's like eleven movies now of Hammer that I'm above. Uh, a I th- yeah, I think it's the monster ones you haven't really checked out though. Outside of you've checked out the first Frankenstein, the first Dracula, and the first I Werewolf. S- 
Yeah, and I haven't seen The Mummy yet. And then, yeah, The Mummy I really like. Mm. Um, so what else did you watch today, buddy? Uh, I did uh, an, an episode that, again, my son picked this one out, and uh, another banger, man. He's been... He, 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 he's he gave me on, Gravity eh? Falls, which, you know, made my shock tell me. He gave me Amphibia or whatever it was called, mm. which could make my recommendations because I had a lot of fun with this. And this is another one. So this is DuckTales. I guess they've brought this series oh, back. Oh, back, eh? With Dan, Dan uh, Pudi's uh, in this as well, the guy uh, from Community. Okay, I'm not too sure. Yeah. So this is season three, The Trickening from 2020. This this episode was a lot of fun. I, I recommend this one. So the kids decide they're going to forego trick-or-treating and instead hit up the local haunted house in hopes that, you know, because no one goes there, they're going to get this massive stash mm-hmm. of candy in one trip. Um, and then Launchpad, who's, I think he's like the um, the pilot for them, yeah. uh, he scares off, he's scaring off trick-or-treaters because it goes back to like, it shows him when he's a kid and he believes that they're like real monsters <laughs> and he's doing, you know, the, the good of, you know, by getting rid of the demons uh-huh. of the town. Um, so yeah, it's just super fun. The, the kids go to, to this house and um, it turns out when they get there, it kind of becomes a cabin in the woods where... This house has all these different monsters. It's a great scene where they open up a door and, oh, there's a blob. Open up the scene. There's a killer clown. Open up the door. There's another thing, a monster. Um, can, can I spoil this? Are you guys... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably watch it. But... Um, so, yeah, it, it, fun kind of ending where it turns out that they are actually monsters, but they're monsters in costumes. They're actually the classic monsters, so like the Wolfman, Dracula. Oh, Frigid, that's kind of fun. But kids don't know who they are and aren't afraid of them anymore, so they actually have to dress up of whatever's like scary now. So one of them was like dressed up as like the the girl from the ring coming out of like the uh, oh, that's kind of dope. The the well, and one of them's a killer clown stuff. So I thought that was kind of a fun little uh, mm. you know thing for like the adults, I guess, to, to get something out of it. Um, and yeah, I guess they're there to scare kids to, to steal their candy. There's some other fun subplots in there too. I won't go too much into cause I know people don't care about kids cartoons all the time, but mm-hmm. this is one I think like, again, whether you're, you have kids or you're a kid at heart or whatever, I, I think, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this one. I'm going to give it eight mm-hmm. pumpkins. Oh, wow. Um, awesome. I, it's again, I love discovering these like episodes that are just really Halloween that just nail that spirit of the, mm-hmm. of the month for me. And this one did have you guys heard about Solar Opposites? It's no. Justin Rowland's show, the fellow who co-created um, uh, Rick and Morty with Dan Harmon. So they is did he a, the guy that's like? Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, he's in some trouble right now. <laughs> <laughs> but he did have a show, and uh, season one, episode four, is called the uh, the, the Booster Manifold. Uh, it's pretty much what happens is there's a pretty much an alien family, two fellows, and like a boy and a girl who are younger. And they're going through, they're having a rough time because all they're, they're getting picked on at school because they're aliens. Uh, they go through puberty, and uh, the girl sprouts something on her head, and uh, all the people, like the pheromones, they're attracted to her, and like kind of like they want to hang out there. So they go to a Halloween party together, and the fella also gets one. And once they combine the pheromone forces, it turns the entire party into this rage like zombies, a la like. 28 days later yeah. where they're just going around and they're like ripping each other apart and kind of sucking at their eyes and just going nutso. So it's pretty much a fun story there. Another, the A story is uh, one of the guys, uh, every time he gets stressed, he uh, sweats, uh, I forget what they're called, booglers or something like that. So they uh, he gets really stressed out and one pops out it's a red boogler and he's going to try to kill him so he's like constantly trying to kill this guy and he stalks him in a halloween spirit store and it kind of there's a nice little plot that goes along with that i kind of dig this show i think i'm gonna give it a seven uh, pumpkins but i'm think i'm excited about actually watching the series maybe meeting him in real life too eh? yeah 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 why not man like oh whatever <laughs> 
Adam should probably jump in because you watched sure. Shitload so I, I'm just gonna. I, so I watched six episodes. Holy fuck! Of That's we, a lot of grim. What we do in the shadows? <laughs> uh, I um, watch the witches. The next one up. Uh, yeah, so I watched the witches, uh, which is basically uh, <laughs> they get trapped in the house. Like they, get, yeah, like uh, the yeah the the and the, the one Naja has always been saying how every the time she witches tri- are a light bulb goes out, like witches trips on a carpet, yeah. which is yeah. everything. But then she's right; the witches are out to get them. I thought it was a good episode. I thought, yeah. uh, to be honest, maybe didn't explore quite enough. Seven point five. Then I watched. Uh, uh, Nouveau Theater de Vampire. I haven't seen this one yet. So it, it's quite enjoyable. It's season finale. Again, I'm I'm getting this eight one uh, eight pumpkins, uh, and then I'm on to the next season, season three, uh, episode one, The Prisoner, uh, from 2021. Uh, it's it's great. They, they've got Guillermo now trapped in the basement for crimes that he may have committed yeah. or may have not committed. Um, it's a lot of fun. A- another eight pumpkins. Like this show is fucking. It's awesome, right? Is awesome. This show is fucking awesome. People watch this show. It mm-hmm. is so goddamn consistent too. Uh, what uh, what we do in the shadow? The cloak of duplication. Uh, now they are uh, on the vampire council. Somehow they 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 have some power. The the, the vampires that are in this house. Um, and yeah, it's basically like ev- all of these different vampires wearing, wearing the cloak of duplication, which basically makes them look like somebody else. Mm-hmm. They're all trying to be like Nandor, uh, so they can try to help him pick up this woman. It all goes wrong in different ways. Mm-hmm. It's really great. A pumpkins, uh, uh, Gale uh, from twenty uh, twenty one. This, <laughs> this is a lot of episodes, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 trying my best here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, another another kind of solid episode. An old flame returns, uh, and then uh, also they're trying to make this jalopy vehicle work that they're like trying a to Dracula esque kind and, of thing, and, and and that's pretty hilarious. Between Laszlo and Colin Robinson get together a lot in the third season, oh, and, nice. and their buddy pairing works so goddamn well. It's so good. Another eight, and then the casino. They go on a road trip to a casino, which feels like. It should be the top thing, but I I was catching a, a little underwhelmed with this one. Oh, no, um, seven point five. Maybe you'll feel differently. Yeah. I'll, I'll be curious to what you think. And that's that's it. That's uh that's that's all my what we do in the shadows. Uh, again, watch the show. It's yeah, fucking great. It's, awesome. it's one of the best shows on TV right now. Uh, I did uh, Mr. Boogity for 1986. Oh, awesome. This has kind of like been a staple for me for, since a kid. Since mm-hmm. I was a kid, I for, you know tried to find it for the longest time. It was hard to find, but then uh, it did finally get a, a release on DVD only, though through their their club. Still and I think only, it is, eh? I think yeah. I think it is. In, it's on Disney Plus as well now, though. Um, so you can get I, it. I wonder if the Disney Plus transfer is better. Probably. Yeah. Because it's probably. I would assume. Well, I don't know. Sometimes they don't do the 1080p. Yeah, sometimes they do. They, yeah. they, sometimes they do, um, sometimes they don't. Yeah. yeah it, it, it might be one of those ones. But again, you just never know with Disney. Like, they tend to take off things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you think, oh, they own all this shit. That just means every they're going to just keep on including content. It's like, no, they include content, but then they remove stuff, which makes no sense to me. But anyways, that's another discussion. But yeah, this is one that's been I've, I've loved since I'm a kid. Pretty much this family moves into this house, and they're haunted by the... Boogity, and he has a whole history where he was like, um, I guess this is in the 
Plymouth Rock times, like the yeah, times. and he's in love with this woman, and she's mm-hmm. not interested in him because he's like the creepy dude of the town, um, and he pretty much threatens he's going to kill her son or something, and something happens, and they end up kind of stuck in this void. Uh, the child dies. That the the mother and and uh, so this th- this is not a movie, right? No. So we always counted it as a movie. It's one of those. Weird th- I'm not. I'm only counting it as a an hour special. I think it's okay. like 45 minutes, 50 minutes. We always we previously did count yeah. as a movie. It's a weird thing where it aired on their the show, one which for World of Disney, or but that was usually movies. Like it's kind of mm-hmm. a weird yeah. thing where like usually that was where they would air a movie every Sunday night, and then the mm-hmm. sequel is actually feature length. Uh, is a movie. Yeah, it, it and, depends. And, and if you go to some, sometimes I think, that, and then they might have changed it, but Wikipedia used to s- describe when we counted it as a, a movie. movie. I don't know if now they still say it's a movie or a special. I'm only getting I thought it as a special. I thought I looked at this last year and it was no longer. Yeah, they, they might have changed it. It is one of those weird things. Um, mm-hmm. I think the time makes you think it's definitely a special, but I remember when it aired, it was like the big movie event of the, you know, the Sunday movie. Yeah. So whatever. I am only going to count it as that, though. Um, but yeah, I've I have a blast with it, and the, and the father too is um, the guy from a it, right? Yeah, from it. But he's always like uh, he's always po- he runs a, a gag store, so the whole movie is like pranks and stuff. It's awesome. And his kids are uh, it's uh, Kristen Stewart from uh, the original Buffy. She's kind of went yeah, crazy. And, Christy uh, Swanson. Christy Swanson. Sorry. Um, and then the son is um, Fostino from yeah uh, from a Married with Children. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun because you're getting all like gags, like eggs that squirt out water and all that kind of stuff. I feel like this has also taken a dive on Letterbox in the last few years. Oh no! Yeah, like it's probably one of those ones. Once it goes on Disney Plus, people check it out and they're disappointed by it, right? Whereas yeah. before, it was only you had to search it out, and if you're searching it out, it's probably you want to watch it. it. Yeah, it, it, I, I do feel like it's probably just people being like, you know, the Halloween collection is a good thing for us, but for some people, they're like. What the fuck is this shit? Like, yeah. Where's my? Why didn't you give me another Marvel special? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's some people. It's like, ew. This is the '80s. It's so cheesy and dated. Mm. Um. Uh, again, though, and and I, someone said, someone said, like they were making fun of someone saying, like, ooh, Night of the Living Dead, black and white, ew. But then he's <laughs> like, you know what? I get it though, because when I was a young te- teen or kid, I thought the same thing, and I probably was the same thing too. It's like, well, I don't, I don't know if I was. I, I kind of watched it because my mom always watched old yeah. shit, but I, I could see myself, you know. A seventies, yeah. Where it's like, what? No, the, the, where's all like the the polish and the CGI effects yeah. and everything? Anyways, I, I I like this one. I'm gonna give it seven and a half pumpkins. I don't know if it's quite an eight. Yeah, oh, yeah, I really um, like this one. Yeah, but it, it's it's still it's still a lot of fun. Again, another one like whether you have kids or you're a kid at heart, uh, I think you can get mm. something out of it. It's uh, and it, the movie. I love the the effects they use for Boogie to make him kind of glow. Great, right? I miss those effects. I like to mm-hmm. see someone bring that back. There's something about there that is that a still cool. Has a charm. It is a cool uh, effect for sure. And they find like all his footprints. I really dig the footprints. And I hadn't seen this for um, so oh, John, many years. John is it John Aston from Adam's yeah. Family? Yeah, he's yeah. in this one. And then I think part two has Eugene Levy. Right? Eugene, Eugene Levy. I haven't no. seen part two. Maybe I'll do that. I, I this like, year oh yeah, too. I think you'll take no. part two. Um, you get more of the town. But like the Excuse footprints me. on the wall has stuck with me my whole life. Up in your craw, you're talking. Like to figure I hadn't out seen it, it in like yeah. thirty years, and then I remembered those, and it's. Yeah. Freaked me out as a kid. Yeah, of course. The thing that stuck with me, and I think it's in the sequel, although he does say it a lot in this movie, is just kidding. Just <laughs> right. like in part two, I think he becomes possessed and he's floating yeah. through the wall and he's just like repeating that over and over again. Just kidding. Ha ha ha. Just kidding. And it's kind of creepy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's always haunting me as a child. But uh, 
Yeah. What else did you watch? I, I finished the night with uh, Bob's Burgers Fortnite. We've talked about this so several good. times. I love this. Might be one. my favorite. Uh, yeah, it's, it's up there with like full bars, right? It's, full bars in this, and and yeah. there's another one. Yeah, anyways, I, I really. I, I'm uh, the, giving, giving the, it the one more than Hauntings. Yeah, the haunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, the haunting where they go. To I the like house. the werewolf one too. The yeah. recent werewolf one. It's a, it, they're great. Yeah, uh, I I I've been kind of thinking I'm not gonna do it this year and then do them yeah. all next year, uh, just to get some remove. Uh, but Bob's Burgers, that this is what got me into Bob's Burgers. They know how to do Halloween for sure. Uh, I watched uh, from 2023. Oh, new one, The Royal Hotel. So I went to the Playhouse uh, <laughs> on uh, on this night. Playhouse is our theater in town. Yeah, it's awesome. awesome. Um, to watch uh, Kitty Green, she did the assistant, which I, I quite liked. This is two women, they're uh, young women. They're going to Australia to have kind of like their yeah, vacation, their time, have some fun, find themselves, you know, <laughs> get away from something too that's always kind of uh, ambiguous, even to the end, what they're getting away from. And because of their scenario and their finances, they don't have really a choice, they have to go very remote. And they have to do a work slash Vacation. tourist thing. So they go to this hotel, which is super run down, and it's a miner's. Uh, like My Belly Valentine. <laughs> kind of. My Belly Valentine. If the miners weren't so lovable charming. <laughs> and charming and having fun. And uh, they have to work the bar, and they get into this situation. And even from day one you can see one of the so the the lead performances are julie garner and jessica henwick they're great hugo weaving plays the bar owner he's fucking awesome hugo weaving he's amazing right i didn't even recognize him i was like who the fuck am i watching and it was like he came in like uh he's wearing his v for vendetta mask it might have been 20 minutes (laughs) before the movie and i was like it's goddamn hugo weaving he's so good in this Mm-hmm. As the bar owner, who seems like he's nice and appeasing, but he's a drunk and he's let this thing uh, go. And there's all these little cuts of of kind of it's not subtle uh, with some the the messaging uh, about overall misogyny, but basically it starts getting more and more intense and more and more threatening, and the end kind of blows up. I I really like this. Um, uh, quite a bit. The two lead performances are ace, uh, really amazing. You have Julia Garner, who is distrusting of everything, uh, and Jessica Henwick, her friend, who's not, who's just like, shut up, don't worry about this. And sometimes you're like, yeah, she's being way too fucking weird yeah. about what's going on. And, and you're then, being a bit too like cavalier with what's going on. Exactly. And yeah. then it all compounds at the yeah. end. Uh, it's it's a, it's definitely a recommend. I think I'm gonna give it seven point five pumpkins. I'm I'm yeah. leaning eight though. That good, eh? It's it's really really good. Uh, yeah, my letterbox may tell you where I'm there. Seven point five between eight eight pumpkins. And then I I finished off the night uh, with a grim episode. <laughs> You're gonna love this, Maddie. <laughs> this 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 title is made for Matt, Maddie. A reptile dysfunction. <laughs> All right, I'm in, baby. <laughs> it's basically like a Loch Ness monster thing that's taking yeah. over. Unfortunately, it might be the weakest episode of the season oh, no. so far. Uh, I'm gonna give it six pumpkins. Oh, jeez. Uh, and that's my night. Uh, that's uh, it for me. Okay, so yeah, I guess I'll end this off. I did a double feature for the end of the night. 
Uh, this is kind of just, I went for bonkers, kind of, uh, the theme is bonkers. Uh, I don't even know what these, I guess, creature, zombie kind of creature films. Uh, so I was excited to watch both of these and kind of came away disappointed a little with both oh, these no. from Vinegar Syndrome. I know the, the one guy that works at Vinegar Syndrome, he was on a podcast and he really hyped up Laughing Dead saying like it's one that, mm-hmm. you know, just one that not a lot of people are discovering. Uh, so the first one was Curse of the Blue Lights. Um... Just a weird ass movie where um, these teens are are out out in the field or whatever. I think they're drinking and they find this statue buried, um, and then they're going to go get their. I guess they go into this. Oh, it's this. This is the statue that uh, go. It has some history and it's been missing for you know a hundred years or something. And people died, and then this statue went missing or blah blah blah. And they go to get their truck, come back, and the statue's gone. And there's a dirt path, though, where someone had dragged it, and they follow it. And under it leads to a cemetery, and under the cemetery is living, like, these creatures. And there's this fat creature in a suit. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um, and, yeah, I, I, it's okay. Like, it's a bunch of people, and they end up in this bottom of this crypt, and there's all these passageways, and they're getting chased by the, these these guy the, these creature things and then there's like a psychic that creates a teleport a transportation through the mirrors and it is just a bonkers movie again maybe i was just tired not in the right mood maybe with like an audience mm-hmm. i get the feeling maybe both these might play better with an audience um because there is just so many great but one thing like you do get some really cool like uh practical effects in in co- uh, creature costumes and stuff um and then the laughing dead is the second one opens up with this young girl and it's like some kind of, I don't know if like it's Aztecs or something, but they're killing this young girl in a stone and draining her butt blood. Like, she's like <laughs> Draining her butt? <laughs> she's like six years old. Um, and then we cut to like now uh, current time and this priest who uh, you find out that he's kind of losing his faith. Uh, he runs into this, uh, this woman that used to be a nun, but she had, she got kicked out because they secretly had an affair and she has a child that is the priest child. Mm. Anyways, they awaken, um, there's like this death cult thing and they awaken these guys and you get zombies and again, crazy uh, gore effects and, and creature effects with all the, there, you know, someone gets beheaded and the, the head gets thrown through a basketball net. <laughs> Sounds like a ton um, of fun. Yeah, but both of these, I don't know. I was yeah. really excited for them and both of them, I, I came away like, meh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give both of them five and a half pumpkins. Oh, geez. But, what, uh, what were the names of them again? Uh Curse of the Blue Lights and the Laughing Dead um, from Laughing Dead from '89. Curse of the Blue Lights from '88. Kyle, so, your consistency right now is off the fucking charts. <laughs> yeah, I, who knows? Again, maybe I just wasn't in the right mood. Yeah, I think the problem with these, like, they're bonkers. I'm talking about your consistency day to day. How much you're watching right now? Oh, okay. This has to be an all-time high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Again, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm trained now. Though I'm dead. Yeah. I, need, I need a week of rest. <laughs> um, I put I put it I put it in a good week, but it's starting to have an effect on me. A good week, like yeah. I, we'll see where he's at. But yeah, this is a crazy. This like, is yeah. This is probably a record week for me. This has to be a record week for you. Yeah. But again, the, the, it could, I, I'm kind of worried that I'm burning myself out. Like I was looking, and it's like, oh, we're already done in October, right? And it's like, no, we're, we're like ten days into, eleven days into it. What, what yeah, we're not even like halfway so through. So I am kind of worried that I, I'm burning myself out uh, yeah. too quickly. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I, that I, was our Thanksgiving yeah, weekend. Yeah. We're on to October 10th. Yeah. All right, let, let me start this party. 
with some uh, some real gems here, fellas. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? <laughs> Mickey and Friends Trick or Treats <laughs> from 2023. This is a, a stop motion, almost like a uh, ode to the uh, uh, Rankin and Bay stuff, oh, where uh, all the guys. It, it was such a fun movie where they go to this uh, haunted castle. So it's a castle. movie. Uh, it's, it's a TV show. It's like a half hour, twenty minute number. So yeah. it's a sitcom. Yeah. County. Yeah. 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 So uh, they go in, and the uh, the the witch is kind of like a bit of a jerk, uh, and she curses them, and they have to go on the scavenger hunt throughout the haunted mansion to find uh, all these different things, or else they get uh, stuck in the costumes that they were wearing. So, like, I think one Goofy was a ghost, uh, Donald Duck was a frog, uh, Daisy was a present. I, I don't know why I'm explaining this, but it's actually done really well, and you'll see like a bunch of like cool things in the background, like the ghosts from the uh, as they're going through the town when they're trick or treating. You see like the ghosts from the haunted mansion. You see like of like people like oh yeah shit I remember that like the witch looks like it's the witch from like a uh, what's that uh, storm the stone like you'll recognize okay. all these like villains from like different movies from like the past so it was cool I'm giving it seven I, I had a ton of fun with this I also watched um, uh, a tale of two witches from Mickey Mouse it's a, a forty minute number I watched this by it's myself from fucking Mickey Mouse folks yeah yeah guys. Come on. <laughs> Put some respect in your mouth, all right? I like how you said like you, you watch this by yourself, not with your kid, eh? No, no I watched with my kid, of course oh, okay. I did. I'm okay. not sitting here watching this by myself. <laughs> uh, a Tale of Two Witches wasn't as good. Yeah. It was pretty much they were just probably trying to uh, uh, pass this witch's test. Uh, and um, actually, there's a cool scene where um, there's one fella who's trying to be the scariest ghost, but he's such a bumbling fella that everyone just laughs at him. So he actually steals a witch's broom and he brings all these pumpkins to life and like on this like pumpkin okay. like, attacking the thing. Like, oh, that's kind of done really well. So I- I'm going to give this one six. Yeah. Tale of Two Witches from 2021. All right, Kyle. Uh, so I... I- kind of moved on from the simpsons because i'm going to save the next episode for the night that i didn't invite you to but uh (laughs) it's going to be the ongoing joke yeah Um, what have i done to deserve this well i i because you guys made me feel bad and it's like no i just fucking didn't bring it up this today anyways (laughs) um <laughs> uh, I start off with I, I've moved on to now Frasier. I don't know why because I've never been a big fan. Is of it, Frasier. Is you it guys the new it. new reboot of no, Frasier? No, no. So I went back to. I guess they have three Halloween specials. I went back yeah. to the first. Of the first one's Heroes. great. I've actually watched all three, but I think the other ones I'm talking about next week. Yeah. Never been a Frasier fan. Uh, this is season five, Halloween 1997. But I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh, this one where Frasier's hosting a party to benefit the library. You didn't like this one. So no, I, I did. Yeah. So oh, I've kind of. Right. Kind of turning turning the tides yeah. a little bit. I thought you always liked this one. No, no, I don't think so. I think Maddie really likes this one. Yeah. Okay. I thought I thought you you kind of were positive about this. Previous. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I yeah. Don't. You don't remember. Anyways. So yeah. Everyone has to dress their favorite literary character, and the one guy, mm-hmm. of course, the dumb guy dresses as Waldo, and you have I don't know who I don't remember who <laughs> the other characters yeah. are in this. Uh, you got Roz and. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm thinking of. I mean, they dressed as like Mark Twain or some shit like that. Or is one of them Sherlock? Oh, he's is he sure? No, no, he goes as um, him and uh, Roz. No, sorry, not Roz. Him and Daphne yeah. are yeah. like a, a, a kind of a costume together, and I can't remember who it is. Like they relate together. Like he's like the the king, and she's the 
I don't remember. I forget. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyways, Ross finds out she's she may be pregnant, um, but Niles overhears this and thinks that Frasier, it's actually Daphne pregnant, and Frasier knocked her up because they they're constantly like joking because they 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 end up spending a weekend together, and he took it as you know maybe something went on with them, and he's calling her wench and everything because they do this couple costume, but it's just. You know, it, uh, but it, it actually works the comic beats because it's just totally one of those ones where it's constant miscommunication or mishearing. No, the, farce all, is, the farce is amazing. Yeah, the, the timing, mm-hmm. and, yeah, exactly. It feels like one of those old farces and it all works I well, I think. Frasier is almost mis. It's just a farce. Every episode yeah. is a farce. Like people go in the kitchen, they, they say, like, whisper, 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 like, this is what we want to do. Something gets fucking misconstrued and yeah. it, it becomes this crazy farce i think the halloween episodes unfortunately like you have this one that's that's great Mm -hmm. but the other ones are late i i really like the third one which again i think i'm talking about next week okay that's a the serial killer one no it's the The one with it's like a prank or prank or okay so they bring back a cheers kind of thing uh, yeah, yeah, I'll talk about next. Okay, all it's right, it's fun. Right, it's a lot right, of fun. Right. Um, yeah, the, the next one wasn't as good. Uh, yeah, I I just always found like it highbrow humor and like it's I, I not highbrow like, though. I watched like the Christmas episode. Yeah, I, I guess I'm starting to see that it's like he is highbrow and annoying, but everyone else around him is not. Yeah, and they constantly are ripping on him because he's like that. It's Cheers. Mm-hmm. It's the same. I think I think it's a little bit. It's different. different. Cheers if it was a, a farce all the time, right? But it's it's the same people that created it. Yeah, I, I might give it a shot. I, I was always anti Frasier. I might give it a chance. I'm going to give this one seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. I, I dug this. Uh, one. Not that I, I'm a huge Frasier proponent. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're really, yeah, really. Uh, but I, I do feel like he, you've heard they're bringing him back, right? Like he's yeah. on TV right now. It's kind of fucking insane to me. Yeah, like, I, I have no interest. Well, why, in that. why? 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 Who's like wants new Frasier? Like James Burroughs, who's 82 years yeah. old or whatever. Um, like for me, I just feel like a bunch of people our age think of Frasier as a highbrow show when it's basically a British farce. But I mean, no, like I watched the Christmas episode and it was like pretty like <laughs> fucking depressing and like it's just like it, it it maybe set the wrong impression of Frasier mm. for me. I've seen a couple things too where the jokes it's like that's not funny. I think for the most I, part I though, early seasons, it's just about setting up these scenarios that you would have seen on a British show yeah. in, 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 probably a decade earlier. I think a lot time. of the jokes, like even this one, like they're bringing up all these like kind of like, I don't know, historical books and stuff. that. But those are jokes, like and, to make fun yeah. of those people. But some of the stuff I feel like, like I feel like I, if I knew what book he's talking about, what thing they're talking about, I would maybe get more out of it sometimes. But I don't think so. I think it's, no one gets what he's talking yeah. about. That's the joke, right? Yeah. Cedric Bergeron or whatever, yeah. like no one understands. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what else? But you like, but you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I did. What do you have watching there, Adam? Uh, so I I did a what we do in the shadows, Chainman uh, Judgment. Uh, this is where they're both kind of now. Uh, uh, Naja and and Nandor become the head of uh the Vampire Council. Yeah, Vampire Council. Uh, and they're doing a s- small claims court. It's a little bit of a lesser episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say I'll probably give it a seven. Uh, yeah. It's hard to go below yeah, that yeah, for right, the really show. Yeah. Like, even like bad, bad episodes are still great. I also watched uh, the uh, collaboration from episode eight from season two. Yeah, we talked about this earlier in this episode. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's, it's so good. It's amazing. Bat, 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 bat. Okay. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna bring up Renfield. 
Okay, let's do it. Okay. We did you watch Renfield on this day? I did, yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you? I watched it the following day. So Renfield is 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 the pick of the listener. I hate you. <laughs> How utterly disappointing. I I do feel that this movie didn't really uh Nicolas Cage is amazing in this. Yeah, he's perfect for it. Here's the thing. The, you, the you concept... Nicholas Holt, I, I like what he's doing. Yeah. I agree with Kyle. I don't like Aquafina. I have no idea what she's doing in this movie. Sorry, I also... Why is Aquafina's storyline in this movie? I don't... It's not mm-hmm. Aquafina's fault, necessarily. No, I no. think the problem with Aquafina, though, and my problem with her, is she plays that same character, at least out of the three or four movies I see. I feel same character in everything. She's playing two different characters in this movie. She's playing, like, almost like a, a frumpy, like, Barney Fife type character, and then she's also playing, like, a Ice Cube from, like, 22 Jump Street character. Yeah, she's always got this. these witty, like, like There's, like, two different and... people going on here. It's, it's terrible writing. The mm. jokes in this thing are, Don't land. Don't land ever. Uh, Cage occasionally lands, but it's not a punchline. Mm-hmm. You notice that when Cage's line hits, it's usually just him like. Cage taking- is such a weird actor where he's like, I never know is he great or is he one of the worst actors of all time. I, I think he is great because I think he's great. He, he made this movie enjoyable. He made Wicker Man like uh, passable, like- which I, which I still haven't seen. But yeah. like, uh, that's the example of usually of like, is he good or is he bad? Yeah. Um, that I still don't want to go over because I don't want to ever consider. <laughs> if if he wasn't in Wicker Man, that movie. But I would could see be... someone totally that doesn't like Nick Cage watching like almost any of his films and be like, "Wow, that guy is fucking terrible!" Yeah. Like he does these such over the top weird choice mm. choices, and that's what to me makes him interesting. But at the same time, he's like, perfect he's so... for Dracula, though. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I agree. He's he's by far the best. <laughs> he's he's just doing film. Bella Lugosi, but, but like, like it's a, a good modern a, day. It's right? a good idea about like Renfield. Mo- moder- There's something there, but why is it an action movie? It makes zero sense. Why are we? Wh- I did like like some of the gore and violence, even if it was but CGI. But the fake blood, like, you know? I, I'm over that. None of the scenes were very well directed. The, the action scenes. There's, Grim episodes uh, trump those action yeah. scenes week after week. Like, it's just standard Hollywood comedy action. Yeah. Like, they have to be both. I would have been interested if you just made, like, uh, like a grisly action picture, like, straight-faced. I would have been mm. interested if it was a total comedy. I would have been most interested if you just dove into how fucking crazy it would have been to be Renfield. Yeah. yeah. And they don't do any of these things. It's so shitty. <laughs> it's so shitty. Uh, I, I think I enjoyed it more than you guys, but I, I had fun with it. But I, yeah, like anytime it went off, Nick, anytime it goes to the Renfield Aquafina, yeah. I didn't care as much. Um, other than like you got to see crazy violence, which I, I thought was some of it was kind of fun. Uh, but, Nicholas uh, Holt yeah. occasionally like really commits as an actor too. I, I, I Nicholas Holt. I think everyone in this did fantastic with what they were given. Given, yeah. But mine is Aquafina. I just feel like I, I couldn't quite get she, her character she, at she all. She has no character. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a problem. She's there to be like, hey, it's still comedy, yeah. folks. Or like, Till it's not. Till it's time to put on her uh, hard, hard-ass uh, boots, and then she does uh, her best. Yeah, yeah when she's trying yeah. to be like a hard-ass, it was so pain. It was yeah. painful. I wasn't buying it. 
I, I wasn't buying any of this movie, <laughs> but and 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 fuck, man, I love I love me some John Ralphio. Yeah, he was actually. I I enjoyed seeing. Hey, John Ralphio, like they gave him nothing in this movie. <laughs> there, there's the one section where him and Nick Cage are like laughing together. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like, like amazing. Yeah, and it was like. There's a movie like. Well, I think even is that the one where he's like, I can't tell if you're happy or evil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that was good. Yeah. There's something here which, again, yeah. I I mentioned this earlier in the episode that makes me more mad than. I'm giving it four pumpkins. Ooh, I, yeah, I, I had fun with it. I, I, I'm giving it six pumpkins. I'm gonna go six and a half. I had fun with this okay. one. Oh wow. Um, I, I think it. Uh, yeah, six and a half might make your top ten of the year. Yeah, for this, horror. this has been an awful, awful year. Speaking of a <laughs> but bad... you've seen three, probably 20. Um, no, I've seen, uh, seen quite a few. I feel like I've seen like 10. Really? I think so. Let me see. I, have a... I know you've seen Cocaine Bear, but you haven't seen Talk to Me or... Um, yeah, some, some of the gems. Uh, speaking of bad years for uh, uh, movies... Hasn't I, been a great horror year, though, for me. Either. I watched No One Will Save You. And I feel I was like, after the first 20 minutes, I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. in, this is cool. I was completely like not lost, but just I was checked out. I'm like, okay, great. This is gonna look so good. Like, oh, we saw it now. Like, ah, uh, there's no tension, and there's no dialogue anymore. Like, I had a hard time yeah. focusing on this movie whatsoever. Like, I didn't like this. Well, like, you're yeah. on the Kyle side yeah. there. I, I still give it six because I enjoyed the. I love the uh, the setup. Setup. Like the more I think about this movie, like. The I, I hate the 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 reason why she's she's yeah. shunned or whatever. Even that, like, I feel like she's I plays it like. Did she just get out of jail? Like, is that why she's a bit like stunted? Like, I think she probably spent some time in yeah juvenile sort of in, in, institution. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I don't like how they have to spread that on mm-hmm. thick. I still like. The movie, because for me, the setup pieces and the tense pieces I, I got into mm-hmm. quite a bit. And I, I think Kathleen uh, uh, Deavers is she great. She did great. I just found I didn't care much for the aliens. I thought that'd be, they'd be cooler if they didn't see them at all. You know, I think they kind of played it for tension rather than like story. Yeah, like, they show them way too much. Yeah. I think like at first it was kind of cool. And then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just tough, right? Like they want to just do a classic gray. Yeah. Alien, which hasn't been, to my knowledge, yeah, been done. done. Yeah, I like the look of it. I was excited from, mm-hmm. from the trailers, and then yeah. I feel like I'm defending this one too much. Where it's like, if this makes in a normal year, if this makes my top ten horror movies, it's a bad year. It's a bad year. Yeah, yeah. I, I lied. I've actually only seen four from this year. So. Oh well, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. The, the we'll see. Have you seen any like any of the like? I don't think I'm gonna like Megan. No, you're not. I, I'm trying to think Megan. of anything like maybe talk to me, but that I don't know. Eight twenty four is fifty fifty for me. So honestly, like that's I don't know what else is maybe out. Maybe you'll like that one more than I did. Uh, we, we have a ghost in the house. You watched that one yet? <laughs> Haunted Mansion. That's coming out. <laughs> I do want to. I'm gonna watch that actually. I'm kind of excited for that. Even though maybe it's like, no maybe that could be on the uh, the thing. Maybe we can take a vote on that. I'll watch Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to see it just for the top hat ghost. Yeah. Like, I think the the, the ghost design looks the hot, great. Now, uh, but, what's that? Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone's really praising that movie. So I, I'm going to jump in and and mm-hmm. uh, talk about twenty uh, forty seven meters down from 2017. Uh, have you guys seen many this? more? Yeah, many more. Yeah. yeah, I think I've seen this. I don't remember it. Yeah, it's okay. So here's the here's the whole setup. 
Is that the one they're in the cave? Or yeah, they're, yeah, they're in the cage. Uh, the, so, opens terribly to the point, like, in the first few minutes, my wife and I are looking at each other like, do we turn this off? And just yeah, it's like bad else? drama or something, right? Yeah. yeah, like, she's talking about her husband, and her husband thinks she needs to be yeah. more adventurous or some shit. It's like, ah, god mm-hmm. damn it. And they, they have some CGI sky in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so weird. Like, why? What, what, what's the point of this? But then they get on the boat, and once they actually go to the boat, the look of the movie changed, the tone of the movie changed. They meet Matthew Bodine, who I actually think is great in the movie, and he's mostly just a, a voice on the mm. end. But you can see, like, okay, he's on a rust, rusty, shitty boat, but it's he's calm. He seems like he knows what he's doing. The two women, they go into a cage, and then the cage plummets to the, to the bottom of the ocean. And yeah. honestly, from that point for a half an hour, it is fucking excellent. I think it's, I think it's amazing actually. Yeah, like okay. the oh. scenarios of what's going on while they're down at the the bottom of the ocean, it, it's so well done because everything's kind of, it's realistic. Okay, we can't hear, but we can kind of hear the radio, so we got to go up. And then you got this whole scene where someone has to go up and swim up and. There's mm. sharks all around. We know there's sharks, so what are we gonna do? Oh, oh, sh- okay. Oh, I can hear them. Oh, there's there's information now. We get a little bit of that information, but that information misleads you into actually thinking what you have to yeah. do. You make some rash decisions. Everything's almost, and you hear nothing. You don't hear the coast guard. You don't. No cut scenes to the boat. What they're thinking on the boat. Mm-hmm. It's all down in the ocean. And then it fucking just wastes all that away. So it 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 it's just a misguided movie. They they have two endings. They both suck. Uh, they both ruin any tension they've been building up for some sort of shock value. I I, I never watched it again. But it's it's a good idea. Like it's an idea that should be mm. explored. And this movie, I proved. think there's a bunch of sequels. Oh, to they that. did uncaged. Yes. You check that one out next, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but I think there's, there's more to this actually sequels to this. Like, oh, yeah? yeah. Uncaged. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. 47, yeah, 47 meters, meters down, down uncaged. Oh, okay. That was like, I think I got 20 minutes into uncaged. Like, Ah, did you this watch off. this one though? I, I watched this yeah. one. Yeah, I, I think the, the Shallows that came out around that time was yeah. much better. No, no, mm-hmm. the Shallows is is yeah. definitely the Shallows also beefs the ending, but uh, yeah. much better in terms yeah. of like we're sticking to a viewpoint. We're doing this. We're this one I actually think has maybe more potential than the Shallows, but yeah. fucking just ruins it. Um, like they they rely on a lot of voiceover stuff. That's the only mm-hmm. thing when they're down there that that kind of sucks. Like you could have just built like tension, believe in the yeah. audience that they're going to be able to be with. Turn you on this the into ride. open water, man. Like give them that, give them nothing. Uh, which I've never seen open water. Oh well, shit, man. I've had it on my list for a bunch of years for Shocktober. Oh, that that'd make a good double feature if you want to do Kyle's route. Um, <laughs> watch there's, it, there's, watch it uncaged and this. well, there's open water and open water too as well. So <laughs> five point five. Yeah, I, I de- definitely will ever watch this yeah. again. Uh, so I, I watched the film that uh, I had to. <laughs> uh, Adam chose for me uh, Cure from 1997. Uh, this is directed by, do I try to pronounce this? Kayoshi Kurosawa? Yeah. I think that's pretty good, Kyle. What did this guy do? What's his... I'm trying to look here to see. He also did Pulse, I think. Oh, Pulse. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't like that. Um, 
Yeah, this is one. There's there's pretty much this weird guy going around. He's talking to people, and then these regular people are murdering. Like, you know, a guy murders his wife, or this person Mm. murders this random person on the street or whatever. And, uh, yeah, the only connection seems to be that, like, this person and you don't really know much about this person they don't really talk much they kind of just like ask the person about themselves and uh and then there's like an ex that is sometimes found at the yeah the scene the scene of the crime and now so this detective is trying to figure out and somehow he puts together he he figures out that you know these are all random but there is this the one connection is that they all talk to this person beforehand uh and that's kind of this story i don't want to say too much more than that um I liked it. I didn't love it. It it felt like it was missing something for me. Like I was really in the first half and I was really curious where they're going. I think it's a great concept of this person that kind of, I I don't know how to describe how they like put in the. Like a soothsayer kind of deal. Yeah, I kind of put it in their head and then the person goes. Have you seen this back? No, I haven't. I want to check this out. Um, It's something worth checking out. Uh, But yeah, I I do find like, I don't know if it was a midpoint. I don't want to spoil too much, but yeah, it it didn't lose me, but I was just kind of like it, it. It's it's long. It's almost two hours long. Um, I yeah, I just I just wanted more from it. I think like where it ultimately ends, I was kind of like ah, uh, it's it's pretty good. I but. thought about this later uh, after I like maybe this is also not the right month to be watching these ones. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be like a good double feature with like memories. What's it, Memories of Murder? Yeah. Which I, I think that's a much better movie. I don't think they're very similar though. Well, they're both long serial killer, kind of. But this movies. one definitely plays into supernatural aspects. Yeah, you could do, or maybe he's just like one of those mind control hypnotists. Yeah, per mm-hmm. people. But I there's guess. there's definitely like some like the other one is like a serial yeah. killer yeah, movie. Yeah. But I, I think uh, that's I, a procedure. I think I feel like this one plays more like that. Like I think I don't get a supernatural vibe like you get from Pulse or something like that. Like I, I didn't. I, I personally on the same level. No, I, I mean, there's definitely something like you could say like, is he Satan and he has some kind of thing they can yeah, control yeah. you? I guess, but they don't really like. I don't feel like that. You get it's that ambiguous. feeling from it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm gonna give it uh, six and a half out of oh, wow. pumpkins. Like mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I, I just didn't. Love it, but it is one like I would I would probably check it out again. Um, yeah, maybe it just wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Again, I feel like I wanted more out of it. I think that the setup is really great, but when it ends, I was kind of like, oh, that's it. Like I, I don't know. I wanted something. That more. last shot, though. I like I like how it ends, but I just felt like I wanted more out of it. Right. I don't know. Um, like the, the, you didn't like I, I like Paul's. Mm. Maybe even more than this. Like I, yeah, I, I, I like, didn't like Paul's. Yeah, yeah and I like these ones a lot. So I just find there, these are the movies that if I had seen these movies as like a late out. teen or yeah. like I would have fucking lost my mind. Yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, about them. You have to love the ambiguity because I, I feel like Paul's. I don't remember Paul's all, but I feel like it had that too. Did it or is Paul's actually have? An answer. Whereas this film, like, there's not quite an answer. You know, like, you can again, you can infer these things, but they're not. Nothing is like. I find with with a pulse, you have to be spot on. Like, if you're like a little bit tired, if your mind starts to wander, you get lost very yeah, quickly. There's shots in 
in both of these movies, they kind of fuck with timelines. And yeah. like every character looks very like similar, like because they all wear like the same clothes, and they have the same style hair. So you Paul Swear like, doing for a top yeah. hundred, and I actually like mm. had to stop it, go back, watch ten minutes again, mm-hmm. and then go and that was like, oh yeah, I I I'm, and I it was an actual frame of a, a shot where they had shown something, and it was like three or four yeah. four seconds. But I I lost the the like language to like mm-hmm. go with it. I don't think curse works that like quickly no. with some of the stuff. Yeah, I think Paul. I remember looking on Wikipedia, figuring out what is exactly was. was and they show you that. everything, but yeah. you can blink and miss and, it. And, oh, it's a long blink, and then you miss that thing, and you go, "I don't understand how this thing connects to this other thing." And I, I remember, I, I, I uh, with Paul, I was like, "I, I missed something." And I was so into it, I was like, "I, I, I got to go late, back." Really late at night, mm-hmm. I got to go back. Especially in like a month when you're watching ninety plus that, movies. No, well, I didn't do it then. Like yeah. we were, we were doing our top hundred. So this is, yeah, I, I really struggle with movies that are like are two hours long, and I don't know if this needed to be. I, I find mm. it, it's a little bit repetitive at times. Sometimes there's long scenes that I, it's like I don't know if you needed that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so so for me, and I don't think I'm alone here. Yeah. I think it's perfectly paced. Film. Check out the Cure. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe maybe you're watching like us ninety films in a month. Yeah. I I I've, I've got Kyle something different for. I, uh, I, I have in my terms of picks very similar to Cure and uh, Pulse actually. Um, a Ghoulies Go to College <laughs> <laughs> is what I watched this month. It's pretty much uh, it's on Kyle's top one hundred list. I watched this because well, I don't think it is on my top one hundred. Oh, I thought it was. Uh, let me check. I remember him praising this one. Uh, I, I do love Ghoulies College. This is a ton of fun. Uh, Had you seen this before? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I pretty much like, I've, I've seen it before. I've been watching it at work as I've been going on. Like, it's pretty much like a prank war going on between two fraternities. And during this, uh, the uh, dean unlocks the uh, three ghoulies who go and they th- keep doing pranks. And they, they drink a bunch of beers. They have a ton of fun. And uh, the pranks get blamed on each frat. Like it's, it's a it's, blast. It's not on. Yeah, it's not on my list. But I do oh. really like. I think I watched it for my top one hundred because I do really enjoy it. I, I oh. think that I do. I like part two better though. I I'm, I might like part two even better. Yeah, I thought I was shocked how like uh, Ghoulies Go to College was kind of high up in your. Yeah. Anyway, well, I I love teen rom movies and like yeah, you said, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. half is kind of like I, a teen I, rom. I, I do then... feel this movie would work just as well. If the ghoulies weren't in it, it was just like two prank wars going back and forth and them like framing each other, trying to get each other kicked out of this college. Like it would work as like a Revenge of the Nerds style movie. You throw in a bunch of like beer drinking ghoulies. You're having a blast, man. Like and if you like a if you're a really keen eye fellow, we'll see like a young Kane Hodder actually in one of his first like films. Okay. So yeah, I'm giving it a 7.5, man. I enjoyed this movie. It's a ton of fun. Drink some beers, have some laughs, pretend you're back at college, man. You should shock in a beer before you watch this next week. Uh yeah. Uh so I ended the night with a double feature. Uh this is uh going with kind of a TV terror vibe. Um, actually, Scream Factory released both of these on one disc as a double feature. So, uh, the video dead from 1987. Nice. Uh, this is one where, uh, um, yeah, this this uh, I, I guess it's like a, a, a kid in his local older band sister. named after this movie. Oh yeah, the video dead. We've it's got a great Maddie, fucking poster. Oh, yeah, 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 we played them at one point. Didn't band, we? Yeah, it's got a great poster. Um, this yeah, this kid and his sister. Uh, I guess it's a new place. And I think their parents are going to show up later. They're on a trip. 
Um, is this what I, I get this and TV terror confused? This is the one with the uncle who has like the uh, lizards that no. like he wants to eat the tails. No, so this is the one where like there's a TV and these zombies like come out of the TV and oh you, yeah 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 and you block it with a mirror. There's a guy look, that a guy like that shows great up. Great zombies, like the, really well, good looking zombies. It looks pretty good. This is this is like a no budget movie though. Like mm. it's definitely very cheesy, low budget. Like you can tell that these actors didn't go on anything. Not a, not a great script or anything. It's not it's not necessarily a great movie, but I do love. There, there's some fun moments for sure because then they try to stop the zombies with traps, and I, I think the kid and he's playing off this old guy who I guess he previously owned it and escaped or something, and he's he's mm. the one that came and tried to get it, and the kid was like, you know, fuck off. Yeah. Um. But they're working together to, to hunt these zombies down. Um. Yeah. It it's it's okay. It's I'm gonna give five and a half pumpkins out of ten. It's not a great movie but it is kind of fun i think terrorvision from 86 now is one you're thinking of this is directed by uh, ted nicholas who did like subspecies dungeon master yeah. and stars garrett graham who's beef and phantom of paradise yeah. a bunch of used cars he's in he's great mary wolanoff is in there from death race 2000 rock and roll high school eating Ryu, and then uh, diane franklin from the, the lead girl from better off dead amityville 2 Last act, American version. All these, mm. it's like all these great names in there. Uh, John Greer's in there from uh, Monster Squad as OD. Uh, this is a super fun movie. This is one that you uh, might dig, Adam, because uh, it just has that kind of weird comedy too. So the the Puttermans are the family, mm -hmm. and they're setting up this satellite. And at the same time, these aliens are getting dumping this monster, and somehow. You know, they they hit the the satellite or something spills on it, and this monster, this alien creature, comes through the satellite um, and through their TV, and it's a big gooey it's monster awesome. with tentacles and starts eating the the family and taking over. But what's great is like the family is so fun. Like the Puttermans, uh, who's um, Garrett Graham and Mary Wolanoff, they're the couple, and they're a swinging couple. They have like literally kind of like a sex room yeah. all, all set up. Uh, the the uh, the grandpa living with him, he's like this uh, army ex military survivalist. Yeah. He's kind of fun. He's and the, doing the jerky with the tails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the lizard tails because he's like, yeah, you can cut them off, they grow back. So yeah. he eats lizard uh, jerky. Uh, the young boy kind of takes after him, and then you have the young girl who's all about MTV. She's got the the big puffy, <laughs> colorful we, hair. Uh, Blackie Lawless from Wasp is in this. I think he makes a cameo, doesn't he? I'm not like, sure the, who that the, is. Uh, the heavy metal bands are obsessed with Wasp, okay. and I think he makes a uh, cameo in this one. But well, the, the the guy that plays the boyfriend, the heavy metal yeah. guy, is uh, John Grimes. Yeah. Uh, he's OD. He's super fun. Every, everyone is doing like a before and oh, for like white, recently White Lotus, but like even uh, John Grease, like yeah. G R I E S. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Hmm. Yeah, he, he's great in this. He's e always a great. Mm -hmm. Everyone is great in this. Like I think that's why it's fun. You could almost get rid of the alien stuff, and I think I would enjoy it. Maybe even more. <laughs> Because I think they're so much fun. Even the guy, the neighbor that's installing the dish room, and he's just sitting there drinking their beer. But can't help you. I'm only there here if there's any repairs or something. Yeah. Um, and just the fact that the parents are swinging couple is kind of great. You don't see that. They're bringing people home. And uh, yeah, it, it's just a fun movie if you want. Like once the monster kills him, it kind of takes him over. There's a scene where like they're all in the bed with the swingers that the kids are looking for the parents. I'm like, where's grandpa? And then he like pops out from underneath. Um, I do feel like it loses the steam by the end. Like once it, it it gets to like where they're trying to befriend and make a pet of this thing, 
and I feel like it kind of lo- loses my interest there, um, or else it would have been much, much higher. But that first half is fucking great. It's still it's still a, a really fun movie. I'm going to give Seven Pumpkins out of ten. Um, but yeah, I think it's one... Um, yeah, definitely check out if you just want like a fun kind of zany movie. Graham! <laughs> okay. I ended the night with a Graham Starcrossed. Uh, this is from 2021. Uh, yeah, I, I actually think a pretty solid comeback. 2021, Graham? Or 2020, 20, <laughs> 2027. Yeah. I've been in the future. No, 2016, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I copy and pasted incorrectly. Uh, yeah, from 2016, Starcrossed. Uh, I feel like this is the opposite. Uh, so a reptile dysfunction, Maddie's favorite title of the week. Um, it, it shows the Freak of the Week episode kind of at the lowest point. This shows a Freak of the Week at the highest point. There's not a ton of difference, to be honest. Yeah. Except that it's just a little bit more engaging. The The effects are a little better. The, the, the storytelling just works. Everyone's a little bit more invested. I feel like they probably blew a, a bunch of budget doing the big episodes mid-year they pri- sweeps week ah sweeps yeah um, that makes sense uh this one's gonna be a seven pumpkins seven pumpkins eh i finished the night on a movie called dance the dead which is pretty much like a, a high school um tale uh but overrun in this town that's overrun with zombies this movie is fucking awesome like i had a ton of fun with this like the gore is great the special effects are great the characters are a ton of fun you have the uh, sci-fi club you have the uh, one tough bully who's kind of helping them out you got the uh, the jocks and the the nerds yeah uh, the stoner kid bands like this movie is a ton of fun. Have you seen this, Roddy? Yeah, like, yeah, I, I yeah. have it. I think I feel like we watched it together. A long oh, time we might ago. have actually. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I remember enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it shocked me how good it was. I'm going to give it a seven pumpkins. Yeah, for a movie called Dance of the Dead, <laughs> <laughs> lit up. Is that it? Yeah. Is it for the tenth? All right, yeah. we're on our last day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is another marathon. Uh, October 11th. What do we got, guys? All right, Maddie, why don't you keep going? Well, I watched Ryan failed, so <laughs> that, that counts. Okay, uh, and and uh, Kyle, uh, another Frasier. So season nine, Room Full of Heroes, two thousand one. This is where Frasier throws a Halloween. This party. is a serial killer one. No, no, I didn't. I, this is serial killer. I don't think is a Halloween episode. At least it doesn't come up in the list that I. Found. I count so. Um, anyways, anyways, yeah. Frasier throws a Halloween party where the guests come dressed as their personal heroes. Niles dresses as his father, which. Uh, drives Fraser oh, yeah. crazy. Roz mm. dresses Wonder Woman. Daphne is Elton John. Meh. Uh, yeah, this yeah. Was, this was like if I, 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 I watched this. What I would, year is this? Season 2001, nine. Two thousand one. Season nine. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you're at season nine. Yeah, mm. but again, the the next one, which is a later season, uh, which I'm going to tell you next week, I actually really right. dug. So yeah, I did. I just thought this was kind of boring. It wasn't. Whereas the other one had that like. That 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 comedy just that yeah um it's that, crazy. what's word you described it farce. Uh, farce comedy this I feel like doesn't this is trying to be like emotional with him addressing as the father and there's some stuff I don't know it just wasn't as interesting wasn't as funny so five and a half pumpkins for me on this one cool uh well I watched Basket Case too hey. which I really liked I gave it seven uh, pumpkins so I watched a movie called uh, Slaughterhouse Rock. Have you heard about this, Roddy, or no? 
I have this. Uh, oh, yet, all right. So what, pretty much this guy is having these crazy great dreams. Great poster. Yeah, it looks great. He's having these crazy dreams about what's going on in like this, uh, I guess it is The Rock, like Alcatraz. I'm pretty sure it was filmed in Vancouver. <laughs> but like, hey, man, it works. Like, <laughs> It's that rock when you're in Stanley Park that's just you just outside. It. They you put them on that rock. Yeah. yeah. But the, the effects are great. Like the, the, uh, the, the atmosphere is really cool. The story is very, very boring like and not boring but really like cobbled together like mm. it's like i don't know we have all these great effects we have the story like what are we gonna do with it like ah let's figure this out well we'll go we'll film then we'll kind of make something work so he's having these dreams and uh i guess what's going on is there was this a uh, band that uh she was a uh, she liked the occult too so she looked into this and uh she found that at the rock there was this general who ate a bunch of um prostitutes like he was a cannibal in like the 1920s or what have you and then he stopped being able to get the ladies of the evening so he's like oh I'll, i know i'll get the uh the the natives who live here so he started eating the natives that live there and they did, caught word okay. of it so they cursed him to live and they scattered his ashes in this rock known as alcatraz so he's haunting it and because the uh heavy metal lead singer I don't know why I'm explaining. It's, it's, it's a very convoluted thing. She decides, like, all right, I don't know how to do this. She goes there and tries to, like, summon him so she can get his powers. doesn't work out. Now she can only summon his ancestors, and she has to bring him back to the island to free all the souls of everyone he's eaten. Yeah. It's, I kept uh, yeah. thinking it was going to be more like uh, an Elvis ripoff. But... Uh, yeah, yeah, and he finds true love through the uh, jailhouse rock. <laughs> uh, Anyways, yeah. You... I, I, I'm going to give it 6.5. Okay. Like, it, 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 looked, it looked great. 6.5 pumpkins, right? Pumpkins, of course. 6.5 rocks. <laughs> uh, why don't you guys go, because I ended on a, a double feature that kind of go together. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about the last thing I watched in the week, which was See For Me from 2021. This is a Netflix joint, but it's a Canadian picture. Um, okay. And it's basically Hush, but she's blind. Okay. Um. It's unfortunate, like, it's got a great scenario where there's, like, an app. This this woman who, who used to be a, a star athlete uh, has a, a, a genetic disease that's going to, I think it's genetic, that, that is, makes her blind. She can still see light, mm-hmm. but not, not images. Um, and she's now house-sitting, cat-sitting, actually, in this fancy place. Um, and... You've got these guys coming in to try to steal some money that's in there. But she's got an app called See For Me. Okay. That if you're blind and you need somebody. They can see for you. And they set it up. And there's kind of like a interesting way they set it up. And I, 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 I kind of dug that. And then also, like, it's a great idea. Like, you've got this, mm-hmm. this phone out there searching for things. It just doesn't have the same skill set as as, a as Flanagan joint, um, and it, it 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 again just tried to cut a lot of cor- corners. Kim Cotes, who's most known for Sons of Anarchy, yeah. he's I I I like him in everything he does. He's great in this. He's yeah. he chews scenery once yeah. he comes in. It's great. I think the main actress is good. I just feel like the plotting kind of got misguided a little bit. It's too bad. It, it, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Like, why not do this? And like the hands of uh, 
capable. Of- they try to make it more personal and whatever. I mm. don't. It doesn't matter. Five point five pumpkins. Ooh. So I uh, finished the night with uh, Bob's Burgers, uh, Tina and the Real Ghost. I, I imagine you guys have seen this before. Yep. I, I really dig this one again. It's, it's it's a lower rung Halloween episode for Bob's Burgers. Yeah. But that being said, it's still great. So I'm going to give it a seven pumpkins. Okay. Yeah, it, it uh, probably be the same for me. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, okay. Carl. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I finished the night off with. Uh, he's making his notes. He he's never even seen his <laughs> movies. He's searching the internet. I'm typing the. Out. I'm typing the shit you guys watch. So yeah. I have it for the synopsis. I try to. It's hard to type up everything you guys watch. We'll just um, send you the list, man. Yeah, but I need the I need the spot when we talk about them too, right? I don't it's want them listening okay. to us. Hey, I don't want to listen to us talk again. You guys are drawn back um, the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, Vacations of Terror and Vacations of Terror Two. This is a double feature. You put put out by guess who, vinegar syndrome. Uh, so is this like faces of death kind of deal? No. Or? So vacations of terror, nineteen eighty nine. It's a Mexican film directed by Rene Cardona the third, uh, son of oh. Rene Cardona Jr., who did like Cyclone, Bermuda Triangle, Beaks. Oh wow! Uh, he's like a, a kind of a you know a, a well known genre Mexican director. Mm. And then his his grandson. He's the grandson to Rene Cardona, who did that crazy Mexican Santa Claus movie. Oh, okay. Watch. So yeah, the, I guess the whole. The whole family, uh, you know, each each child gets into it. I, f- I get the impression looking at this guy's filmography that he's the lesser <laughs> Cardona. Um, but uh, anyways, so this one, the family inherits. They're, they're already like a well-off family, but they inherit uh, another home. And they're like, oh, let's use it as a vacation home. Let's go take a vacation. They get there and the, the house is kind of in desperate need of a repair. The daughter finds this old doll hidden in this like well Um and I think, the, yeah, it opens up and there's like a witch who's getting burnt burnt at the stake and they burn all her stuff and the, the doll's in there. I don't know what the fuck the doll is, but I guess it was hers and they throw it in the well and burn it. Anyways, the kid finds this doll and then what you expect, you know, now the kid is possessed and using this doll and her powers, supernatural powers to uh, attack the family. Um, I, I enjoyed the family. I enjoyed the niece's boyfriend. It's It's nice where like, it's rare, and you get it in both these films where, like, the family is actually, like, kind to each other. <laughs> They're trying, you don't see that. It usually they yeah. add, like, unnecessarily drama. I felt like it was nice to have that, but the rest of the film I thought was pretty. Like, if you've seen, you've seen this film a thousand times. I feel like he already, his dad actually already did uh, a film like this, Bermuda Triangle, with, like, and much better, much weirder. Yeah. This is just like, it, you know, she's got the doll and is making things, you know, supernatural, kind of psychic, whatever. It was still like fun, but I didn't love it. I'm gonna still give it six pumpkins out of ten because I did like like the stuff. I think just the horror was kind of the least interesting yeah. thing. Now, Vacations of Terror two from 1991. On the other hand, this is directed by Pedro G- Galindo the third. I think he is also. <laughs> I looked up. He is also. His grandparents did like the uh, sequel to Cyclone and the sequel to that. I don't think so, but all his parents are his parents and grandparents are yeah. directors as well. But I didn't really recognize any of their filmography. Um, a lot of Mexican titles that you know probably haven't had a, a, an official yeah. North American release. This one I enjoyed a lot more though. So this one, the the, the boyfriend uh, Julio from the first film returns, mm-hmm. but now he's got his Julio. Um, Julio, maybe. <laughs> I I I it could be Julio. This sounds Julio. like when I used to play fantasy ba- baseball, and it was like uh, Jimenez. He's gonna be good for me. <laughs> maybe for some reason I thought they pronounced it Julio, but I I could be totally wrong. Maybe it could be uh, Doctor Jekyll. Maybe maybe. <laughs> Uh, but this time he's wooing uh, a, a famous, uh, I guess, pop singer, 
uh, in this. She's a Mexican pop singer, and uh, she's got a younger sister who has found the evil doll, and he sees that she has it, so he uh, gets invited to her concert. And this one is actually set on Halloween. There's a big Halloween party. Very cool, where like the dad pulls out this table as a gift for the daughter, and it's this table that just has... It's like the original Lee Max Spooky Town. Oh, awesome. Where I collect, and maybe I'll put up a, a video or something on, on uh, Instagram one of these days. But um, yeah, it, it's pretty much this table, and it's like all this, like, there's a mountain and a haunted house and ghosts and witches and everything. It was kind of cool. But uh, thankfully, this one, my problem with the other one, it's like she's just a little kid holding up the doll and psychic shit flies, whatever. Yeah. I found that kind of boring. I've seen it done a billion times. This one instead... The doll like rips apart, and there's a fucking goblin creature hidden. Oh, that's of awesome! It, and it starts killing people. Um, it's like yeah. a goo- ghoulie. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. I, I I had a lot more fun with this one. Again, like I really like the characters. It's nice to see a film where like I want to see these people survive. Mm-hmm. You get like the Mexican pop singer does a whole song that was like <laughs> fucking catchy as hell. Um, yeah, I, I had a blast with this one. I'm gonna give it seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. Oh, wow. awesome. Um, again, I, I think this is a great. I mean, this might be like how I really like that one Halloween film that you guys didn't really dig. That yeah. was also, I think, a, that was I think a Spanish film. I really like that guy's swing. So, so this might be the same thing for you. Mm. Anything you get, you I, 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 I like not Grave Robbers. Sorry, the other uh, Cemetery Terror. Same uh, director. Yeah. As oh, I haven't Robert, seen that so. one. That that one's like set on Halloween as well. You you set on Halloween, you're getting extra points for me. But yeah, I just I had fun with this one, and it's not going to blow away everyone. But there's something about it that I was totally into it and wanted to see them stop this goblin and survive. Um, yeah, that's the end of the... Okay, so uh, we got our scores, right? I I have to tally mine up. Give me one second. Okay, so <laughs> let's do the... the uh, let's, uh, let's pull out from the hat first. I'll, okay. I'll pull up mine. Um, so these... Maddie and Kyle have given me some movies. Okay. This week I have to watch. Oh fuck! Ghoulies go to call. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, that's Maddie's pick. That, you're gonna have a ton of fun with this, buddy. I am so excited about right, this. All right, so Maddie, now you're gonna have to pick. Okay. A taste of fear. Oh, that's my pick. Oh, uh, oh, is that is that taste of rear? Uh, uh, yeah, it might be. Okay, we'll see. Both scary. <laughs> uh, that was a uh, top hundred horror pick for me. Excellent. It's my excellent. favorite Hammer movie. Um. Okay. Let me. Uh. Yeah, you're gonna go. Yeah. Okay. Here's Kyle. And I got seconds. Seconds. Yeah. It's uh Frank. Uh, that that's that's an, another one that made my top hundred horse. So I I'm getting out. You guys are picking all my movies. Yeah. Like I feel like or no. You guys switch right. You got uh Adam's pick this this week because last week you had mine. Yeah. Yeah. I got Adam's. Yeah, what was but your I've pick got Adam's twice in a row. And uh, his pick was um. P.D. Weecha. Oh Pete yes, Weecha. right. Um, well, I, I uh, both of these like uh, seconds kind of has a Twilight Zoney full length thing that I thought yeah. Kyle would be into, and um, I, I'm uh, you know I'm I I haven't won. Uh, I keep thinking of these movies so, <laughs> like they're they're in my opinion they're great movies, and then uh, uh, yeah, this you haven't seen a, a ton of Hammer, right, Maddie? I uh, not I don't. Yeah. I've probably seen a few. I just don't re- can't recall any of them. And uh, this one just had atmosphere mm-hmm. for days. I just I, I love. Somatic sell Adam on Ghoulies Go to College. <laughs> <laughs> I I just did. Yeah. This movie is a ton of fun. Even if the Ghoulies don't show up, 
Is that, I've seen no Ghoulies movies. This is the whole thing. Like, listen, am I going to watch all the you, Ghoulies movies this week? Maybe. Ghoulies 2 is super fun. It's pretty much at a carnival, like a fun house. out of a toilet. It's I don't at a think carnival. You'll be okay. How am I like, going to watch this movie? It's on Tubby. Oh, goddamn Tubby. Yep. <laughs> so you can watch that. Maddie keeps sending me the Tubby things, Brad. Deal that, with the commercials. Yellow, that, little that green light go. And there's a thing. There's a new Assassin's Creed coming out. So excited about I've, that. I've seen that ad. You got some. It's the, uh, she's in Renfield. The oh, woman that does the voiceover. It's the the mother of the. Oh, crazy! Uh, she's also in Grimm. Hmm. Well, 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 Grimm, Grimm. Well, you're welcome. By the way, she's not in the <laughs> new seasons of Grimm. Anyway, so so what do we got? What do we got? Uh, Kyle, what what are your total? You get figured out? No, you guys go. Okay. Um, I'll I'll go first. So I had 14 last week. I have 22.25 um, this week. So my total is 36.25 after uh, our, our two episodes to the 11th. Okay. Maddie? God damn it. You guys are just watching so many movies. You don't even get your totals right. You're not prepared for this shit. Uh, 15 and three quarters. You did 15 and three quarters. Yeah. Okay. And you had Plus, uh, 14 and three quarters. I am at. Uh, 29.5. <laughs> what? I think 29.5. Yeah. Okay. That seems. I was going to do some math to make sure I am correct in this because uh, a lot <laughs> of TV shows right. in this. Yeah. One. Mine, mine doesn't seem right. So you got to give me a second. Okay, Kyle. We'll give you a second. I actually, I actually miscalculated. I'm at 30 and a half. 30 and a half points. Okay. Wow. So. Adam takes the lead, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't, we've been here the whole time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, last, do you break forty? Is the big uh, yeah. So last week I had fifteen point two five plus a fifteen minute. This week twenty seven point two five plus a fifteen minute for a total of forty two point seven five. And points. this is eleven days. <laughs> eleven days. Think about that. Like that's yeah. what, what, what what are you on? What how many thirty six point two five? I, I okay. like already. I'm feeling yeah. I'm 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 exhausted. I, I'm yeah. probably gonna slow down. I'm sure. Uh, even if I kept up this pace, there's no way. Like I, I gotta make you've been, up. Like, you're at a very good pace. I thought I was doing above, and then then I started like slowing down near the like. Hmm. But if you look, my last day on t- this this episode, I slowed down. I only did two. You know, spoiler didn't do as well today either. Um, so you're, you're you're starting to see it it go down to reasonable. None levels. of us have done well today. We've been yeah. taping an episode for four. But I mean, last, last, hours. But last week I still fit in like <laughs> yeah. four 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 movies or something that day. So um, yeah, you're going to start yeah, to see it get did. to more reasonable levels. Well, I think. well yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't trust anything uh, he's saying. I, think- I also don't. I don't. I also don't think I can. No, that, you can't come back from something like that. Hey, That's a six-point deficit already. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be tough, man. You have a week where you, you know, you may be a little bedridden. That, that could be the, <laughs> the the difference. That's not this week either. Like yeah. you could. Uh, yeah, like, it, it really depends. But I'm, yeah, we'll see. I I, I, would I can't love to do keep four mo- I can't do four movies a day. Like you're. So we've done eleven days. You're basically four movies a day, almost one point two five off. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's insanity. Like that is, <laughs> on weekdays, like that's yeah, yeah. I don't know how, but then I think the thing is too. Like you get those big week weekends. My week again. I'm consistent. My I'm not getting like 
big weekends, I'm staying around three to four movies a day. That's what it, I'm consistent. I'm always a consistent person. <laughs> you, you, you did pretty good on the week, the Thanksgiving though. That that was bigger um, than normal for you. I'd I'd say. So no, the most I, the most points I got in a day was five points. <laughs> Whereas again, sometimes I know you get those. Six I don't or think seven, I, I so. no, but I haven't. Yeah. Uh, on this, yeah. so uh, either I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Change or, or, or Kyle's finally gonna get what he wants. I'm pretty sure this is a point of I the think month where I, I kind of see like, all right, guys. I'm hoping have and, fun. And, and, <laughs> God damn, Maddie, you had such like a, a three movies a day. That's really good. Like that is you were three movies. That's yeah. really good. <laughs> and there's and no you're way over ten points behind. That think, is think, think about that. Like. Yeah. This is yeah. this has to be the farthest. I think I, I think if been. I don't win this year, I th- my goal is to at least beat my record. So yeah. if Adam beats me this year, and it, well, that's con- so you want to beat your record. That's I want to beat my record. That's if I can keep this up again. Whether I can, well, so yeah. what's your record again? It was like 114. Fuck. I'll just say if you beat this record, if you beat me this year, and I do beat that record, like you earned it. And like the, I can't do any more than what I'm doing is what I'm saying right now. Like right now, I'm really I'm getting up like I could early. like I was at trivia last night. I, I hung yeah. out afterwards. I, like, I mean, I, I did. I'm not, I'm not gearing up. Yeah. I, I did like I we went to the you know we did the family stuff pumpkin after dark. We've been doing stuff too. So that's there's we, we got the hay maze coming up yeah, this yeah. week. Yeah, w- there's a lot of stuff that I'm trying to fit these in. So children's things I've realized are short. Yeah. Um. They don't have that much. Like children are long. Like they, well, <laughs> they, yeah, they yeah. have a there's a long timeline. Usually, on usually them. both of these events are a couple hours. Like Pumpkins After Dark can, was an hour yeah. ride, an hour back. And Going for music trivia is like four hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind well, of Pumpkins trivia, After Dark is four hours too. <laughs> same thing, same thing. Is it? But that yeah, was yeah, four yeah, hours because yeah, it's in Milton and it's oh, about right, a, it's right. about a, a, an hour and a half, two hour walk. Anyways, through. we are getting way yeah. longer. Than <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to eat, no, but this is just like crazy. He's got forty-two goddamn points. I, I've been killing myself, and I am nowhere near at the first position. So I'm like, what am I doing this for? <laughs> I know. This is the point when Maddie checks out. Yeah, that, that, this might be it for me. All right. I'm going to actually like have see, that beer See, for outside. me, like, don't get me wrong. I'm competitive, and I'm doing yeah. it to win. But I'm also happy. Like, I've had all these vinegar into them pile no, you, up. I am, you, like, your scores are higher than the last couple and of years. I, and I'm us. doing like a lot of like first-time watches. I'm knocking out a lot of these movies that have been sitting there. And, and again, a lot of the stuff I am watching, I'm going to obviously revisit some favorites, but I'm knocking out a lot of these f- movies that have, I've had sitting there brand in the package. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm kind of enjoying doing that, too, as much as I am enjoying the competitive side of it. If I keep this up, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you want to email us, uh, you can at Maniacs at gmail.com. We're on Instagram. Uh, I'll put up the poll tomorrow. Uh, that'll be a week from now. It'll be already done. Oh, what did we decide? We don't, we don't know. Okay. So it'll be go up tomorrow. Well, Maddie, if you do get fired, that might be your chance to win because then you're going to be unemployed. Uh, here's here's you know the what? thing. That's not bad. There'll be a poll Probably tomorrow when you listen <laughs> should to that. Should Maddie get fired? <laughs> yeah. And with the win October. Uh, you would win, maybe. Yeah, if I got fired, I think I could do this. because Yeah. Maybe sacrifice like a There's small so animal or something. There's so many people that are, are, are trying to want you. Like, they're trying to will you to win. Yeah. I'm not. I'm serious. There, there are people that listen to the show 
They want Maddie to win I so bad. Well, he's, win. he's the underdog, and he always starts out high, and you always think, this guy's going to take I've it. I've consistent. Three movies a day is what I've been doing. No, but your first week was insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it was, I, just, I it was over three movies. Yeah. Yeah. But there's kind of consistent. Like, you're, Maddie, last week in four days, you were only one point less than what you did in the seven days yeah, here. So yeah, that's that makes how, sense. You, I think you always start really high, and then you yeah. get to more reasonable level. Like, yeah. what you're doing now is what it should be. You're doing yeah. you're doing about oh, just over two Notice, movies a day. And, and I... I see what Kyle's doing. Is he humoring me? <laughs> and and I go, just give up. Just like watch nah, some good stuff. I, you know what? I want to win, but I'd love to see Maddie like come back. Not so, I don't want to see Maddie win. I want to win. I would love to see Maddie <laughs> like all of a sudden come back and all of a sudden it's like within a point or two. I can't <laughs> do four movies a day. <laughs> like that's not in, happening. In, in, in a week, like four movies, I, I get... Four, like I did four movies three times and it was because we had the long weekend I did mm-hmm. four movies all of those days I can't do that in a regular weekday mm-hmm. I can't do that when we tape like yeah. he had four movies that one day we <laughs> taped the fucking three hour episode crazy yeah. anyways uh, we're on Facebook right yeah Facebook like page group page uh, find us on there Recommend us some movies. Yeah, let's uh, go home and watch some more movies. Try to watch a movie, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. He's going to. He's got that. I'm going to probably try, but I do have to get up in five hours, so I don't know if I'm going to get through much. What insanity we put ourselves through. That's why (laughs) this is why I hate this month. (laughs) Stay scared, guys. On a Friday night, I like to go and watch horror movies. Watching Dracula, Frankenstein, and all those old groovies. Some like it cold, I like it hot. Especially when my girl holds my hands out to love. Wow, me and my girlfriend, we love watching horror movies.